George Bush doesn't care about black people. Welcome to World Class Bullshit. <laughs> pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, make no mistake about it. They might not be into me, but goddamn, they sure should ain't minimizing my picture on the poster. Mm-mm, no, no. <laughs> uh, this is not China. That man chuckling in the background is the last standing Simone Big Rig, Nick Utah. I better take up two thirds of this goddamn poster. I swear to God, or my lawyers are coming after you. <sighs> I can only offer you three quarters. Is that going to do? Yeah, I'll take it. It's fine. I know. <laughs> it's a lie from Dumb and Dumber. Uh, there, anyway, uh, and finally, American Rare on Kendo Slice. On that note, in terms of, you know, getting back for and getting even for everything that's happened in the past, I want three-fifths of that poster. <laughs> the hell you do. The war you is know, over, player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, outside of Steiner math, I don't know how to respond to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, folks, we are back with episode 255 of the podcast. It doesn't surprise me every time we say a bigger number because we're still having a good time doing this show. So that's how math works. That is how math and I also know how magnets work thanks to ICP. So everything I learned, I learned from those Fago swilling guys. Thank Delicious sodas ICP. in that part of the country. <laughs> not really. <laughs> no, not at all. Now, before we start the show, this fun show we have planned for you guys tonight, uh, we're going to start off like we always do and uh, thank our newest patrons. So first off, we have uh, Dan who joined. Dan, thank you very much. He does not have anything else to signify who he is, but Dan joined. Thank you very much. We also have Reboot Mania, which is a cool name. Uh, We also have our friend, uh, let's see. Uh, and Denzel Canoe, we had thanked you uh, a while ago, actually. So uh, either way, thank you again. And uh, folks, over there on Patreon this Sunday morning, the hangover is going to be a little different. We're going to be joined by one of you, one of our patrons. Our buddy Darth Tico is going to be joining us. And we're going to be talking about some of the stuff that didn't make it onto the podcast, as well as whatever the hell he'd like to talk about, because that is one of the tiers that we offer on Patreon. And he wanted to call in his favor. So uh, Sunday morning, be prepared for that. Uh, only on Patreon and Subscribestar. Now, we have a whole lot of other things to talk about as well. Uh, before we get too, too deep into the show, uh, guys. No. Uh, something important to talk about. The comic launch. And it's doing incredibly, incredibly, incredibly well. So uh, currently, let's see where it's at. Oh, shit. All right, cool. So it's already at 59% of its goal. Which, nice. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it blows my mind. It's been roughly, uh, what, two days even? So let's see, where's the right? It hasn't been been a full two days. So here it is already, 59% of its goal, 375 backers. I want to thank everybody who's backed the campaign thus far. Now, folks, this is a new one with a cover from Anna, that Star Wars girl, uh, drawn by me, painted by her. And sadly, the day one exclusive of the High Council has closed. So if you wanted to get the cover by me, the High Council, uh, it's still available at some of the higher tiers, but that's the only way you can get this book. So uh, the book is doing incredibly well. It hit 20K in the first day. And uh, thank you to all the wonderful support. Thank you to all the people who are wishing us well. And thank you to everybody who's excited for this project. Now, uh, you guys can find the link. I will drop this over in the chat right now. It's in the link of this video. Uh, It features all the guys on the podcast, as you can see. Uh, Yes, Dion is featured in the story. But, uh, you know, not till the end. But don't worry, Dion. <laughs> we make it up to you on the uh, new back cover and the WCBS toy ad. So I feel like I <laughs> I turned you into The Rock, who's my favorite. So like I don't know what else I could draw you as. As like a hey, bro, thank you. <laughs> I, I mean, 
mean, I, I'll take man. I'll take what I can get, man. Especially in these dark, dark times. <laughs> so, uh, also, folks, if you have any questions about this campaign or anything uh, about the prior one, you can head down into the comment section. Because I want to thank our friend, uh, Mr. Darren, who had asked me a question, and I told him, uh, Darren, thank you for reaching out. Uh, he has sent me his order number. So, folks, if you have any questions or any of concerns, uh, we have an email, a special email, wcbscomics at gmail.com. Any questions or concerns you have, just send those over there and you can, all you need to do is send your email address and your order, or sorry, your name and your order number and your order will be sent to you before this current campaign ends. So what's our 58 days left? So we're going to take good care of you. So any questions, wcbscomics at gmail.com, name, order number, and that's it right to you. So thank you for everything, everybody. And uh, see if you can ask questions for anything else. Now, guys, there's one thing I haven't officially debuted, even though we've seen it. It's in the trailer. Uh, it's the Anna trading card. Now, I showed it uh, briefly as a part of that trailer, but I wanted to also share Cecil the Hut. So we thought I would share, like, one of our nicer cards, and then we're going to show the contrast, the opposite side. So, uh, folks, when you back this campaign at specific tiers, you can get Fandom Menace trading cards, and it features all of the uh, YouTubers that you love on the cover. There's Anna, myself, Jesse, Mecca, Tom, Gary, Ethan... Uh, Mauler, Rags, and Wolf. Now, they're on the cover. Mauler does have a card, but Rags and Wolf are more a part of the cover. But here's the Anna cover, uh, the card. Uh, what do you guys think of the Anna card? Pretty fun, right? Slave yeah, yeah. yeah, that one's yeah, that, that, that one's on solid quick. Got to send a copy yeah. to fucking Henry Cavill, see what he says. <laughs> Henry Cavill, the entire Ultimate Collector's Edition package. I feel like he's the kind of guy... Look, Dion knows this. Endo <laughs> and Nick know this in, his, in a different way because they're not as rabid and as obsessed as we are. But collectors know collectors. So it's yes. kind of like, you know, Henry, I know you're painting your Warhammer figures and you're out there writing your own stuff and playing your games, but I understand how you like to collect. So I'm a collector too. It's the whole mentality. So I think Henry Cavill would enjoy all the trading cards, all the posters. And it's like, hey, here's a trading card of your biggest fan. And she painted this poster too. So there you go. Listen, listen, get him. No, no, no. What, what, you, what you need to do as well is send send a, a movie a movie size poster of this card too, or with Anna, with Anna's, you know, where Anna signed it. Probably her phone number as well, but you know, he that's here or there. But uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I feel like Anna would just want to deliver it to him personally. It's like here, right. you know. with the matching outfit on. <laughs> hey man, whatever, hey, what, what, whatever you want to do, man. <laughs> so uh, Anna and I are working on this campaign uh, together. So folks, you don't only um, you know help WCBS and the Fandom Menace, uh, you also help Anna. So Anna does receive. Uh, part of this entire thing. So uh, that's part of the reason why to support and tell more people about it because Anna receives uh, a commission or a, a percentage. So I figured if we're going to work together. We got to make this awesome. So Anna and I on Saturday are going to be on her art channel. We're going to be promoting the book. We're going to be talking about the creative process. And then on um, Friday, AKA tomorrow, I'll be hanging out with Fatal J. He's going to be launching his comic and uh, we're going to talk about ours. And then on Tuesday, we'll have Fatal J and uh, maybe a surprise other guest that we'll announce well before the show. So uh, be on the lookout for that. But before we move on to the show and stop talking about the comic for a little bit, I wanted to talk about Cecil the Hutt. I didn't get the show. Uh, I showed you guys this card, but I haven't heard your responses um, auditorily, if you will. So I've heard Cecil described as many things. Uh, Cecil the Hutt, in my eyes, oh, sadly, when I look at Cecil the Hutt, I think of one thing. Would you guys like to guess what Cecil the Hutt reminds me of? A giant <laughs> slug? No, it has a tongue fetish. <laughs> uh, um, a weird science. Kendo. Uh, a, a stack of uh, old rags. 
Cecil the Hutt reminds me of a giant testicle. Oh my so, god! Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I can see the. <laughs> if that if if that picture were upside down, that that would make sense. I don't think that I could was, handle yeah. if that picture was upside down. I can't even think about it. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like a skin tag on a nut. <laughs> Isn't that that should be the most negative pejorative statement you ever used to describe somebody? Like you're not even good enough to be a testicle. You're the skin tag on a <laughs> testicle. Yeah. You yeah. like shit. Yeah. <laughs> insult. You nut skin tag you. <laughs> yeah, I just want to cut your ass off. Cover with Vaseline. I mean, I get it. You know, sometimes you just got to lay the smack down verbally, and you need to let people know who's the boss. Cut them deep. Cut them deep. No mercy. Never give up. No never simpy. surrender, bro. That's right. What do you think Scott Steiner's doing right now? Math problems. Yeah. Good. Sud- Sudoku book. I don't know. <laughs> Working on reopening his Shonies. <laughs> trying to try trying to figure out how to how to cook Shoney's food and get it to and get DoorDash to come and fucking deliver it. Dion, do you remember when we were freshmen in college and Sudoku was all the rage? Yes, I do, because Hillary Those was stupid books were everywhere. Yep. She had a bunch of ton of them too. Now there's the family outside. Family. Uh, I can't believe we've known each other for so long. We've been friends since Sudoku was a thing, Dion. That's how I we're going to start man. to describe our friendships. <laughs> yeah, man, we've been, we've been together since motherfucking Sudoku, you dig? <laughs> we run deep. <laughs> we run deep, motherfucker. I saw, I saw Randy Orton kiss Stephanie McMahon on the face. <laughs> yeah, dude, we were in, our, in your fucking tour room on that little ass futon going, what the hell? Yeah, dude, that was, <laughs> was crazy. Awesome. That was awesome. Oh, man, good times being in college fucking around, not doing all the honey dicking before we start getting honey dicked. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've been honey dicked by the world of entertainment. We're going to get honey dicked, what seems like, by this uh, Superman movie and some other topics, but we'll be talking about them in just a moment. So first, 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 folks, we have a game to play, a word game, if you will. Now, uh, in five words or less, start a fight without politics. Now, the impetus for this was a pop Pop-Tart is ravioli. Is a ravioli. That's the meme. A Pop-Tart is a ravioli. So come up with something so stupid, but let's start a fight. You know, like a hot dog being a sandwich or Star Wars, you know, The Last Jedi being really Star Wars. If you can make that in five words or less, let's keep it pop culture themed and let's keep it fun. I'm going to challenge each and every one of you to just do one thing. Make us laugh. We'll be playing that game throughout the night. And if anyone needs a refresher, uh, just let us know in the chat. Now, guys, normally a joke has a a short shelf life and we don't ever like to overdo it but thankfully we get to talk about one of our favorite upcoming movies that was too delayed (laughs) anyway uh, there's a little bit of story news about mortal Kombat. would you guys like to hear it Uh, yes i think oh yeah well uh so mortal Kombat the movie isn't just about the fighting tournament uh, oh, so Ludi Lin, the actor portraying Liu Kang in the upcoming Mortal Kombat reboot, reveals that the film isn't just about the titular fighting tournament. Previously, the franchise received two feature-length theatrical adaptations. However, neither film was well-received by fans or critics, and many have been clamoring for the cinematic reboot for over a decade. Now, I'd like to stop and say, since 95, I've been on the Mortal Kombat train. I like that film. I just bought the yeah. Blu-ray last week. Oh, People nice. the first one. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably yeah, yeah, it's, gotta, it's probably it's probably one of the one of the few comic oh, sorry not comic uh, video game movies that's actually kind of, that's actually good seriously you know yeah, and plus plus bad. like the, plus like the the premise is simple and the movie simple it's like this is really easy to get 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So while a video game series is known for its rich mythology and cinematic storytelling, the universe of Mortal Kombat is split into 18 realms that the Elder Gods created. The Elder Gods created the Mortal Kombat tournament as a means to keep the realm separate. One realm could only conquer another if they won 10 consecutive tournaments. So we kind of know how Mortal Kombat goes. Now, speaking to Collider during the visit of the Mortal Kombat set, Lynn made a point to mention the film will be about more than just the tournament. The actor mentioned that this film needs to justify itself as a narrative, and that if it were just about fighting, there would be no reason there couldn't be another game in the series instead. Instead, Lynn also spoke about the fighting game itself being imbued with meaning, and each fight would serve as a film's overall thesis. Lynn stated that the fighting has to have meaning. We struggle to keep we struggle to keep struggling because it's meaningful to us. So, Kendo, our concerns were accurate. We're like, oh, yeah, the fighting looks cool, but this other story part that we're not that interested in, you know, seems a little prevalent. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to shit on this film or have lost interest in it at all, but it is one of those things that I see and I go, oh, damn it. What do you guys think about the news? Does this excite you or does it make you a little, uh, you know? More nervous than I already fucking was, especially when you have people, yeah, there's, there's more to this. It's like, no, there isn't. Don't get me wrong. I have no problem with there being layers. I have no problem with there being um, other narratives going on to kind of enhance the story. But the overall story should be what you're aiming everything towards, right? And when you're saying it's not just about the fighting, it's a, there's another story going on here. It's like, I fucking hope not because we're already concerned about this. Uh, what's the motherfucker's name? That's that's not Luke Kane. That's apparently the main character. No, Cash or whatever the hell his name is. You know, there's rumors that he's the second Sub-Zero, all this other bullshit. Um, and I understand all that. But the minute you start talking about, well, there's we're telling a, another story. There's no another story. There's no, there's no B-side. There is the main damn storyline, the tournament. Earth is going to be invaded if we lose this fucking tournament. And these guys are our last hope unless we got motherfuckers with skull masks running around here. But fucking the old lady that works at our local supermarket. I don't want to hear any bullshit about, oh, well, you know, it's about, you know, what it means to be a super warrior, to be a good person. I don't want to hear all that shit. I don't want to hear all that shit. I want dudes fighting. I want fucking skulls cracking. I want spines being exposed to, yeah. to air. And mm-hmm. I want maybe some revenge flicks going back in there. Don't don't be piling on this bullshit. I don't want no fluff in the hair where the main character's moving his hair out of his face. And I damn sure don't want some other movie about, oh, this is this these are my friends. Fuck that. Fuck that. Tournament. People dying. Ass whoopings delivered. <laughs> Ass whoopings delivered. You forgot, right. you, forgot, you forgot titties, man. We need titties. We need titties. titties. Listen, titties. T- listen, titties pay the biddies. You know what I'm saying? That's they always, true. they always have, they always have, always have. That's always the Dead Alive franchise, <laughs> dude. That movie was so bad. Joel turned it off. <laughs> Good, but he's also yeah. the motherfucker that made you go and watch Battleship with him. So his his sins are well beyond no. the father in that case. Oh, oh my god, I know. I know. Believe me, I'm not gonna act like Joel's innocent. Joel, <laughs> you I hear TikTok messages. Fuck. Yeah, it's funny. I love all my friends, but you'd never know by listening to me talk about that's them. that's true. That's true. <laughs> he has that ability to do that, doesn't he? Oh yeah, Dion. You know I do. I God make you feel it. uncomfortable when I'm on the show. Yeah. That took a yeah. turn. That's can not we? How I thought can, that was going. Can, hey Jeff, Jeff on Patreon, can, can, we, can we start the, uh, the 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 Buffalo Jeff Audio Club? <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me two weeks. And somebody give me an idea for, you know what? It's going to be Good Night Moon read by Buffalo Jeff only on Patreon at the $5 and up tier. That's happening. Oh, oh. 
And you guys can recommend short children's books that I will read in that voice and I'll produce it in the same audio quality of every video that we do. So it'll be creepy. It'll be like an ASMR. I'll even put a first teaser out here on the channel. And if you guys like it, you guys can come over and check that out. So yeah, Buffalo Jeff. That's what his <laughs> official name is. <laughs> Buffalo Jeff. I'm a serial killer. And uh, yeah, watch out, Dion. Pretend like you miss me. And then I got to walk into this shit blind. I'm like, what? <laughs> Bro, you spent the week in Florida. So Florida man. Yeah. Oh, we all know about to... you skipping out to watch musicals. Listen, listen, y'all, y'all burning all the all the vacation off me right now. It's just burning my soul out. All <laughs> <laughs> I just blew it out. So we love our crazy stories to start each week out with. So uh, Disney YouTube live streams Rise of Skywalker trailer on repeat for 13 minutes. Now, if that's not a form of psychological torture, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is. I'd rather be oh waterboarded. Just like I just did, doubling did, down. Like how do they? How does that? How does that happen? How does somebody just be like, all right, uh, I'm gonna play a joke on Disney. I I I, I got their password for live stream. Uh, I'm gonna lose this trailer for 13 minutes. Exactly 13 minutes. Like how? <laughs> it's crazy because they're clearly you know, and again, you know, I you know, we're not exactly a huge fan of coincidences on this motherfucker, and and. You know, I'm sure whatever reasoning they said, but but again, this is them being like, no, this movie was good. What it's good? We're we're doubling down. We're gonna play the trailer again. We are it's proud like, of this film. Yeah, yeah. This is our mass. This was our magnum opus. Well, this is your magnum you opus. Didn't like it. There's some lies on the line. They're yeah. acting. They're act, They're acting like 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 a kid out of out of fucking film school who got like the the student the student Oscar. It's like you got a student Oscar for your shitty fucking short film you made like with three friends and a camera like good for you but it doesn't mean shit <laughs> you tell him nick i'm just saying like, like that's that's how they're acting it's like this is the best thing, thing in the world damn it it's so artsy and beautiful do you see do you see the depth of field in that oh my god it's like nobody fucking cares nobody not only that, it, it validates what we were saying about yeah this thing is going to disappear in five years you know so this is them trying to to keep it relevant you know they know that it's only been two years, a year and a half right now, or whatever, just barely under a year and a half. And people are already forgetting about Rise of Fucking Skywalker. So we'll, we'll go ahead and, and, and we'll just put it on loop on, on the YouTube channel. Like if, if you were like, you, you're not doing, you don't need to do that for st the first Star Wars. You don't need to do that for Empire. You don't need to do that for Return of the Jedi. Like that is still a huge, uh, a huge pinpoint in, 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 in our cultural history, but Rise of Skywalker is going to fucking disappear from the ether maybe in another six months, and that's what's so goddamn funny about this, because like, we're going to force people to remember this shit. We're going to try and drum up controversy amongst the fan base. It's like, no, you're not, you can't make this a thing. This is fetch. Stop trying to make fetch a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? If Jesse was in the room right now, she'd be really happy. Yeah. Um, so you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta give one to the little people. I, yeah <laughs> she is short, <laughs> short <though. laughs> uh to infinite wanderer in the chat no we have not shared it yet but don't worry uh when it comes time to read the super chat i will share it i have uh the screen uh from last time right here so the uh, the acronym game we have that right here so uh dion nick kendo i'm gonna share you uh this do me a favor while we're talking uh think of a couple examples all right okay all right. It's it's fun. So, uh, 13 minutes of psychological torture, a.k.a. the Rise of Skywalker trailer. I'm trying to think of, there's not a, a single 
movie trailer that I could watch for 13 minutes, like on repeat. I'd get really bored unless it's a not the original Star Wars trailer. Shit. Right. It's tough. It's a short list. It's a short list. Ten minutes. Very short list. I think the Avengers I could watch maybe for ten minutes. Eh, I don't know if I can even watch that for ten minutes. <laughs> I could watch bad. thirteen minutes of Don LaFontaine in a world. See, I can't. Yeah, do like that. <laughs> yeah that'd be dope. He in will learn, dude. He will when discover. I think Don LaFontaine, though, I get a little uncomfortable because he did some of the Friday the Thirteenth trailers, and I was really mm-hmm. young when I saw all those. So it's like one, and it shows like each person get chopped up and killed. I was like, ooh. That doesn't look like a fun time. Then I would grow oh, up yeah. and realize they were awesome. But, you know, neither here nor there. So what this actually is saying about this uh, psychological torture from the Rise of Skywalker trailer. So uh, the TLDR version, because no one gives a shit about the Rise of Skywalker beyond uh, making fun of how poorly received uh, Disney Star Wars is. So Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker might have been released in 2019, but it received quite the promotion today, courtesy of Disney. The official Disney YouTube channel started up a live stream on Tuesday afternoon. However, instead of being part of a new project, it was just the Rise of Skywalker trailer. It ran in a loop for 13 minutes and was later taken down. Disney hasn't commented on the strange occurrence. Still, there are worse things to have playing on a loop, right? Wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just... It's just so kinda, weird. Just like, kind of dumb. <laughs> like, well, and again, and I, and I and, you know, in, in terms of being... Uh, you know, a sour cookie puss about stuff. I, I, I get it. You know, you want to, you want people to love the thing that you invested in, and I understand that. But again, you know, the the taste of that shotgun barrel. They cannot admit it was not a huge success. You know, sure, it made money. It's Star Wars, and it was put out by Disney. But the fact that it didn't blow the doors off the planet, the fact that it didn't make, you know, as many billions as they thought it was going to make. You know, the fact that it was just such a clusterfuck and a clusterfuck that they, they don't even need to admit that part. Like we, we already know that, you know, we saw the fallout in the last year. We saw the fallout. We heard about the fucking craziness that was going on behind the scenes, how they had to change the ending again, you know? So, but they can't admit it. It's like, it's like, you know, you know, it's like the old adage that everyone in fucking prison is innocent. Like they cannot admit that they did something wrong. And it and it fucked up, and it's just it's just so goddamn funny because hey, you know now they're they're quadrupling down, and it's just okay, okay, cool. Because eventually you guys are gonna make a real fuck up, and then we're gonna be right back where you started, and I, and I'm gonna look at you in the eyes and tell you I told you so. They deserve it. Yep. Yeah. They really do deserve it. Now, I'll we'll be talking about some of the stuff with the High Republic and the videos and how the Star Wars fans are basically Kathleen Kennedy's actions are following her across every platform that Star Wars inhabits, and the fans are not oh letting that go. So we're going to talk about that a little in a few minutes, folks. So uh, they're, they're, they're fucking rabid. Then. Oh god! But like, you know what? Because well, well, like, I remember, I remember hearing the rumors for uh, Rise of Skywalker where they were like. For like, what was it? A month before the movie was supposed to be uh, out, they were still filming stuff and editing it and putting yeah. it into the damn thing. I was like, "You gotta, you gotta be kidding me!" Dude, we were it was true. Live, yeah, we were live one night, like three weeks before the movie came out, and there was a trailer for it. And we even talked about it on the show how it still showed this film is not yet rated. Yeah, yeah. that was that was that was insane. Um, yeah, just just every, everything that's happened with with uh, with the Disney Star Wars stuff has been like ridiculous they're, they're, they're trying to make it work and trying to trying to squeeze every last drop of blood out of it it's just like it's not it's not working you'd think like well once again like you would think they would figure this out 
that like nobody wants this, nobody cares for it. The the money keeps dropping off. Like all the number, like who's not reading the numbers on this? Who is not going by the numbers on this? Honestly, <laughs> this is ridiculous. I forgot how like the uh, lack of hype or what we'll just call the hype around the rise of Skywalker. Like when you guys came to town, it was almost like anti-hype. We were all not just us on the show, but everyone in that theater, the people, dude. Well, well people. no, like even even the theater we went to, there there was a, there was a, a a little thing there. They were selling T-shirts and fucking hats and mugs and cups and shit. For remember, like they were mm-hmm. selling that shit outside in the theater. Nobody wanted it. There wasn't even a line when we got there. I think we got there the first showing at like seven or eight. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the first showing there. Nobody was there. Nobody was there clamoring. Nobody was piled in. Like there was, there were still seats in the. Uh, I mean, there were still seats scattered around in the theater. But like, it wasn't like there was no energy. There was nothing. None. Yeah, uh, we have that video somewhere on our Twitter. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Well, and I think I mean, there was definitely a weird buzz, but it wasn't the buzz of excitement. Is like, how bad is this going to be? Because even right before the movie came out, they the the ending got leaked. You know, and for the first time in my life for a big movie, let alone a Star Wars film, I checked it out. You know, I think for the most part when that happens, you know, people who are legitimately excited don't look up the ending. I wanted to see how fucking bad it was. You know, and then so many times when that happens, the leaked ending ends up not being the ending of the film. And it fucking was. Yeah. And that was what was so hilariously weird about all this like was the weird hype was how hey boom how bad is this gonna be and it be and it ended up being this crazy cringy thing and then to see the media and to see the bootlickers react to it and 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 prop this up like everyone knows whether you love something if it's legitimately good you don't have to keep picking on things to remind someone of how good it is everyone if it's really good everyone sees something to say damn that's good the first star wars film the story Luke Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, dialogue. Everyone loves the same shit about it. And just to watch like Twitter go crazy about, oh, this was a great ending. And this was just, <laughs> to keep saying it's a, such a great ending for Finn, you know? And and that's probably why they did this because Disney just got lambasted on Twitter for the, you know, you did Finn wrong shit. So it's just, it was just awesome to see people try and counterpunch in this fist fight and they're just getting the shit kicked out of them. And it, God damn, was it so funny? It was let alone people's reaction to what I was doing in the goddamn theater to shit. That was <laughs> just so it. fucking Never stupid. Forget Never forget it. I, I don't still remember oh my God. what Finn's ending was. What the hell was Finn's ending? I couldn't tell you. I got to tell you something, Ray. I got to tell you something in the mouth. Oh, yeah. I didn't tell her. That's right. That's, well, that's he was he was he was telepathically boring it into the back of her fucking head. He's like, I am a Jedi too. I have the force. It's in my pants. Oh yeah, that's right. She can like telepathically like absorb like force shit. <laughs> force jizz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. I still I still remember the beginning of that movie where they showed um Luke training Leia and it was all CG and I was like, fuck you all right now. Yep. Dude. When Ray called out in lightning shot from her hand, I was like, wait, that's a Sith power. You're a bad. Like the way they're trying to make us think like, folks, I never realized the prevalence of the line. No, there is another on society back in 1980. Apparently, that was one of the big plot points that people were waiting on. Like, was Vader really Luke's father? And who is the other? And then by the sound of from this book, is Han Solo going to live as the third one? So there's these two other ones. I didn't realize that. You know, wanting to give Rey all these powers and stuff really went, went against uh, Star Wars. So I thought, you know, we had these rules, these limits, these 
just the way the the force works. I don't like to keep quoting Han Solo, but that's not how the force works. I thought, thanks. Uh, I thought these were only the yeah. Weren't these only the Sith available powers, right, Dion? Isn't that always historically how it's been? Like they're trying to twist and tease. Could Ray turn to the dark side right. by the end of this movie? It's like, look, the old twists that I brought up a moment ago were great because people had to think about them, and a great yes. movie preceded it. Well, not only the that, Last Jedi the- preceded the Rise of Skywalker. No twist yes. between the films. You can't have a twist mid-film and think yes. we're going to replicate that at the end of this film. Fuck those <laughs> yes. people. That was the laziest shit ever. Oh my god! And 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 also like they mentioned the spy in their midst, and it was that fucking redheaded dude who's like, "I'm the spy." It's like, god damn it, really? Well, um, it's and then, not and like then, they and didn't then, telegraph that real, real <laughs> obviously either. Like there's a spy in the mix, and immediately it cuts the fucking general cucks. It's like oh, okay, yeah, yeah. In 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 the most like theater kid way, I'm the spy. It's like god damn it, tone it down about two notches. You don't dude. say. Well, well, and then too, like we, you just these guys are about to be executed. You just yep. shot the people that were about to do it, and so we can figure out you're probably on the other team. <laughs> no, you have to just boldly state that to us. It's like oh, the most JJ Abrams thing ever. Yeah, if you didn't get it, if you didn't get it, he's gonna tell you. Oh, okay, thanks. Well, thanks. not only that, and 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 the fact that you guys are nailing on the head is even funnier. But uh, you know, you can't, and this is what so many people. Like when they say it, you know that they don't watch Star Wars and they don't watch a lot of films, right? You can't just have a twist for the sake of the fucking twist. Like, oh, she uses force lightning and it blows up the ship she thinks fucking Chewie is on. And then they had this moment where did she just fucking murder our friends? Like we've already been down the lane of she's not turning evil in the fucking re- in the last Jedi. We've we've been down that lane. So this idea that 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 Kylo was going to somehow turn her like we've already seen that part of her journey. So you can't honey dig us into thinking, well, maybe she, and then she sees, you know, the, the force vision of herself with the fucking double bladed lightsaber. <laughs> and she's all sit down. Like we've already seen this. They did this. in, in when they did it in empire strikes back, that was, that was the thing. Like shit, maybe Luke's going to fail and he's going to end up going with Vader. When we get to Return of the Jedi, he's 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 a. We know that he's a good guy. He's going to save his father, or he's going to die trying. There's no there's no need for honey dicking, and they kept doing that in their third fucking film. And again, like we see, you know, force lighting so was was pushed as a Sith power because it was so aggressive, right? Like mm-hmm. you see, when they use it, you know, Yoda said it, it's supposed to be for for defense, never for offense. And for her to use it in the third film, it's like, yo, is she fucking training or not? Like what? And then and then and then the cheap out, Kyla. Oh, I made you do. It. I I, just, I knew I could push you, bitch. You you pushed her in the last film. It didn't work. We know you can't fucking push her. She didn't whoop your ass twice now. You think the fucking yeah. third time I'm gonna pay money to see this shit happen fucking again? And obviously, you know, I ended up going and see it. I had to do it because it's my goddamn job, and I understand that. But holy shit, it's like you can't keep hitting the same notes on the keyboard and expecting a different fucking tune. And it's it was so like wow, these JJ is a fucking crazy person. This dude was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do it, and I'm gonna get paid and go home. And bang my semi-attractive wife, and it's like, all right, dude, fucking go do that. All right, fuck, fuck us, right? <laughs> fuck the fans, right? Dion, it's like being down in an O3 hole in playoffs and telling the other team before game four, "Hey, I knew I could push you." It's like dude, you, yeah. you're getting your ass just handed to you. There ain't no, you're getting pushed. 
exactly. Oh my God. Like I am down three games in the playoffs. I'm whooping your ass. You're down three games. <laughs> you ain't pushing me. I, you 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 can't push nothing. I'm pushing my foot in your ass. You you're down three games. Shut up. Know your fucking role. You know, and it's in. Oh my god, it's, it's just Wait, it's exactly on. like that. One thing, one thing, w- one scene I will never goddamn forget is the Goonie scene of the goddamn knife she has. Never oh fucking forgetting that. It's no. just like <laughs> like that whole scene didn't make sense at all, dude. Well, listen to the, the entire theater. That whole theater just being like, "What?" Like that. That was that was almost worth it when they had this dagger and like you just can feel the room just be like, "What the fuck is a da- a dagger?" So they they knew that the second Death Star was gonna crash in that same yeah. spot. Oh, it has a it has a little eyeball aim thing in the hilt. Oh, okay, yeah. I wonder who made that because whoever made that's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Palpatine like, had a vision of the future. He's like, fuck, this thing's going to get nuked. Okay, well, I better bake this dagger and it'll look exactly like it's going to look when it crashes back down to the planet so they can find me. <laughs> right, right, because that was the goal, because I want her to find us. <laughs> yeah, in my football stadium of Sith that, you know, they're all spirits and shit. And... <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> Makes sense in that movie, not in the other one. <laughs> oh god, and that's a way better movie than goddamn <laughs> oh, really Skywalker. Down. Oh god. I mean, it would have been better if they got Richard Donner to do it, but goddamn, dude, it was he it's just, standards, bro. He, yeah, he, he couldn't he, he couldn't even save that trilogy. Yeah, dude, it, it, it's, <laughs> it is so clear. The, the fucking the 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 let the the rise of skywalker was a fucking frankenstein of movies like clearly <laughs> he was trying to bring up the goonies like that was on purpose like he's oh, trying to bring purpose. up uh-huh. the goonies and the mummy and and the last and um the return of the jedi and fucking you know and king arthur and shit and it's just like this crazy cobbling together of film tropes and then for them to be like oh my god this is this is the end of the Skywalker saga. It's like you watched this. a little bit of Indiana Jones in the beginning there when they were trying to find uh, fucking uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, Lander? when they go on the planet. When, and they yeah, get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Go. Holy Dude. shit! With the fucking desert and stuff. That's yeah. totally Indiana Jones. Like motherfucker, yeah. just <laughs> make a Star Wars movie. Stop copying other Old shit. Cameron would dress like Nathan Drake. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it's dude. The, the mystery's been solved. JJ didn't give us member berries. JJ is the member berries. Holy oh shit. my god! Yep. <laughs> Wait, you mean member berries or dingleberry? Both. Because he's shit. <laughs> dingleberry flavored member berries. Oh, okay. <laughs> the most popular ones that I'll never buy. Oh god! <laughs> we all got duped once in 2015. Uh-uh. No way. <laughs> Dude, I've been watching a shitload of wrestling. We're gonna talk about wrestling at the end of the show tonight, so be prepared, okay. folks. If you're waiting for that, it'll pop up at the end. Pagan God X, swinging caught all you guys that know a thing or two about wrestling, as well as AJ Journeyman. I believe he's a fan. I could be wrong. I apologize if I made you a wrestling fan. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the psychological torture. Let's just move away from this film. You guys ready to talk about something else? Because Dion, you had this really amazing sports analogy. I'm like, boom, right there. Court, boom, Space Jam. And then we got on a really good tangent about Ray. So anytime we can shit on Ray Skywalker, we'll stop the show. Please let us stop the show, folks. We'd love to. So let me share what we're going to talk about next. Now, we're in that prime age group where they're starting to cater to us. 
for the last, let's say, 20-ish years, you had Transformers, He-Man, G.I. Joe get this nostalgia trip re-release. We're talking 20th anniversary toys, movies, comic re-releases, all of the stuff. And now it's for us. We're the prime age group. We're the old guys, aka in our 30s with a disposable income. And now they're coming to us to uh, sell us the, that low-hanging fruit. And today we got our first look at another one of those pieces of uh, interesting nostalgia. And I stopped myself from calling it shit outright. But Space Jam 2. Dion, you oh, love Space Jam so much oh, that you bought God. me a copy. And you yes. kept my copy. Yes. Now. <laughs> Jeez. Both are true. Yes. Uh it's no, there's no comparison between Michael Jordan and LeBron James. That's This is not a sports podcast, but we can have the debate if you'd really like to ask Kendo or Dion. But I don't think this is going to have that same appeal. Michael Jordan had a much bigger presence for much longer. Well, I can't even say a much longer time, just a bigger presence overall. And that's why this movie, to me, feels like a lesser version of the first. It's like we had the greatest basketball player of all time, and now we have the second greatest basketball player of all time. <laughs> so this movie's just kind of like a second-rate movie right out the get-go. It's, a, it's weird. It's really weird because as a sports fan, like, yeah, like LeBron James is the fucking man. Like he, he is the best motherfucking basketball player on the planet right now. And that's totally fine. Uh, but this weird need to like, be like, yo, you know how, you know how not like Michael Jordan LeBron is when he does the same fucking movie. And it's like, no, like no one is, is asking, like, I love space jam. I'm not going to like automatically associate, you know, my nostalgia with this film. Like just because it just happens to be another basketball player, you know, I, I just it's just such a weird move to assume it's gonna be super, super fucking successful. You know, because you know, again, as 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 big of a star as LeBron James is basketball's a different not a completely different sport, but the, the league looks different, and it's not like he is the, the the fucking the the this huge crossover star that Jordan was like he's he's a big star he has similar uh, successes but he's not like Jordan was a goddamn cultural phenomenon yeah and yeah. and LeBron is not that so to, just to assume that we're gonna go see this movie and that everyone's gonna get excited with the fucking clip I mean I'll probably still go see it'll be a fun little a little thing to waste some goddamn time on, but this idea that it's going to be as successful as space jam or as memorable as space jam is just like that. Jordan was lightning in the bottle and you can't just make it happen because you want it to. And it's just, it's funny. It's a very weird thing to witness happening right now. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird because I, I legitimately thought this, the, the, this was a joke. I didn't know this was actually going to happen. It actually made it and all in all. Honestly. I was like, Oh, he's talking about it, but they might do it. And then seeing these pictures right now, I'm just like, Oh my God, they fucking did it. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, one thing I'd like to say, to me, Space Jam 2 would be like if they made another Roger Rabbit film. Right. The, the effect of animation and live action was groundbreaking with Roger Rabbit, perfected by Space Jam. I know people don't like to hear, oh, did they do it better than that film? I'd say so. No, no disrespect to Roger Rabbit, much like no disrespect to any old film that had groundbreaking effects, but time, you know, shows the seams. Roger Rabbit's available in 4K. I've seen it in 4K. The seams show. Space Jam that I've seen in regular HD still has a lot less. Now, I know there's a little bit of computer, this, that, and the other, but it's still hand animation, integrated, live action, all that cool stuff. And yeah, I think that is like what this film would be today. It's kind of like, cool, but we've seen this. Yeah, you'll update it a little bit, but at the end of the day, it's 
the Looney Tunes play a game of basketball to fight some reason. You know, it was cool when the Monstars were invading and they needed the best, and then they got Bill Murray. Great movie. <laughs> but fuck. Bill Murray was one of the best parts of that movie. He would randomly show up and play a little bit. Like, now I gotta go back. <laughs> it was great. You know, him trying to get a tryout with a team in the beginning of the film, and then for him to be able to do it later against the Monstars and him be like, oh, I'm retired, was is such a funny fucking premise. Like, that's, that's a legitimate comedy setup and delivery joke throughout the course of the whole fucking movie. Right. And, and it works so well, you know, but this idea, like you didn't, you didn't do this with Shaq or Kobe. Like you didn't, you, we, we, you know, Shaq tried to do the same thing, you know, and, and he, you know, he's, he's had, you know, a moniker of success. I mean, he's, he's Shaquille O'Neal, whatever, you know, he even won though a wrestling he's, match he's, last night, he, he won a wrestling match, you know, he, <laughs> he was teased to fight the big show a couple of years ago. You know, he might be a little bit of an idiot, you know, whatever, but, but, <laughs> You you didn't you couldn't pull it off with Shaq and Kobe because they were the two best players for their period of time and they were the biggest guys on the fucking planet and then LeBron shows up in 03 and everything kind of changes changing in the guard happens and I understand all that but if this isn't that like LeBron is not going to just pull this huge successful member berry out of his ass and all of us 30 year olds are going to love it just as much it's just, it's just a weird it's like yeah it's like Ghost World of 2016 this weird attempt to be like, you love this thing, you will love this thing. And it's like, no, I'm not. Like, stop trying to tell me what I love and what is new. Like, it's, it's just so weird. It's fucking weird. Well, if anything, this is just going to cause a huge fucking fight between parents and their kids. When they take them to see this movie, and they're like, oh my God, that was awesome. LeBron's the best. And it's like, listen here, kid, he's not. Michael <laughs> Jordan was the best. And I'm going to beat your ass for even saying that. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be a lot of whoop the asses in the parking lot. What's gonna happen? That's right. <laughs> well, well, even then, I think, I think even with those young kids, it's not gonna have the same effect Mm-mm. that that the special one. So even if you have a kid that's like, yeah, it was the best. I think the majority of kids who watch basketball aren't gonna be like, oh my god, that they're not gonna have the same reaction we did, you know? Because Michael Jordan was a phenomenon. I mean, it was you know there was literally a the commercial. He was a fucking hero, and and, I'm, and and yeah, I'm sure LeBron is a hero for a lot of people. I'm oh, yeah. I'm a big Le- I'm a huge LeBron fan too. But you know, but there literally was a commercial of just Michael. It's just a Nike commercial of him just looking at the camera and winking, and that was fucking crazy. Like it was yeah. as a kid, I was like, oh my god, that was the coolest fucking thing ever. LeBron does not have that drawing power. He just fucking doesn't. And it was cool because LeBron or uh, uh, Jordan came up in the era of basketball where there were so many other characters. Now you had fucking Charles Barkley was still playing. Patrick Ewing was these other characters Our who own. had their own personality. These days, you know, the, the NBA isn't like that. I mean, everyone's a fucking character. Everyone's unique. So now everyone's not unique because everyone is kind of, kind of thing. So it's, it's not the same fucking thing. And it's just not, you're not going to have kids in 2021 or 2022 whenever this fucking comes out having the same reaction to LeBron that we had to George. It's just fucking different. Yeah. You know, I don't need to harp uh, beat a dead horse, if you will, but it's going to be interesting to see how this one holds up. Uh, we have free service or free connection to HBO max. So I'm going to watch it. Uh, yep. I can review it. I think we're going to oh start. <laughs> I think we're going to what? I just, I just heard the name of this. It's not even called space jam. Too. It's called space jam, a new legacy. How much do you have to oh, masturbate God. to yourself to call it fucking that? Right. Uh, all day, every day. Yeah, make... God yep. damn, no really? Space Jam, a new look. Really, When's LeBron? it coming out? Uh, Soon. <laughs> okay, I, got HBO, man. I want to say it's this summer, right? 
Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Space Jam Legacy is scheduled to release theatrically and on HBO Max in the United States July 16th, 2021. Cool. Yeah, I'll watch it. It's, it's just so funny. Yeah, when they, I'll watch when it on HBO Max. I'm not, not going to pay for this shit. Hell no. Do you guys want to do a stream of the first one just for the Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. folks, like we, we uh, told everyone drunk streams are going to come back. We said Mortal Kombat will be the first one of the year. Then requests. Uh, I think Ninja Lawyer Steve had asked for a couple and stuff like that. So all we're going to do is just tell you guys, let us get to Mortal Kombat. Once the season, in quotation, starts, uh, crack a cold one with us yeah. because we're going to be watching a lot of fun shit on weekends, hopefully, drinking, yeah, partying. Yeah, ho- hopefully whenever we get together, we can do uh, one or two as well live and just kind of you know have fun with it. <laughs> we will. We'll, Nick, you'll do. We'll get the world's worst live cam set up. What we'll do is have, <laughs> we'll, we'll have a room set up for us, and we'll each have a, a webcam pointed at us, you know, shoulders up while we're watching the movie, and we'll have one audio channel so everyone can watch us all on screen watching the same movie. It'll be the weirdest. Well, technically, 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 we could probably do it on Twitch because Twitch, you know, with Amazon, we can use Amazon Prime and get a movie off of that and just watch things. There'll be a then small we'll camera of us. A small camera of us in the corner just getting drunk and eating and falling asleep and watching oh, a movie. Dude, I will. Well, and other things will pass out on air. That'd be fun. <laughs> so, yeah, folks, uh, just let us know what you'd like from us when the season starts. Uh, also, folks, uh, check out the comment. Link is in the chat right now. Joseph Bianowitz, by the way, I saw your message about the P.O. Box information. Uh, you said about driving. Uh, I will send you that information if you happen to be looking at your screen, I'm going to let this run right now, uh, but I, I will send it to you over on Patreon. Thank you, dude. So outside of Space Jam 2, uh, another sequel's out, I think, tomorrow, and I'm really excited for this one. Coming to America, too, guys. Yes. Yeah, I was I was wor- I was really worried about that when I heard it. I was like, because I, I heard Kevin Hart was attached to it, and it was going to just be him, and it's going to be like a soft remake or some shit like that, and... I was just like, no, fuck that. And then I saw the, so I, I was forced to watch the trailer because everybody sent it to me. And I was like, okay, this looks uh, interesting. Yo, it's it's live right now. I got to turn this off because I accidentally clicked on it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> There's a soul glow ad in the first fucking image that shows up. I'm oh, sold. Oh, damn ready. it. Okay. okay. All right. That's, mm, mm. I, might, I might watch it afterwards. I might watch it afterwards. I got to, when we talk about WandaVision towards the end of the show, I'll, because I got to watch WandaVision and Servant. And uh, we have a couple things to take care of because I got a Good Morning Pop Culture. By the way, folks, hit that thumbs up button. We've been having Good Morning Pop Cultures, high councils. I've been showing up on all kinds of streams. I'm going to be on all sorts of streams. Uh, Just hit that thumbs up button. That's how you get those bonus shows. And again, even if you guys don't like it, somebody else in the community does. So uh, do a fellow WCBS fan a a solid. Hit that thumbs up button for them. Now, let me just share this on screen real quick. We'll have an image to talk about it. But the reviews for Coming to America were out. And I thought, let's learn about them together. Maybe we'll get excited. Maybe we'll become disappointed. But it's a 32-year-old. God, it's my age. Coming to America came out the year I was born, 1988. So it's a 32 going on 33-year-old film. Uh, It's safe to say we all love this movie on the channel, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, High marks around the board or across the board? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's an Eddie Murphy classic. It really is. It was, it was during, you know, during his heyday. Mm. Dude, I would argue very few actors had a better heyday than Eddie Murphy. Right. Mm. Oh, dude. Hit after fucking hit. Oh, yeah. Old so, Child was just a swing in the dark, and it was super successful. <laughs> that, no, that's true. Fucking that's very it. true. 
Now, so far and over on IGN, it's getting an okay score of six out of ten with reviews saying Coming to America retreads a lot of familiar material, relying on the charm of its cast and pure nostalgia to save it. That sounds exciting to me because it's exactly what I wanted out of Coming to America too. I don't right. need a deep story about what it means to be African versus African-American. Save that shit for Black Panther. You want some preachy bullshit? Cool. You go to Wakanda. If you want comedians, you go to Zamunda. That's what this movie is. That's what I'm ready for. I fucking love Eddie Murphy. He's one of my favorite actors. Probably oh, second God. favorite. I would have, I would have, I, I, I would have loved a, a little, a little call back to uh, Zamunda and Black Panther too, but I don't think we're going to get that. But you know, that would have, that would have been kind of funny if they did that for a second. <laughs> Uh, it seems like people are pretty excited about this one. Uh, David Moore says, I was in college in 1988. Oh, uh, my God. God damn. Awesome. You old motherfucker. Well, to our favorite celebrity who we gave a heart attack to because we made a video about him one time. Uh, he, was, he graduated from high school in 1988. I just remember watching his clerk's documentary. Well, 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 he's, well he's, he's crying a lot now. I think he's going through menopause. Yeah. <laughs> Men Go do through that the change. <laughs> So let's talk about the topic of tonight. One of the first topics of tonight. I'm not going to pull up a picture of her because nobody wants to look at Kathleen Kennedy's face, but we'll just pull up a Disney image or something like that to give people an idea of tonight's topic. Now we cover Gina Carano every week since uh, she's been fired. We really don't have any news on that. She's made, she's making her film with Ben Shapiro and that's really all she wrote. Now we're in this, the, the part of the story, the aftermath of her firing, what people can, cannot say, will, will not say. And we get this little peek at who knows what not to say. And, you know, Bill Burr has come out. I think he spoke on it, what, a few weeks ago on his own podcast, and he really didn't have anything to say. And then he was on another podcast this week, or excuse me, last week, the Bill and Burt podcast. And again, they had nice things to say about Gina Carano, but didn't really couldn't really say a lot. And so people are angry at them, uh, you know, don't want him back on the show, all these other things. Like this whole situation is just getting <laughs> uglier and uglier. I say cancel the goddamn show. Wait, wait, wait. So, 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 so because he couldn't say much, they want to cancel him. That's how they operate, dude. Like if you, if you don't, no matter whether, if you think it's right or wrong, Oh my God. If you don't, if we don't all unanimously agree on something, and if you don't talk about this thing, because, you know, you have to talk about it because I say you have to talk about it. You're just as fucking bad. And it's just it's just stupid. Like, it's just it's just incredibly stupid. Yes, it is. It's there's an image for everybody since we're talking about this. I listened to Bill Burr talk about it. I listened. I read transcripts. And, you know, we've always had we've always loved Bill Burr. Still do. Haven't changed a single thing about that. But I took his comments or lack thereof is telling to where the real power lies, to where you have to draw that line. It doesn't excuse anything. It doesn't make it uh, up for anything that anyone's ever done across the board. But all it does is let us know, the audience know exactly there's something bigger than the people that we know and we look up to. There's always their bosses and those people's bosses. I'm just using a very basic blanket term. And so a guy like Bill Burr that goes on SNL and calls out cancel culture and Karen's and this and that. And he said, even something about BLM, like all across the board, dude doesn't pull punches. And then it's like, yeah, this is a messed up situation. Blah, fucked up. Blah. That's it. And that's all I can say. And I, instead of getting mad at Bill Burr, I went, Oh shit. I wonder like what he has signed, what he has agreed to, <laughs> what he has tied to, what contracts are like, and, and, and you know, I get it, man. I, yeah. I, 
that's what I'm, you know, that's where my brain goes with this story. Yes, yeah, same here. Because yeah, like like you said, he doesn't pull punches. He does. He says his, he speaks his mind. He doesn't really care. Even on SNL, he did whatever. Um, and for him to, to to kind of like you know to talk about her being a good person, this that and the other, and giving her a positive outlook on what she on who she was, you know, while she was working with her, was great. But for him to just kind of be very, you know, vague about that stuff, it's it, it's scary. I, I think I think he's scared from what from uh, from saying too much because you know he doesn't he doesn't want to get blackballed or whatever uh from hollywood or you know what, what whatever's going on or not be able to do other movies other shows other projects and stuff so i mean that could be it too well i, I think the, the 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 biggest part of this is people who are pissed at him for not saying something definitive right like th- those are the same people who haven't been like in a real fight right you know and some people just don't want to get into the fray and this is something that hey you know it's 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 just it, it everyone's still raw, you know, and obviously, you know, Disney's gonna have to deal with the fact of making the wrong fucking decision, right? And and you know, if for him to not talk about it, he just doesn't want to fucking talk about it, you know. And then too, for him to say she's still a good person, like listen, like sometimes when you like people or when someone's your friends, you know, people, you know, you people say shit, and whether you agree or not, you know, you don't always have to fucking, you know, like him going on SNL, you know, and 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 you know, and saying what he said, especially about. You know, you know, all the people who are ready to fight about stuff and, you know, that that, you know, you know, he's on SNL, you know, that's his thing. And it's something that still is, 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 you know, he's well equipped to talk about it. You know, this shit, I don't blame him. Like, yo, he's like, hey, if he doesn't, if he doesn't want to say anything about like, okay, well, that's that. I don't blame him for not wanting to jump in front of that fucking bullet, you know, especially with with everything fucking going on. You know, he doesn't want to talk about that's. That's that's fine. He said she's a good person. I'm okay with that. I don't I don't blame him for not wanting to jump in the fucking firefight on this one. Now hold on. Uh, I am cool with all kinds of jokes in the chat, but Captain Marvel is fantastic. Darth Tiki, uh uh-uh. right. <laughs> That's only four words. You got to have one yeah, more word. Start a fight. That's got to start a fight because that's just being a dick right now, Darth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yep. laughs> I got I got I, I, I got two words for you. Pandemic wait. <laughs> oh damn yeah damn, there you go uh, you know five fire, words dude Dion green <laughs> loves dark fate five words that's what you gotta do <laughs> and then i gotta do one more thing just to really rub it in and that's it it's complete now Dion. <laughs> how did i get roped into that one motherfucker <laughs> i mean i could always she could help. Five, anyway. five words that you know just come so naturally. Yeah, do you believe in fate? <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest joke in history. Dark fate forever, Dion. Oh, come yeah. on. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, the butterfly no. knife scene rocks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and we can all agree <laughs> now one thing we can all agree no matter uh, what side of the aisle you fall on in terms of politics, this, that, and the other in the community we can all agree that Kathleen Kennedy sucks at her job, a big old fat one this woman is the shittiest president in the history of any entertainment company, list me another entertainment company that has shit the bed so goddamn hard in the re- in record time 
This is the mm-hmm. house that George Lucas built, and now we want this fucking thing demolished. Well, uh, well, uh, uh, apparently, away. apparently, she she saw his saw his his name on that on on that fucking house, and just started covering the gasoline and having it, you know, just burning it down slowly. Yep. It's like, yep. and then and then while she's burning it down, everyone's like, "Yeah, you're doing a great job. It's awesome. It's you know, it's burning nicely. It's burning evenly. It's good. That's real good." You know, yeah, it's, tell me another one. <laughs> oh man, it's no. it, 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 it it's it's probably the most infuriating thing to see because it's just kind of like this it, it's it's the weirdest thing because you see it burning you know what's happening you know they're losing money you know they're trying to keep keep this franchise alive by flinging out everything they can to every platform they have and nobody wants it they had mandalorian and now they're fucking it up because you know it wasn't hers and she's you know mad about it but the fact that they that there's i mean especially during now they're losing you know the most money they ever have been during the pandemic it's just like how are you not seeing this how is this not a thing how are you not um putting two and two together and like just firing her i i, I know i know it might look bad for optics but optics will change like in two weeks people will be on some other shit that they want to protest about and you'll be back to being fucking disney like i don't see how this is a bad thing yeah her legacy is going to be that of a dark mark it's it's really funny too how the narrative of strong female women you're not female women, duh, because women are female, duh, but strong women, strong independent women, whatever you want to say, the phrase that they want to put in movies and this and that. And then you get a lady like this who hides behind that because what it does is you get a lady who's a strong independent woman who does her own thing, gets shit on by, you know, the narrative of the strong independent woman. It's like it's a cell, it's like dog eat dog, if you understand. Follow me for a moment. What I mean is Kathleen Kennedy is a slave to that strong female narrative the the empowered woman in hollywood narrative because she's got to toe the line and do this and not take shit but then the same strong you know woman that speaks her mind and does that get shit on so it's kind of like you do your own dirty so you're kind of it's self-defeating does that make sense to you guys am i making it does i think another way of putting it is again you 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 didn't slow down the avalanche of that narrative when you should have, and now you have to die on that sword. So now, and what I mean by that is she cannot admit that she was wrong. So now going forward, especially when, you know, the force is female and, and, that, and all that same stuff that you just mentioned, you know, she to, to admit that, Hey, this isn't selling tickets would be a very hard conversation to have. And as, as strong willed and as, you know, we're going to do the right thing. Da, 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 da. You don't want to have that conversation because that's going against the whole doing, doing the forces female thing at all costs, but it ain't selling. So what do you say then? You can't, you can't easily explain, well, we, we did what we thought was popular and we're not making a bunch of money and you can't admit that it was wrong. And she's got, you know, she's going to have to, she's going to have to deal with that. Lucasfilm is going to have to fucking deal with that. You know, and we'll see how long, um, how long the plank ends up being. But when you, when again, again, you know, she has not been in a, in a in a real fight before, right? You know, she hasn't. She was never the one on the sides of the street marching for stuff, right? So it was very easy to put on a T-shirt that said, "All you know, the force is female." Fuck what everybody thinks, right? Ray, motherfucking Star Wars, let's do it, baby. You know that. But when it, but when that automatically isn't successful, what do you do? Because you, you called your shot and you fucking missed. Yeah. So and that's, that's you know, she's gonna have to fucking deal with that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Now, I wanted to show everyone out there that the Gina Carano story isn't dead. It's not over, and people are not forgetting. Every video, everything associated with Kathleen Kennedy or the Star Wars brand, if you go down to the comment section, people are voicing their displeasure. So, excuse me, the newest Star Wars video uh, has been released uh, two days ago. It has almost 95,000 views, 2.4 thousand thumbs up, 18,000 thumbs down. <laughs> Everything <laughs> is getting ratioed into the ground. This is hurting Star Wars. And people go, oh, it's not really hurting it. It's only a thumbs up, thumbs down ratio. It's still an embarrassment. It still goes to show you where everyone's priorities are. And the comment section isn't trolling. It's Gina Carano's quotes. Hashtag fire Kathleen Kennedy. Ah, it's showing up everywhere. This is the situation she made for herself. She uh -huh. made this bed uh -huh. right next to Amber Heard, turds and all. Cool. And now she's yeah. got a line. <laughs> every goddamn thing a shitty is bed, yeah. a reminder. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so that's a shitty bed. It's the worst bed. And and you know what? This isn't the first video. This is the third video this week that's happened to on the Star Wars channel. That's 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 beyond hilarious. That people are just still hammering it. And and like I, I love the fact that they're not even turning off comments now, nor are they like turning off uh, the the uh, the up and down vote like numbers. Like they're just saying like, fuck it, whatever. It's fine. Uh, it's just a bunch of Russian bots and vocal minority. It's okay. Of course, <laughs> yes. And, and that's the other thing. You can't. You you're not gonna straight up be like, oh, they're all. <laughs> They're all sexist, right? You, but they're the 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 refusal to find some kind of middle ground, right? The they thought they had the fucking high ground. Lo and behold, they're fucking Anakin at the bottom of the goddamn hill, you know. And again, you're there because you put yourself there, you know. We've you know over and over again, like you can't you can't be rich and be the martyr at the same time. No, mm. and no. and and they wanted that. So bad because the flavor of the month was being vocal and and making T-shirts that say all this bullshit, and then you forgot to make a good film. Not all the people in those fucking comments are racist, sexist assholes who want fucking slavery to come back or some shit. You know, so you refuse <laughs> to try and find a fucking middle ground. So this is what happens. Now you're in an actual fight, and you have no fucking idea how to duck. And you know, and again, they they you know she did. Th this is what they wanted, but you know, you got into a fight you weren't prepared to lose. Yeah, I was I was watching some video on I think it was like a, what is it the Wall Street Journal video about uh, Disney Plus, and it was just saying like how they're doubling down on Disney Plus and not really worrying about the parks and stuff right now too much. They want to really focus on original content and their shows and their platform and you know the the VOD platform and things like that and stuff. So that's that's where it's going. And they're even they're even considering not doing theaters anymore. They just want to do Disney Plus from now on or something like. It was weird. I mean, yeah. I mean that that that's all. I think a valid uh, a valid concern. I mean, who knows where we're gonna be in terms of movie releases in twenty twenty five years? You know, I, I understand that too. But you know, you it, it, this you know, and and Sony went with this with Ghostbusters. This desire. To motherfucking to have your cake and eat it too. Like we're gonna and and you know and and my sister, my lady and I were having this conversation too. It's like everybody wants to be right, no one wants to do right. Yeah. And it's so apparent in how Disney handles things. Like when you should zig, you fucking zag. You know, and and it's and it's just this constant 
painting yourself into a corner. And then when you have nowhere to go, you know, oh shit, how do we get here? You know, so now you can't put a video out with it getting ratioed into the fucking ground. But again, you acted like you wanted this fight. You know, mm -hmm. and it's just this this inability to 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 work with your fan base. You know, mother, you know, Indiana Jones put out a terrible goddamn sequel in the fourth one, but they don't shit on the first three. No. It's just a bad movie. You know, yeah. fucking, you know, the Aliens franchise is dealing with this same shit. Obviously, they didn't go as hard in the pain as Kathleen thought she was able. You know, she thought she had fucking Patrick Ewan. Turns out she had fucking Greg Odom's gingered skull having ass. Oh, but, but, dick pics you know, and all. <laughs> you know, but, but it's just, you know, Aliens dealing with the same shit. Like this, this wanting to get away from what made the franchise so good and then this is what you want trust me you want it and then when you're wrong you can't say hey i'm wrong yet double down triple down quadruple down cinco down you know <laughs> whatever the next step is you know and you keep failing like you know it's 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 you know it's like it's like being like Ken said being down three games and the dude who's beating on you is like yo are you getting tired of me whooping your ass you know they can't help themselves and she fucking loves the taste of that fucking shotgun barrel you know sometimes it's more than just about the topic it's about how you fucking handle it if you can't earn your fan base's respect they're not gonna come back even if they disagree with you if they respect you they'll at least come back and she they can't figure it out it's like a fucking jigsaw puzzle to them like, you know, you know, if, if if there were if there were some way to get all of the '90s Nickelodeon stuff on one platform or for another, everybody would switch to that platform immediately because everybody wants to watch. Yeah. You know, um, hey dude, and Clarissa, Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I think worse. Oh, um, uh, Ren and Stimpy, uh, uh, RL Monsters. Uh, what is it? Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure all that shit's coming to Paramount Plus. Oh, yeah. God. They're getting the road <laughs> making everything. Well, yeah. I mean, I, 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 hope, I hope they have all the Nickelodeon stuff, and not just like you know, like five five shows sprinkled in every month or some shit, because that'd piss me off. Like get get like Pete and Pete, like all three seasons. Get salute yeah, your shorts. Get shit like that. I mean, if you had that on there, like at least it, not even HD, just have it in SD. I don't give a fuck. Have mm. all the all the episodes at once. Yep, I'd switch. I would do it. Mm -hmm. I would buy, I would buy mm -hmm. into Paramount Plus right now if that was the case. <laughs> but we'll see. I will. So this story has an interesting, I don't know if I want to call this an ending to it, but an interesting place to leave Star Wars, Kathleen Kennedy, Gina Carano, and Disney. Now, it seems like Disney is invincible at times. It seems like Disney has the golden touch 100 out of 100 times. But in reality, uh, things aren't as great as they seem. Now, folks, I don't have any inside information on Disney. And no, they're not going out of business anytime soon. But if this company is as bulletproof as people would like to act like they are, then uh, why are they shuttering stores all of a sudden and mm -hmm. changing business plans? Now, I went to the Disney store recently. I filmed that for our channel, and I noticed that Star Wars was pretty much absent. It was all Mandalorian, and that's it. And you go, oh, Jeff, that's all part of Star Wars. Not anymore. Star Wars has rebranded itself. There's the old Star Wars shit, and there's just the Mandalorian brand, and that's what Disney has been running with. And so, you know, they're going to shutter these stores. That merchandise is going to be clearanced. It's going to kind of rot away, and it's going to be another missed opportunity from Disney. So I'm going to read you guys the story, and uh, we'll, we'll leave Disney and Star Wars here. So two days after Disney CEO Bob Chapek touted his optimism about 
the company's future. The Walt Disney Company announced they are shutting down at least 60 Disney stores throughout North America. CEO Bob Chapek appeared to the Morgan Stanley Technology Media and Telecommunications Conference where he participated in a question and answer session. In the session, Chapek was asked, when you step back and sort out or sorry, when you step back and sort out to think about where the company is today compared to when you took over a year ago, what would you size it up for us as? Where would you look at from here? When you look from here, he says, well, overall, I think to say, despite the significant challenges that have been laid out in our path over the last year, we feel as optimistic now as ever about the future of the course of the company. We had three priorities when it was apparent that COVID was going to do what our company, what it was going to do to our company on our outlook. And the first one was to stabilize the company and our CFO, Christine McCarthy. And the rest is boring business shit. So if you guys want this, you guys can find the link. Uh, this is a Bounty in the Comics article. But yeah, this isn't uh, the happiest place on earth right now. Nobody's going to shutter 60 no, stories. Jeff, 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 Jeff yes. it never has been. It never has, never been. has been. No. <laughs> you talk a lie long enough, people start to believe it. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and hey, you know, the bootlickers are never going to admit if Star Wars was as big of a fucking hit as you think it is, they wouldn't be shutting down stores to go to e-commerce. And even if they were, there'd be a they, they'd be able to say, hey, we're making a profit, da, 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 but we're still shutting down stores because we want to move towards e-commerce. That's the future. They have a much more, you know, uh, explanative fucking uh, response to moving to fucking to, to online stores, you know, if, but if motherfucking Ray were as huge as you thought she was, they'd be having immense problems keeping that shit in their stores, let alone keeping mm -hmm. Target and all the toy, uh, other toy um, uh, vendors stocked with their shit, but they're not. And you can't, that's not an opinion. That's, you know, that's a real fucking thing. We've talked to the fucking, People who 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 sell and 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 have to buy toys and, and try and resell them. We talked about them. At, talk to them at goddamn Star Wars Celebration, you know. And this new shit isn't selling. And Mandalorian no. ain't good enough to keep these stores open. No, uh, it, it never was going to be. Uh, it's weird. So for the I say for our lifetime, the classic Disney characters have never been. They've been around, but I don't know how they stuck around as long as they have because. I never knew kids that were into Mickey Mouse or Goofy or Donald Duck or any of those like Disney staples. I knew kids that liked Lion King and Aladdin and the newer stuff, but like those classic elements that just they keep pumping it out left and right. It's like, is Mickey Mouse even like a hot seller? I'd love to see an itemized report of where he lists on top in terms of their characters. I know he's their icon. He's the face of their company. He means a lot as a, you know, a symbol. But is he still relevant? I'd say Bugs Bunny still has more relevancy in pop culture than Mickey Mouse. I mean, yeah, Mickey he's Mouse got a new is a movie coming out. Yeah, <laughs> Mickey Mouse is a pejorative statement. <clears throat> yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually looked at the number of of Disney stores. I literally just googled Disney stores in the world. There are three hundred. I looked at Disney stores in the U.S. This, this it's a dual said there were two hundred. So out of two hundred sixty are sixty are going away. So that's a that's a pretty good chunk. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you know, like it was it, it was weird because I was just wondering how many. And thank you, Google, for giving me the answer. It's probably not accurate at all, but I'll take it. Yeah. Well, based on the knowledge that was given to Nick from Google, which we'll take for now. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, folks, we have over 920 people watching, but only 440 likes. Do us a favor and hit that thumbs up button. Now, uh, we're going to switch gears. We're going to see what you guys are in, in the chat, and then we're going to move on to our next topic, which is Black Superman. And this is a topic I've wanted to talk about 
for about a week since the news was broken last Friday, but it requires um, it requires a, a, an, um, a deep dive. So we're going to take that in a few moments. But before we do, uh, let's get everything lined up. So let's check out. Uh, let's see how the comic's doing right now. I think we can hit it. Uh, Dion, I think we can hit our next goal right now tonight on air. I do think we can. We got it in us, baby. Would you yeah, like yeah, to yeah hear... post that post that link, man? <laughs> I'm about to drop the link right now. Would you like to hear what our next goal is? Ooh. So by the end of the stream, AK, actually by the end of this spiel, it'd be funny to get to our next goal of 24k because we're at twenty three thousand nine hundred eighty four dollars. Can we ring sixteen more dollars, Dion? I well, I believe we can. <laughs> One more person. <laughs> so folks, Come on, check. It's been going up through the show. We're going to keep checking it throughout the, in the entire night. Thank you, everyone who has backed us, who's making it possible. Uh, Anna and I worked on this, and uh, it's just the beginning. It's only been, like, not even two full days. So it's been exciting, but thank you. Now, on to you guys. So in the chat, let us get to everyone that is currently listening to the show. So it'd be nice still if YouTube fixed everything, but we haven't been there yet. So our first Super Chat of the evening came from... Okay, there we go. Sorry about that. Dean Domino says, will you guys do watch parties of the new Terminator anime coming to Netflix written in, written by the writers of Dion's favorite movie, Dark Fate? Oh, oh God. Well, okay, okay. Also, also, Zack Snyder has a zombie, zombie movie that, that's coming out, too, as well. So, I mean, we go with torture with oh. that, too. I'm just saying, do you guys guys want torturing to... torturing Dion turn into just torturing ourselves? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, they're gonna have to pay for us to take shots. So, I mean, you know, that's how that, that's how I we're mean, gonna do it. All for having a good laugh at Dion's expense. But at what point does it become like, you know, just you know, masochism at that point? And you know, just <laughs> I'm, I've been asking that same motherfucking question, but nobody <laughs> care about when I ask it. You know, <laughs> laughing at Dion about dark face, one thing, putting myself through that shit just to try to laugh at Dion. I don't know if it's worth it. It's like trying to cut off his nose to spite my face. Like, it's not worth it. <laughs> We're not Kathleen Kennedy here. But I also I also love that, that Zack Snyder made a goddamn zombie movie when like nobody fucking wants them. Like yeah. they, they they died like four years ago. You know nobody what it has been longer ago than that. Yeah, Just because the Wanking has. Dead's still on doesn't mean it's still a relevant fucking topic of that's, genre. That, that's hundred percent true. Hundred percent true. Dude, Zack Snyder is either late to the party or so ahead of its time we haven't figured out what he's trying to do yet. Isn't that the shit kicker? If in 25 years we're like, God damn, Zack Snyder really had it right about Superman. Yeah, wouldn't that be a <laughs> well, hot, hot, no. that's the case. I don't think so. I don't. I would not so. wager on that one. I, I don't. No. I don't think I would bet on that one. No. It's that'd be like I'm willing to take. <laughs> that'd be like in, in that amount of time we were like, huh, Star Wars, Disney Star Wars ain't that bad. It's like, nope, it's still shit. No, we're gonna have to get something way worse to give us that prequel quality appreciation. Oh God! Um, watch, watch, watch! Twenty nineteen Black Christmas. You'll, you'll have that appreciation. Yeah, but it's it's not in the Star Wars universe. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Cesario Japan, thank you very much. He says, "Belated mentioning to Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru our hashtag National Toast Day last week Thursday." <laughs> also, me just had a crazy, insane live stream with Paramount Plus. I I'll look and see if anything new from Paramount Plus just popped up that we should be talking about. Maybe I don't know. We'll I'll look into it later. Uh, back to you guys, though. Uh, to our friend Joseph Bienowitz, who says, 
Welcome back, Dion's Revolution on your screen in the dark rides. Was it thrilling for you? Your voice changes when you do that, and then I think it's a different fucking person and shit. <laughs> and it makes me super uncomfortable. Oh, you'll never know where I am, Dion. Sign up for a Patreon as well because we will we will have Buffalo Jeff um reads, I don't know, the classics, I guess, on there on Patreon. How Buffalo Jeff God damn it. How about I read War and Peace? One word oh. at a time, Dion, as I cut you into little pieces to match the book. No. Get out of my headset, Orlando Jordan. See, that's different. I can laugh at that. No, it's not me watching Zack Snyder zombie movies. I'm okay with that torture. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We, we, we could do it back to back. We could do anime Terminator and uh, Zack Snyder zombie, and we'll see when um, Dion just backs out or passes out. That's all yeah, you got me wanting to back out. <laughs> I don't back out. I pass out, bitch. <laughs> okay, fine then. Fine then. I guess I can respect that. We'll but see. Okay, we'll, I got, we'll, I got we'll Orlando Jordan our... and TNA over here in my goddamn headset. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see if our, our friend will buy, will buy you all the drinks in the world just to just to get you drunk. I'm gonna need to with this fucking. Yeah, that'd be a special edition live stream where like the money goes to just Dion drinking. It's like now <laughs> that's Fuck. just for him. We're trying to get him out of here as fast as possible. <laughs> <laughs> we are terrible friends. So, uh, Zontar, Zontar, thank you very much. He says, "Pass my physical handling and sorry, pass my physical handing in my two week notice tomorrow. I'm going to trucking. I'm going to trucking school. I wanted to do this in September, but couldn't due to lockdowns." Well, Zontar, right, congratulations! Dude. Congratulations, congrats, man! That's awesome. This horn honk gesture is for you. Me, me. Remember when the Rock was making fun of Diesel? Yep. Meet me. Meet me. Cool diesel. Hey, yo. Zontar, though, congratulations. Be safe. You know, one of my oldest friends is a truck driver, so uh, he's been doing it for God over 10 years at this point. You know what? Pays for his family. He's got a nice life, a home, enjoys his Xbox. Uh, he's got Make a pretty good, good route. Yeah. So, Zontar, be safe out there. You know, one day maybe I'll even tell uh, some of the long haul truck stories that uh, I experienced as a kid. I got to travel through around most of the country between like 96 through like the year 2000. I saw almost every state through over the summer. So yeah, if you guys ever want to hear those stories, let me know. I'll read them as creepy Jeff. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Actually, actually, you know what? That would fucking work. That would entirely that would. goddamn work. Buffalo yeah. Jeff talks about traveling all over the U.S. and in, in a truck. Oh my God! Come on, uh -huh. that's Dude, that's like step aside bedtime stories. We got your ass beat. Yeah, man. Yeah. Jeff telling truck stop stories is that voice? No, yeah. we cannot do that. Would be would be preferred. <laughs> I don't like that shit. Guys, <laughs> stop killing my dreams. Okay? <laughs> we're, hey, man, we're, we're creating content over here, okay? Listen, with that voice, it sounds like you're killing a lot of other shit. Well, you know what? <laughs> I can't hide, kill... hide fucking hitchhikers. Dude, I can't kill the hype of a comic because we passed our our goal. So now let's refresh Ooh. this and oh, everyone can good. see that it did nice. jump up. We're now past that. I guess we should have a new goal. So uh, what? Can we get the 400 backers by the end of the show? Is that 17? That's possible. Ooh. I have Ooh. something I want to tell the top tier backers. I'll tell you this now. I've unearthed some um, old art prints, and I was trying to update the tiers. Oh, my God. Do you, have, do, you, do you have any of a reanimator? Do you have any of those? <laughs> oh, no. These are for stealing soul of the old campaign. I have that. Okay. I'm about to say. I was about to say. I was like, I'm about to say I was like, if you have a reanimator one, fucking save me one. I want it. Oh. 
dude, I'll get you. Look, you know what I'll do? I'll get my reanimator poster re uh, formatted and then printed for you. So oh, I'll thanks. get to that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, folks, I just wanted to let you know I couldn't alter the top tier to let you know I found these. So I'm going to throw these in the ultimate collector's tier as well as a little certificate of authenticity. So uh, yeah, uh, people are really into this stuff. And uh, like I said, I'm a collector. I dig it. And it's really fun to like build a collection of shit. So it's, it's cool. Uh, one day when we have real life WCVS action figures, we will be offering those. Dude, we'll be better than the, uh, excuse me, the AEW figures, and those look pretty goddamn good. Yeah. Ooh, well, okay. there's some pictures that get posted <laughs> online every now and then where it's kind of hard to tell who that's supposed to be in the package. They don't look like the picture. Hmm. I mean, we we could always have our have our friend um, Salvador make us uh, make us a bunch of action figures. He's already working on it, dude. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Now, our friend Doug Keller. Doug, thank you for everything. All the nice uh, support, all the messages over on Twitter, or not Twitter, excuse me, on Patreon as well. Uh, so, Doug, thank you. He says, they should do a Johnny Gobbs origin movie. Yep. <laughs> but, the ending, but the ending has to be just like Star Wars Rogue One or Halo Reach. He's got a, the movie's got to end with him getting ripped and taking a walk off a rooftop. Yeah, I mean, but, that's the only logical way to bring it to an end. Do you remember that listener Sills Will that loved that joke and then he came on the Batman stream? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Three years ago. Oh, yep. man. That guy was fun. Wasn't he uh, local to Ukendo or fairly close? I mean, local to the state of Missouri, yes. Uh, but that's, he was like all. real close. It's closer than I am or currently have ever lived to you. That, wait. Yeah, yeah. Because I was going to say he lived in northern Missouri, but yeah. Uh, Doug also says, Jeff, America is still waiting on the Terminegro. Uh, Doug, the Terminegro, <laughs> here's how this works. Uh, if you look at the campaign with the stretch goal, it says uh, a Stealing Solo sequel by the end of the year, a.k.a. I can get it all prepared and ready to you guys by Christmas. You can do the Phantom Menace tier and all that stuff, too. But Terminegro is a backup story. I have the way this is going to work moving forward is we'll have graphic novels, you know, bigger books to start out with. And uh, backup stories are always going to be fun. So there'll be Stealing Solo 2. It's written. It's ready. And then there's going to be Terminegro and then two other backup stories. So wait till the end of the year is what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, we're going to – a lot of the WCBS jokes will become little backup stories. And then those will be collected into volumes and stuff down the road. So just keep watching the show. We might even do a fucking comic on the origin of honey dicking. Or <laughs> we should write an epic of why Lape is anus. No, 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 no. What, 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 what we need, Jeff, is is a graphic novel of my black ass, so we can make it into yes. a movie. That's my what we black need. Ass. My black yeah. ass should be a. You know what? We'll do three backup stories: Terminator, my black ass, and then some other story that's about <laughs> Al Pacino or something. <laughs> we have an Al Pacino poster on our wall. That's why I said his war against donuts. Joseph Bianowitz, thank you. He says, Dion, we're all happy to have you again. I was going to say I missed you guys too, but that voice is making me rethink my life choices. <laughs> our, our friend Roger Haynes says, Woohoo, got a raise today. Here, have some money. Roger, yeah. thanks, buddy. But thanks for joining us each and every show, man. We see those thumbs up. We always appreciate everything from you, dude. Joseph Bianowitz says, Dion, we missed you. There was a hole in my soul last week. Oh, I miss you guys too. I'm glad to be back. I miss almost every voice on this podcast. <laughs> Actually, mine. <laughs> Regular voice, yes. Buffalo I don't know Jeff. 
Snatched up hitchhikers, not so much. <laughs> not just hitchhikers, Dion. Everybody's my ah. victim. <laughs> the world is my hunting ground. Yeah. Easy. Uh, Jeff, 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 you need you, you need a Buffalo Jeff costume for uh, uh, Horror Hound Cincinnati. Yeah. Dude, I'll, Buffalo Jeff, should I have like big rimmed glasses like the Zodiac kill? I should just dress up as Ted Cruz. That's it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Instead of going to Horror Hound, I'm gonna go to Cancun and be like, "Fuck you, guy." Oh wow. my god. Well, try to try try to try to mix in all the greats, you know, Ted Bundy, yeah. Al Bundy, you know, who, who, whoever you can. Yeah, just and then we'll just uh, reformat the "Goodbye Horses" song to "By Dion." It'll be really perfect. Mm. Yeah, we'll have we'll have we'll, we'll have Skrillex do the remix, and it'll be brand new. It'll be fine. What is yeah. that motherfucker up to these days? I don't know, man. Not I think well. he's dead. Damn it! I hope not. We kind of need his help. <laughs> Skrillex does party boob. <laughs> we'll sell less copies. Oh God! <laughs> now, Infinite Wanderer has says I showed up a little late. Did you share my word game yet? I shared it with the guys. We can share it with the audience because Infinite Wonder, I actually took initiative and I have three of the acronyms. So folks, I had shared this with all of us in the WCBS chat. Uh, we have a word game. Take an acronym, FBI, SJW, ATST, etc., and turn it into a food like the BLT with ingredients, please. Mm. Okay, I got one. Hmm. So for SJW, you got a saucy, juicy wiener. <laughs> saucy, juicy wiener. Now, <laughs> I I got a one that's really great, but I kind of cheated. But it's NASA. Nachos and salsa, amigo. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And then I have I have two more. I have the NBC, which is non-bread coaches. And then finally, uh, the, the YOLO, which is yams, oregano, lemongrass, and oil. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh God. Very, very, very simple and Rachel Ray of you. Yes. Well. EVO, bro. EVO, well, bro. There you go. I had NFL for nachos with fat and lamb. <laughs> so like a Mediterranean take. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I guess I didn't really use real ingredients because with I had NBA not banging albinos, but I think my. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't don't excuse yourself. That's perfect. You win. Okay. Dude, I mean, there, there, there's always there's always the the the, the old, old oldie but a goodie FBI female body inspector. There's oh, always yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always good. Hey, yeah. Always hey, a good Dion. One. Yo. When we go to WrestleMania from now on, I'm gonna introduce you. I'm gonna introduce me as me. I'm gonna say this is my buddy Dion. He's an NBA player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in the NBA. That's right. Yeah. Right. What teams he play for? Oh well, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Why don't you he's from Michigan. Him? He's from yeah, Michigan. Michigan. Don't worry. Does That's Michigan right. ever? Th- yeah, duh. The best. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah he he played he played last season, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. Come on, I was the I was the MVP of, of my team. You know. Uh, Project Cambrian has a great one. Wank, wasabi, anchovies, nachos, and ketchup. Oh, you had me until ketchup. Yeah. So, ugh. anyway, moving on. Uh, you can play Infinite Wanderers game uh, with us tonight, folks, as well, as starting the fights. So, Lonnie Holcomb, thank you very much, Lonnie. He says, giant testicle. Wow, I cannot unsee that. Good. <laughs> Make sure you back the comic and you can get your very own Cecil the Hutt trading card. So if, you, if you've yeah. ever wanted a trading card of a giant testicle, this is the project for you. Yeah, look at it every day. <laughs> yes. I should just do it. You know what? I'm going to add a new stretch goal. I should do like a Cecil the Hutt poster for everybody, like a little print. 
There you go. <laughs> Maybe. If there's enough demand, if we reach our goal tonight, I could do that. I could do that. So, uh, Joseph Yanowitz again says, so Cecil was one big ball, you're telling me. Yep. When mm-hmm. I met him, that's what it was. Dion was there. We were up at that that's nightclub, right. that bar in New oh York City. Mm-hmm. I'm bouncing out. Hello. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Primer says, cheese nips are Cheez-Its, but better. Ooh, that's cheese a fight. nips are good. That's a that's a that's a that's a that's yeah. a good one worth fighting for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's actually a debate that's there. Because cheese nips tend to be cheesier, whereas cheese its tend to be a little bit more uh, baked and uh, crunchier. Right, more chippier. Yeah, more chippier. Yep, more chippier. Yep, that's where we're going. <laughs> so uh, we. <laughs> Uh, also, no, also, 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 cheese nips was um, was the stripper name for Dion back in the day. Yep, well, during my rookie nips. days. Yep, <laughs> during his rookie days when he started yep. out. Yep. I'm all pro now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have our friend AJ Journeyman who says EVS wants to rent an elephant. The company he is renting from also has horses. Looks at Dion's pick. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Um, AJ Journeyman, I want to. You know what we're gonna do. I will rent a horse for some event. We'll even do a fucking live stream for it next year. Be prepared. We're growing. We're almost to 170k. We'll be there probably next week, which is awesome. That means we're on our journey to 200,000. The momentum's good. Everything's going. The campaign is going to beat the other one by a factor of whatever. A lot. So we can make shit happen. I can torture my friends on new levels that I never. Oh imagined. my god. Uh, I horse for me. I like horses. You know what though? You're normal, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I'm sorry, but I think we're overlooking something really huge here. One, yeah. you can rent an elephant, and two, Thank how you. much would it cost to actually rent an elephant? Because I got to figure the cost of renting an elephant is just astronomically higher than a goddamn horse. Well, Ethan is a hugely successful guy, so he can rent an elephant like it's nothing. I think we should just yeah, no, still rent that. the elephant. But still, it's like shit. That's got to be at uh, least at least a grand for an hour or something. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can 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 you rent a shark? Can that be a thing? Um. um okay. If I you, got wish information, guys. I don't see how that worked. What, what happened? Right. What, happened? What, happened? what happened, Jeff? What happened? Where? I mean, you you said something. Oh, all I said is I got the price. How much okay. it cost to rent an elephant? Holy shit! Okay. What is it? Now. Uh, to rent an, uh, an elephant in the Silicon Valley, prices start around $6,500. Yeah, that's just, I figured it was high. Yeah. Damn. So if you look, we'll go to a website where you can actually rent them. Is, oh that, is, 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 that, is that for like, is that for like, is it like an hourly rate? Or is it like a day rate? What's the, what's the, what's the limitations there? Uh, I don't think there are limitations on how epic it could be, but okay. uh, you know. Oh, let's see. My mom texts me. This is rare. She doesn't even know how to text regularly. I can't find a price right now for the elephants, but $6,500 is steep, but doable. For you, Dion, anything. (laughs) There was a place by, you know, where where I live, there was a place that used to exist. It was called Chim Party, and they had chimps, and you could rent out, and they'd bring chimpanzees and have a party for, like, birthdays and stuff. In hindsight, that sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah, it does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, 
We have a few more we're going to read, and then we're going to get back into our main topics. So, Primer, this is the fightingest, fightiest of fighting words ever. Crystal Skull is better than Raiders. Oh. Whoa. Oh. You Whoa. have terrible fucking taste. He's starting a fight, guys. Well, he's succeeding. No. no. Uh, Jason. And punches. Jason Murillo says, uh, my brother and I bought matches plus lighter fluid to destroy my Blu-ray of The Last Jedi with his copy of Tech in the movie. My question, hmm. what movie do you purge with fire along with The Last Jedi? May the force be with y'all. I love this fucking question. Now, before we answer, I would like to say we took my copy of The Last Jedi, which Ethan convinced me to get so we could review it all those years ago. We microwaved it on the yep. eve of The Rise of Skywalker. Kendo didn't know then what happened. And then he proceeded to elbow drop it, Macho Man Randy Savage style, on a linoleum floor. Yeah, and then I dropped the big boot on the case. No, I dropped the big. I, no, I dropped the big leg on uh, Rose Tico. That's what it was. Oh, okay, my bad. We still I microwave. I dropped somebody, and I after I showed you guys what happens when you throw a disc in the microwave because you did not know. I uh, then did the fucking Savage elbow drop on it. I was worried to use the microwave a second time after that because I thought some of the residual shit from the Last Jedi would ruin our food. Nah, it doesn't work that way. Well, I was just being extra cautious. That's well, understandable. <laughs> uh, so, I think what movies would I purge with fire besides The Last Jedi? Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. If yeah. somebody gave me a copy, I'd burn that for sure. Um, the, the 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 soft remake of the thing in twenty eleven. Uh, wow. The remake the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street in twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, My copy of Crystal Skull. Your copy of Crystal oh, yeah. Skull. Yep. Let's see. Um, hmm. I'm willing a lot to of things. skeet shoot them. <laughs> like, hold it in the case bag. Nick, pull. Throw <laughs> That'd be fun to do. That'd be fun to do. Would be. Dude, that's what we should do with all those copies of Dark Fate for Dion's house. Instead of saying, <laughs> Dion, live in your sin, we're going to take your sin and we're going to destroy it with you and purge you of the bullshit that we have made you, we have subjected you to. You are a man who was, you know, walking the line and you fell to the dark side, the dark fate side. And instead of being good friends, we just tormented you for years. Rightly so, because it's a terrible film. But I think it's time to make amends and bring you back to the light side. Dion, would you like to give a thumbs up like Terminator at the end of the movie and get out of this bullshit that is dark fate? I feel like I'm being set up here. So I'm going to say tentative <laughs> yes. All right, cool. I don't your idea what to do with all those discs just if you're over at his house for christmas time just run some line through them and just use them as fucking ornaments on his tree while he's asleep <laughs> oh have you got okay we've all the answer is yes but remember the movie octopussy when the guy has that giant like yo-yo blade uh yeah we should get those but make them out of dark fate discs that's dion's superpower for the fucking trading card set he's got dark fate discs hurricanes <laughs> he, like, ch- he took a butterfly knife and chiseled each disc himself into a unique oh, design. Dude, even, better, even better, we get him like a kung lao hat for like Mortal Kombat, but it's when he throws it at you, it's a fucking dark laser disc. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who pressed this movie, Dion? Because he's such a big fan. <laughs> I don't know about this one, Chief. <laughs> You know what we need? We need a WCBS side-scrolling beat-em-up. That would be my dream. Yeah. Kendo in the green suit is one of the uh, characters you can play as. That's fine with me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, so let's see. Do we have any more that I wanted to read for now? Okay, one more because it's about Dark Fate. Uh, Primer says Dark Fate and Ultraviolet aren't Dion's favorite movies. <laughs> yes. No, fucking sucker punches. <laughs> oh my god. Listen, listen, my goddamn reputation's being thrown through the goddamn coals now. You, sir, are the Teflon Dion. That ah, shit ain't sticking with you. That's no. right. That's right. Everybody knows how I feel that uh goddamn Mila Jovovich is a harbinger of the apocalypse. <laughs> she really is. Any movie she's she touches, one of the horse turns, any movie she touches it turns to pure shit. <laughs> We've just been caught up in so much other bullshit in the real world. We haven't noticed that she was like the first horseman of the apocalypse. <laughs> like, nah, dude, everything's still cool. Dion saw it. He's like, I'm watching you. I'm fucking watching you, bitch. <laughs> he's like Rob Lowe in the stand. He's the only one that really knows what's happening. <laughs> so we'll take Wank off the screen. We'll put another Wank up there instead. Why is Why is Michael Clark Duncan taking off his jacket? <laughs> Because it's hot on the Green Mile, bro. I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now, we are all fans of pop culture, or else we wouldn't have this show. We're all fans of movies, TVs, comic, all this stuff. We love TVs and the shows that are on them. Big fans. But this, the thing we all have in common, besides our love of pop culture, is our love of treating our favorite characters correctly. And we're in a weird place. And this is a conversation I think people could have or should have. I'd like to have with my friends, all of you out there. The Black Superman topic. So last week, it was announced that J.J. Abrams is, in, is involved with a reboot of Superman. Ta-Nehisi Coates, a very meh writer, is involved with writing the film. And people are talking about the possibility of Black Superman. And so the first thought I had was, oh, we'll do Valzad. This guy, Earth whatever, 99 or some shit. But the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm reading about Ta-Nehisi Coates, the more I'm talking or, you know, thinking about uh, what happens when you change these big iconic characters. I think we're about to have another shift because Hollywood feels emboldened that they can do anything. They can pull the wool over everyone's eyes. Now, before I jump into the whole long spiel, what I'm getting at is if they're going to adapt this, if this film is going to have a black Superman and it's this dimension Superman, I'm fully on board. But yes. if you try to change the Clark Kent story and, and embroil it in modern day identity politics or the modern day experience, and you're going to change what Superman is, I think you're going to have a fight that you don't realize on your hands. Now, let's start at the very beginning. Dion, J.J. Abrams rebooting Superman. Don't worry about who's writing it or anything like that. What do you think when you hear J.J. Abrams rebooting Superman? Two words, fuck and no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I, I, I don't want him. He clearly proved with it. We just talked about this shit. He yeah. cannot tell a story. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that DC's going to handle a, a film differently than, than Disney, right? But again, it does. It's not just about Star Wars at this point. Whether it be Lost, whether it be you know. Um, you know, the, the, just that whole branch of people who came off of Lost and all these broken storylines, you know, J.J. is not that fucking guy. He clearly does not understand the importance of a congruent, cohesive, understandable story, okay? And you're already going to be a walk in a thin-ass line. Now, again, I'm with you. This is because this is it Calvin Ellis is his, is his name, his human name. Um if that's if that's what you're doing, one hundred percent. 
But if you're if you're trying to, well, we just need to see a black Clark Kent, then I'm out. And especially if it's J.J. Abrams, who could barely handle a movie with a female lead. He yeah. damn sure can't handle a movie with a brother in it. So uh, that's that's a that's a huge red fucking flag. Uh, Nick, same question to you. I mean, like, I'm, uh, if, 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 from what you guys told me, there's again, you know, there, there's an alternate universe for the Black Superman. If you guys are okay with it, then I guess you know I am as well because you know more about that than I do. But just the idea of if yeah, you know, once again, if he if he tries to do Black Clark Kent, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not part of it. I don't want any part of it. I'm out. Um, not for me. Uh, but it, it's like, and I'm tired of J.J. Abrams getting these getting these fucking jobs all over the place. He got Star Trek, he got Star Wars, now he's getting Superman. Like I'm, I'm, I'm over it, man. Like the man's a talentless hack. He's, I mean, he's all he's, he, I mean, he, he he keeps petting his mystery box there in the corner and you know, like loving whatever he does or whatever. I don't know what his problem is. He needs to quit this shit. Yeah, Kendo, what do you think about this? I was gonna say I'll, I'll see Dion's two words and I'll raise him three. Mystery box bullshit. That's my first thought when I came up when I saw it. Like, how in the hell? Is he going to be able to reboot Superman and come up with some mystery box bullshit? Because we pretty much know the story of Superman and how he works. And then all the stuff that came out about it afterwards, I'm just like, I don't see how this is going to even be close to something decent if it's a straight-up reboot. Yeah. Now, I'm glad you made the point. Everybody knows the story of Superman. I would argue, in terms of all of uh, fiction, origin stories, Superman's got to be one of the most well-known. My grandma knew it. Old people knew it. Old people know it. Yeah. Young people know it. Even though Superman's not the hottest property in the, on the planet right now, people know Superman's origin story. I mean, fuck, it's written into the opening of the Fleischer cartoons. It's so ingrained in every iteration of Superman. Hell, Zack Snyder's Man of Steel, the best part of that movie is on Krypton, the origin. That was all really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. There's no mystery to this. Now, when I heard the news of J.J. Abrams uh, being involved, again, my eyes rolled. The dude, he has the clout, but as a fan, he hasn't delivered. I am nope. not impressed with anything he's put out since... Star Trek. Yeah, that was the last thing where I went, all right, that was cool. He Super 8 was forgettable. I didn't even remember half that movie. Jesse and I started talking about it about a week ago. It, 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 it's basically pre-Stranger pre Things is what it is. It's, it's, yep. it's the prequel to Stranger Things. That's basically what it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. And anyway, long story short, because I don't really need to reiterate my J.J. Abrams dislike. You could call it hate. Fucking hate his movies. I think this film is going to pull the Clark Kent black card. Do I want it to? Hell no. And it has nothing to do with Gina Carano and Henry Cavill and all that stuff. I think it has something to do with trying to prove a point, like Young Ripa says all the time, trying to slay a dragon that doesn't need to be slayed. <laughs> This now we're going to operate moving forward. The conversation guys is going to act like this is making Clark Kent black. Okay. Again, we're going to acknowledge that it could be Valzad. It could be the other earth. If that is the case, I ain't going to say shit. That's the case. Cool. You need a black Superman film. You pull this one from the, the, you know, the EU, not the EU, excuse me, the other worlds from the DC universe. You know what? That's exactly what we've been wanting the whole time. We don't really want you to change Peter Parker or Batman or this or that, you know, make either new superheroes or if there's another Earth version where you have a black Superman or something that's already been established, put it on screen. It's no more heinous than putting uh, a different universe of Spider-Man on screen. Am I a fan of Miles Morales? Hell no. But it's in the same boat as that shit. Clark Kent is separate. 
now we're going to move forward operating if this is Clark Kent. I if they do it like that, this is going to be going to fail. It's oh, God, yeah. no, no, uh, yeah, yeah, it'll 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 fail from the trailer. Like as soon as the trailer comes out, everyone will be watching the trailer real carefully, real closely. And if they and if, and if the name if the Clark Kent name is uttered, no, it'll it'll fucking fall immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's and it's, and it's again it's it's destroying a fucking established character for the flavor of the month points, right? And again, doing and, and if you do it where Clark Kent's now a black guy, you're making it for people who don't read or care about Superman. You know, the biggest thing that I think is of that's so important here is what you know Jeff said earlier. Superman's already not the biggest fucking property on the planet. You pigeon toe it, you're gonna turn people off from it even more. Because because you know the the, 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 time, the character is so is old as shit, right? You have to go through a whole the same reason we didn't want a random gender erase swap of 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 James Bond. You have to explain this shit. And we've had already had so many origin stories for fucking Superman. It's one of the things that killed the fucking DC EU in its fucking crib. We don't need to keep going back to the well to explain all this shit about fucking Superman. We just we we've been the square one. And then if you make him black and you and and and, and clearly it's because you want to have you know, hey, we we tried this, you know, 20 years ago. We made Superman black people aren't gonna go you're 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 playing hopscotch with an established character when you've already made a black superman so instead of paying homage to that dude oh well we're just we want the name and the recognition and we believe that fans are dumb enough to just come and do it because it's superman and his name is clark kent you know it's taking a fucking another shortcut so if you're taking a shortcut with making clark black now who knows what other shortcuts you're going to take in the movie because you're focusing and we've said I've said this multiple times. You're focusing on that bit. You're gonna forget to make the movie good. And while randomly making Clark is gonna be bad in of itself, the shit you you're gonna forget to have a middle of your film. We're gonna have oh, we just want to see a black dude say Clark Kent, and we want him to fucking somehow save the day at the end. You're gonna forget about how movies work because you're gonna be so focused on Clark needs to be black, and and that happens. Every fucking talk time, and you know, if you already have Calvin and he's Superman, that's fine. You can focus on the story because it's already a thing. No one needs to have this gigantic explanation. But when you make, if you make it Clark, dude, oh my god, this is gonna be a terrible fucking idea because the flavor of the month ain't gonna come to see this fucking movie. Period. Yeah. <clears throat> and and I I put up Superman and Batman and Spider Man on the same category. These are. Uh, extremely recognizable characters through their symbols, through their just because over the last you know twenty years we've had some so much of their stuff come out and so much so much of the things oh, yeah. in in uh, in, uh, in pop culture that like their symbols are ingrained in our pop culture in a particular way, you know, and to change them to make them you know once again like like the flavor of the month you're going to really screw up the the normies, and if the normies don't buy it and they don't get it and they don't know what's going on you've killed your entire movie and whatever money you're going to make because if, if they're confused, um, then you're screwed. And like, well, well, and like, like, like I was saying in the beginning, like these are extremely recognizable characters. Yes. Superman's not, you know, the hottest property right now, but once again, like these are, these are characters that my grandmother who doesn't speak English knows, knows the symbols of, she can tell you what their names are. She can pretty much tell you their origin stories as well too, because they've, they've made the origin stories like every time they make a new movie. 
and uh, I fucking hate that so much. But I mean, like these are things that are highly ingrained in our in our in our lexicon, in our pop culture, in our in our everyday lives. That to change them drastically in this way, just because you want to teach us a lesson or whatever you want to do, Hollywood, is going to make you look retarded, and it's not going to make you any money. It's going to make you look bad, and you're going to lose a shit ton of money by doing it. I agree. I think it's going to be. It's going to be dumb, and you know what? They're, they're, I think they're really going to pull at this. Is if, if again, if this is going to be Clark being black, this will be the movie that has all the optimism and hope and all of that stuff wrapped in it, and it'll be one of those double-edged swords where it's like if you complain about it, they're going to play the race card on you. So it's that it's trying to insulate itself. And it hasn't even been made or announced. Like, what are they? What are they going to do with the young Ripper then? If he starts complaining about it. Well, they're just going to have to... Well, I don't know what the hell they're going to do. <laughs> it's like, good luck with that guy. Good fucking luck. Yeah, it's it's just it's just such a bad idea. And, and again, like you can... It, it's not like it's the Phantom or something, right? Where, it, you know, that's a property that is so old. So many people don't really remember it. You know, so if you were to change something, you know, you, there's a lot more leeway. You know, Superman has been huge in our culture in the world's culture since the fucking 40s right so you know you taking on this behemoth of an established history of the character just because you think it's going to sell well again it's indicative of you cutting corners in the process right you know it's 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 you know this isn't the ancient one we're talking about from Marvel, you know, this is this is a flagship character that already has a version that's a that's a different dude and has his own backstory and 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 has other avenues you can explore with him being black, right? But changing Clark is just it's it's doing it all for the wrong reasons and it's and it's and it's, and it's fucking setting yourself up to fail from the jump, and that's before you even get to well, this is what we need right now. You know, we're we're talking about the X's and O's of making a good fucking movie. You know, because 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 again, you know, this this shit happened with Ghostbusters, right? So focused on well, we're just gonna turn everyone into a woman. You know, you forgot to make a movie that discussed and 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 dwelled into what made them a team that works. And the movie came off so fucking stilted. The same thing's gonna happen here. Focusing on okay, well, we just want a black dude named to be named Clark. You know, you're gonna forget about the importance between him being an alien and why and 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 living amongst humans. You know, trying to tell the story of a black dude's already gonna be difficult, right? But then trying to jump on top of that. Oh well, you know he's human, or he, you know he's not human. He's living amongst humans, and it's an adopted home world. It's just it's it's you're you're setting yourself up for a mountain of problems that you clearly are, especially if J.J. Abrams is your fucking director, because that dude can barely tell his own stories, let alone black people's. Yeah, like Bla- Blade wasn't like they didn't make Blade where his real name was Van Helsing. You know, he was a separate fucking character and it resonated, right? You're going to skip that if you ran, oh, we're just going to make Clark black. You know, it's like, yeah, you're DC, but you're not, you don't have a better plan than Sony did. I promise you, you fucking don't. Mm-mm. You know they don't, dude. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. And, and, and I mean, like, once again, with, with Ghostbusters, like we've all seen that movie. I mean, just it's perfect the way it is. You can't take a frame out or put an add a frame to it to make it better it is 
it's perfect. The the beats, the editing, the music, everything. You know, they they, they caught lightning in a bottle with that one, and they tried doing it again in 2016. Like, oh yeah, we'll just change. You know, oh it doesn't matter. We'll we'll use the same uh, premise: the the proton packs, the the yeah. the ghosts, the uh, the scientists. But we'll just make them all female. That's it. Yeah. Like, you got all right. Here's, when I first saw this, here's what I thought: you guys are in that movie group with me, right? Where Lately, yeah. the thing has been like posting the room, but X, right? And that just tends to piece, piss people off because they just, it's the room, but they change something about it. That seems to be like what Hollywood's been doing for like the last five, six years. It's like this movie, but this. So, like the Ghostbusters, but they're women. Superman, but he's black. I mean, that's what we've gotten to. We're, they, this, uh, Hollywood's essentially becoming a parody of that fucking Facebook group. <laughs> they're, the they're all probably in, they're probably in that group kind of just getting ideas yeah, you know they're, that, right? they're getting ideas they're like oh god that's a good one that's a good one the room but johnny's black dude what if we did that with superman oh shit, that's a billion dollar idea yeah <laughs> uh, more, more, more like a billion dollar loss but you know <laughs> we'll see right see sir, 70 million dollars is on the sneeze at <laughs> that's that's that was like one of my first reactions and as been every time i've seen one of these like movie ideas being pitched out there i'm like you're just taking a movie that exists and just like changing something for the sake of change. And unfortunately, Hollywood's doing it, trying to score, you know, points with the people that aren't even going to fucking watch the movie anyway. So it's like, well, well it's, it's even worse than that. You know, they're changing it because they think it's going to sell. Right. So that alone, your reasoning isn't to be right to do the right thing your reasoning isn't to change something that's wrong in our society you're doing it because you think it's going to make you money make no mistake about it we said this shit when the ghostbusters came out sony didn't read did they didn't do that because they need they felt the, that that women needed a, a a stronger voice in the film and that you know women act women actresses uh, uh women actors weren't getting um the 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 showcase the opportunity to showcase their talents they did it because they thought that women were going to come see this movie and they were going to make a lot of money off of it you know that's why they chose melissa mccarthy and kristen wig and and what's her name from snl you know and leslie jones and not some like young comedic actresses that were that 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 have been making their their way, right? They they went with established names who they thought were going to sell fucking tickets, right? And they still made the black woman the stereotypical loud, ridiculous fucking character. They still mm -hmm. made you know Melissa McCarthy the fat woman who's jumping around, running in the shit, who's clumsy as shit. Yeah, right? they, she, kept, she kept complaining about her fucking wontons, her fucking food, her, her exactly. the whole time. Yeah, who, who couldn't stop talking about food, right? They're not doing it because they feel that there is. A, a misrepresentation for that group they're doing because they think it's going to make them fucking money. So, and this will be no different, you know, because again, we already know that DC is punching up above their fucking weight class. They couldn't even make their own Superman fucking movie. And again, we saw what happened with Birds of Prey, this need to, to, to be right and not do right. We'll, we'll just, we'll just make a movie about, um, about Harley Quinn and girls will just come and see it. And they fucking didn't. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, we'll have we'll have Neo Montoyo in it. You know, and and they'll Wait, create the birds of prey. Yeah, yeah. The fight, the six figured man was her was her <laughs> um, But Great you know, we'll, we'll have we'll have what's her name from West Side Story in it, and also uh, the girl will be the huntress, but not really the huntress. And uh, we'll throw Victor's ass in that shit, and girls will come and see it. 
They didn't do it because they felt that Carly Quinn was this misunderstood character who needed her own film to tell a female side of a story. They did it because they thought they were going to make a shit ton of money off of it. These companies, Disney, DC, whatever, when they do shit like this, they don't care. You know, we make the joke, but they don't care about black people. No, DC, they Disney, they don't give a shit about this. They're doing it because it's the flavor of the month, and they think that your bleeding heart's gonna get you to open your fucking wallet. That's it. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Exactly. <laughs> they're not gonna see this movie. Exactly. And, well, they, also, and, I, and they're not gonna see these fuck this fucking movie. Well, also, I, and and you, you, you know, everything you're saying is right about money and things like that. But I think also what it is is like they they're they're like because they they don't have any fresh ideas or they're afraid they're afraid to do them. They yes. want to they want to they want to use old IPs and slightly like turn them on their side a little bit to make them kind of different and to make them socially conscious the flavor of the week. And mm-hmm. that's kind of their thing. It's like, no, oh, they're hoping you're going to come in for, you know, for Superman, but you know, he's really black, and you're going to make we're going to make some money off it because it's different. We're going to make eight more of these movies if they're successful, you know, because that's how they fucking work. Because and like like you said, like the first one's going to be shit because they're going to think they're going to get five more movies. It's going to be an incomplete story. The first one, it's going to be bad. Um, but I think that's what they're aiming for because like they can't like they. I think they had an idea for an all guys super. I was all guys Ghostbusters. They're gonna have like Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen and these guys, and it's, you know they found it. It sounded really hilarious. Like it's gonna be funny, and then we got the female one, and it was really, really, really shitty, awful. You know, and I was and and it's it's one of those things where it's like it just have a good story, concentrate on the story first, and then I don't know, hire the do best. What Mad actors. Max Fury Road did. Thank you, you know, thank you. You don't do it so fucking heavy handed you know and again you know and it's just a simple thing but what jeff and i especially you know and we're not neither jeff and i are huge superman fans right but but again if you do it where it's calvin ellis that alone proves that you researched it right so that small move of making it based on an established black superman who's already a thing the fans will say listen even if it's subconscious they 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 actually researched this they actually, if they chose Calvin Ellis, they're gonna say, "Hey, maybe they actually read some of the comic books. Maybe they actually brought in someone who who understands the different Earths." And so that just that's that's a small move to make, but it's a huge move in terms of what your intention is. If you just change it to Clark Kent, where he's just fucking black, that that's that's a that's a that's a quick fix that you think is gonna convince people that you give a shit. You know, it, 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 we already know that, sh- that that there are that there are black characters. What are you doing differently with this? And why should I give a shit? Because I'm not going to give a shit just because. Oh well, they made Superman black. Damn, DC really cares about black people. They they they, they really do. No, that's just you doing a thing to make more money. You know, small kids and the bootlickers don't give a shit about that because they're not going to watch the movie anyway. You know, and it's and it's just it's it's a it's a huge thing to do. Just 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 look at the original the already character that exists and go from there. Don't please don't fucking do that. Please don't do that. Well, what really pisses me off at the core of all of this is you talk about how you would want to make Superman represent the let's just say call it the black experience in America when Superman kind of represents another group's experience. It's the Jewish experience. It's Clark Kent, not Clark Kent, excuse me, but Siegel, Siegel and Schuster, two Jewish dudes out of Ohio, 
Superman is the Moses story. It's not the Jesus story. Sorry, Zack Snyder. He's not a Christ allegory. He <laughs> is a Moses allegory. He's created by two Jewish guys. So the, their religious views are a little different than uh, the general uh, you know, view on what Superman represents. Mm-hmm. So I think Superman's a much more interesting character when you take when you can have an alien come to Earth and have a similar experience that everybody who could be underrepresented or whatever you want to get, you have to even take that approach. If I'm making a Superman film, he's a strange visitor visitor from another planet. He's allergic to kryptonite, and that's kind of about it. But what I want to get at is though, is like when you want to make it singularly focused on the black experience, you take away from every other group that Superman represents. There's a reason right. why he's been published since 1938. There's a reason why they're still making movies. There's a reason why I dropped, uh, got a, a Mafex Superman hush figure. He is still a part of popular culture. He is still an icon around the world. No matter how much people want to say he sucks, how lame his costume is, how stupid his suit is, or even though it's not the letter S anymore, that shit is still <laughs> relevant. That is a character that is ingrained in America the world all over you know realistically the american the truth justice in the american way part really works well with superman when you want to take that away from him the small town kansas boy and you want to make him more marketable for the international market that's not what superman is and guess what he was already popular in every market on the planet he didn't need to be made dark and cynical and angsty to be cool to the next generation. He just had to be bright, fun, and optimistic. He doesn't need to represent the black experience. He needs to represent everybody's experience. And you know how you do that? You make the story inclusive for everybody. You do not get a writer who is very political, who is very one-sided politically. How do I know this? Look up his work. He's an established guy who works on Black Panther. He has very, very extreme views on certain parts of uh, politics and stuff like that. You're going to get a very reactionary guy like that behind Superman, who's supposed to be apple pie and all that other Americana bullshit. You know, you're supposed to be comfortable with Superman around. He smiles, he waves, he salutes the troops, he does all that shit. He's saccharine. He is Superman. But then there's other layers, what it means to be a man, how to be a human, this, that, and the other, how to deal with powers. It's all there. They're so focused on making this look good for Twitter that the core of the character has become rotten. And if they do make Clark Kent black and try to make it about that, you lose the entire point of Superman. Right. Can we get Mexican Superman? I want. Well, that becomes the next question. I want. It? Like, I want Juan. I want Juan Kent. Okay, that's uh, that's what I want. <laughs> right. I mean, that becomes that's that's you know you joke and that and that's a good one, you know. But that's the next you know you know that's the next thing, right? Like, do we you know do we do we take away the importance of making these characters stand on their own or do we just take established name brands and just change them like you know what is going to stop why wouldn't we have clark kent next be a mexican guy or be clark kent the woman or clark kent the whatever instead of making a a, a latin superman with a different name or instead of making a, a a separate important hero that took time for you to put together that happens to be latin or hispanic or whatever yeah, yeah and, and and oh yeah and, and and therein lies the point like they're fucking lazy they'd rather just right. make twitter like you said make twitter happy slap slap him slapping a new collar on him slap a new kind of paint on him and be like yo he's uh he's black now enjoy this is what you yeah. wanted give us your money <laughs> yeah and then in five years when they want to break into the chinese market they'll reboot it again and he'll be su- he'll be a chinese superman <laughs> i wonder yeah, how the chinese market treat this superman 
if he, you already know the well. answer to that question. You already yeah. know the answer to that question. You have to say you that question that. out loud, not rhetorically. You know <laughs> like, it's a rhetorical you know, and, question. And, and, and hey, and that and that and that that does speak to DC that they're talking about because I, obviously they have to know that this isn't going to be a hit in fucking China, right? You yeah. know, so they get points for that. You know, but you immediately lose that. Well, we're, 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 we don't give a fuck about China, but we also don't give a fuck about the people who are Superman fans. <laughs> you know, so you're trying to fight everyone now. You know, again, do wanting to be right, not doing what's right. You know, it's the right thing to not care about China's weird racism towards black people, right? But it's not doing the right thing. It's, oh well, to combat that, we're also going to alienate everyone on the other side of the fence because. We want one group to come and buy our movie. Yeah. Um, what we really need is is Blank Man Two and Meteor Man Two. That's what we need. Shit, oh, I yeah, agree. Man. I watch those. <laughs> we need those. Can we get can we get two more two more of each, please? Give give them, give them a solid trilogy and be done. Do you think they have the Do you think they have the balls to make a handyman movie? Be oh, fully handyman dude. Movie? Yeah. Handyman I movie? would fucking love a handyman movie. <laughs> now, oh, Michael B. Jordan has been talked about playing Black Superman. Who else do you get? Um, I mean, you can't get away from it that easy, Jeff. Tell us, what do you really think about that proposal? It's not as good as Idris Elba. Hoping <laughs> <laughs> you cut a promo on Michael B. Jordan, but okay. Dude, I lived across the street from a poster of him for a year. I just accepted that he's out there. Doesn't mean I like it. Broke down was, he looking, was he looking at you through your bedroom, Jeff? Is that what he was doing? Yes, actually, it is. I'm. Oh my I'm god! In the apartment, and I'm in the bedroom, and I'm looking out, and there's Michael B. Jordan on a fucking bill. Uh, you know, there's ones that were on the light posts. Remember those? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, motherfuckers everywhere. You just crushed your resolve and hatred for him. You're just like, I can't do it anymore. I can't. I just can't. Now. Oh, I want to ask you guys this as well. Didn't we have a black Superman movie with Hancock about 12 years ago? Yeah. Right. Yeah, we did. <laughs> they even they even addressed the whole sex thing. He couldn't he could nut in a girl because he would blow her fucking part. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that part. I, I, will never, I, will never, I, will, I will never forget that part because that was just like one of those things where it's like, huh, they addressed it and they made it hilarious. Listen, and, mm-hmm. and again, Unintentional hilarity is my favorite, and the fact that they made his white girlfriend his true weakness is still the funniest <laughs> fucking thing. I forgot about that shit in the world. Oh that was God. a literally story point for that film oh that they God. made Charlize <laughs> Theron's pussy his weakness. Holy shit, that was funny. Like I you know, they didn't mean to do that, but it's like, yo, oh, listen, man. No matter where we go, us brothers, white women are our fucking weakness. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That movie is as empowering as those ladies who won Oscars for hair design or for hair animation. Oh, yes, God. it's it's a good commentary. It's important, but the the message that they put the package that they put it in is a really bad one and sends the wrong message. But I mean, Handbook was funny. It was it was pretty it was pretty it was a pretty fun movie too. Um, it was it was never worthy of more than more than just one part though. It was never yeah you you couldn't make right. a trilogy out of it or a whole fucking franchise out of it. You just couldn't. Well, and again, I think that's that that, that speaks perfectly to what the issue becomes, right? Where you know you already have Will Smith as your black Superman in this case, right? 
but you couldn't help yourself. You forgot to make the ending good. Like you just fucking forgot to like, we, we should, we, we, he's Superman. He's awesome. He doesn't know where he's coming from. We need to have an awesome boss battle. Nope. His white girlfriend shows up. He loses his fucking powers and a motherfucker with no hand almost kills him. You know, it's just, <laughs> wait, it's, hold on. Wasn't, wasn't Paul Giamatti. <laughs> No, it wasn't. It was that other dude that looks like Paul Giamatti. He's like Paul Giamatti, but less fat and taller and like a weird New Orleans accent. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember that guy's fucking name. What was his fucking name? Shit. It'll come, it'll, it'll come to me because, you know, he, he's in a bunch of other shit. But, like, it just, again, like, you know that they didn't mean to do it on purpose, right? But this focus on making Hancock like Superman but not like Superman Oh yeah, Jason Bateman, and we gotta end this movie. Oh shit, what do we do? And it just you could you could almost taste the panic on those writers when they were trying to finish that fucking script. Like, oh, they'll be in the hospital and like and then like the dude'll shoot her, and it's the dude from earlier with no fucking hand, but like like she's gonna die. But like, even though we're not saying it's about the fact that he's a black guy. But the only way for her to live is for them to not be together. <laughs> it's like, what? I'm remembering all this now, and I'm just like, holy shit, all this fucking happened. It's fucking true. Oh, my God. And, it was about all of and that, should be, that should be like the cautionary tale, because when you forget to make a movie, you do shit like Hancock every single goddamn time. You know, you, that movie, yeah, the head of the ass thing is hilarious. Oh but my you God, forgot to end the movie. Now, oh my god, that's so funny. Let's ask the real question though. What about Henry Cavill? We have an actor. I I would say Henry Cavill is the best Superman. You could say since I would say since Christopher Reeve. Dean Cain okay. is a personal favorite. Yeah. Okay, I, I was I was I was about to have words with you, sir. I was like, do not. Oh, dude, I will. Yeah, there Reeve. you go. Start a fight, Henry Cavill. <laughs> yeah, that's Superman. That's a lot. <laughs> but all I want to say is this. Christopher Reeve is so great as Superman. Every time he fucking breaks the fourth wall and smiles at the camera, I smile back. No one's going to be better than him. He got it all because the movie came out at a time where we were allowed to believe that a man could fly. We were allowed to have fantasy. We weren't slapped in the face with reality's dick. That's all it is nowadays. We got to make it this, that, and the other. We got to make it gritty. Bitch, look, The Dark Knight came out over a decade ago. It's done. We're and and, and I mean, those are, yeah, and, th- and those are those are fun fucking movies. I, I When I was... Um, Home a couple weeks ago, I watched them with my mom, and she she fucking loved them. She she thought they were great. Uh, but once again, like they're 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 based in reality. They're supposed to be real and everything that, and like that's a problem. Like we need we need more fantastic, fantastic, fun bullshit, man. Just to, we need more escapist entertainment that makes you just be like real happy at the end of it. So that's all we need. Yeah, man. Yeah, you would think that they would be like, look, the world kind of sucks lately. Everything sucks. We're all locked in our house. Well, I'm not, but most people are locked in their houses. Nobody can do anything. We need to have a good time. It's like, no, we just need to keep telling you about how fucking horrible the real world is that you live in and experience every day. It's like, thanks. yeah, it, well, thanks. yeah, and, like, and and that's that's why you know there are a lot of those shows that are just like, oh, these these, these times in history were horrible. These these things were horrible. It's like we know, I I understand it and I know it and I keep it. We we hear it every year. It's like we we get it. We fucking get it. But like, just come on. <laughs> It's like the speech at the end of the dark night. Like sometimes you got to reward people for their fucking faith. You know, sometimes just, just give people a fucking something to aspire to. Like we get just, it. Just, just give us, just give us a handful of fucking, you know, like give us a fucking sun, W man. Yeah, Give us, give us some sun, sunrise out of the cloud. That's all we need, man. It's like a, yeah. a handful of them. Let's read a lot. Just a little bit. 
Give us some. Give us a goddamn W. Doc Rob, that was really harsh. Uh, he says, and if he, Christopher Reeve, had Dion as a friend, he would have known to avoid horses. Thank you. That's that's fine. That's fine because it's kind of true. You hate horses? They crippled Superman. You've been giving that no, answer. Just I've one known. of them did. He know he has. He fucking has. That's that's true. Ever that's since right. I asked him, because I remember you mentioned when 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 you you told me to ask him one time when we were all together, and I was like, damn, why you had horses? And he's like, because they crippled Superman. And I was like, that's a good answer. Yeah, Doomsday a- couldn't do it. Brainiac couldn't do it. Lex Luthor couldn't do that shit. A fucking horse named Bullet did it. God damn it. <laughs> You know the horse's name. That's dedication. Yeah, that's that's fucked yeah, up. I don't know if it's actually bullet. I just kind of threw it out there. <laughs> no, the horse I thought, was, I thought it was appropriate. The, the horse's name was Kryptonite. Let's be fair. <laughs> oh, oh, God damn it! I don't know what's better: the joke or the fact that I fucking laughed at it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I don't know. No, but to the point about Henry Campbell, he really is a good Superman. Uh, yeah. Just one second. Yeah, he's he's a very good Superman. I mean, sorry, I had to mute my mic for just a second. But Henry Cavill yep. is a solid. He's a really great Superman right now. He's got the the look down. He looks like Superman. If you could put him in the right costume, what can hey, as, as long as they digitally don't don't erase his mustache, he's fine. Yeah, right. It sucks too that he is associated with some really bad and subpar right. DC films. Thanks, Zack Snyder. Yeah, Seriously. you gotta. You got a great Batman, a great Superman, a great Wonder Woman, eh, not so great uh, Flash or Cyborg or Aquaman's fine. I really don't. I don't like Jason Momoa's politics, but it doesn't change my opinions of him as Aquaman. But like, yeah, you know what? You have re- you have really good actors cast in the roles, but you got them dealing with bullshit and bad costumes and bad scripts and bad writing. And now you got J.J. Abrams. That's awesome. You know, yeah, yeah, these, yeah, he's the fucking Steven Spielberg uh, copycat. So this should be amazing. Well, I always say that comic books are the first genre to get effed in the A, and it looks like Superman's going to be that first victim God, when it dude, comes. He's going to gonna, he's gonna get that. He's in. He's getting the strip. The Kryptonite strap on, man. It's coming for him. It's coming for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I mean, delicious. Oh, jeez. Well, I mean, like, 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 you know, like, like Dion and I were saying, like, you know, we need, we need to win at the end of these movies. Like, this is why we like the '80s movies, because mm-hmm. they, you know, they, they end. Most of them ended really happy that we liked. You know, yeah. they have that, they have that nice, they have a very nice ending to them. Where it's like, okay, you know, we're we're cool now, everything's all right. It's like, all right, cool. Well, we went through hell, but we're we're right now. We're gonna have a coconut smile. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, dude, not, 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 not entertainment now. It's like, no, you're in this shit. You're going to be in this shit for fucking 12 episodes. It's like, no, yeah. no. Do you remember uh, that people are racist? Well, we're fucking remind you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, oh God. And, and like, I, God, and it was kind of prevalent last month as well. I hate to say that, but it's, it's how I feel. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Jabralin Van Zandt has a good question. Says Dion, if for some reason DC tried to find a John Stewart Green Lantern film, who would be a right fit? Ooh, that's a tough one. That that is a tough one. Like I, you know, I've oh, that's a tough one. I mean, you know, I I still think that the pick should have been The Rock, and I I will stand by that. You know, John Stewart is The Rock, or whoa whoa uh, whoa. Uh, but no, The Rock is John Stewart. I think is a fucking win. You know, especially you know, especially with 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 the wins that DC needs. You know, but today, I mean, that's goddamn man. That's fuck. I don't. It, it, that's a tough one. I mean, obviously, um, you know, I I do not want Idris Elba to be 
Josh Stewart. He keeps getting these fucking characters and they're not that interesting. Well, he just let him stay as Luther. That's it. Don't let his ass near anything established. I'm sorry. We're done. You know, step to the side. I, I wouldn't be against John Boyega. You know, homeboy could use a he could use a fucking W2 after after Disney, you know, F'd him in the A2. You know, I, I wouldn't be against John Boyega. Um, you know, I don't want fucking Michael B. Jordan. I'm, you know, that I don't think that, you know, he dude already got Apollo. You know, and I just I don't want his his fucking John Stewart. I just don't. But it's it's that's a tough one. I, I, I'm still willing to die on that hill that The Rock should have been John Stewart. He would have been awesome. Uh, the see that's the type of character he would have been perfect for instead of Black Adam. I mean, you're not going to be the coolest supervillain Rock. I know they're going to market it and tell us that, but uh, you're not. Look, unless it's the Joker, people don't really give a shit from DC and Marvel villains are okay to forgettable, and people are just like, eh, right. whatever. So. Right. Definitely not Idris Elba. That's all I can say. Maybe Danny Glover forty years ago, but he's old for this shit. <laughs> well, I just I, I just Elba was ready Black Superman in, in Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, he can't he can't do that again. Because yeah. <laughs> that was in the commercial the whole time. I was like, I'm Black Superman, like the whole fucking time. They kept playing that over and over and over again. No, you're not, that, dude. I forgot about that shit. That goddamn. <laughs> I watched I watched it again recently. I really I really do like the movie. That movie's hilarious. I fucking. Love I gotta it. watch. I gotta watch it again. I only saw it the one time finally, but but yeah, that was just like I'm black. Super- no, shut up. No, you're fucking not. You had a chance with the gunslinger and you fucked it up. Yeah the 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 the, the constant fight between The Rock and Jason Statham is just beyond hilarious to me. I love it. We need sure. we need two more of those movies. Yeah, the why can't we be friends promo was fucking. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that was perfect. Mm-hmm. It's fucking perfect. Fucking love it. Uh, yeah, I like this one from Samurai Warriors Unite. You could cast Amber Heard and call it super shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it fits. <laughs> Much like your finger in her cigar cutter. Yeah. Uh, Dude, there's ooh. a movie called Dark Man 2. Or maybe it's the first Dark Man. And it shows oh, no, no, the guy no, no, collecting. There, 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 there are three Dark Man movies. Yep. Oh, I know. There's. Dark Man 2, Return of Durant, and Dark Man 3, Die, Dark Man, Die. Yep. <laughs> I remember those films very well. They scared the shit out of me because the concept of being burned really made me uncomfortable as a kid because I burnt my finger once. And so like, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I burnt my finger one time. I was never the fucking same, man. Yeah. Dude, I burnt my finger. It wasn't just like, ow, I touched a candle. It was like my finger got burned and it blistered up to the like triple its size. Oh, and I had this no. giant thumb. And I had to get it popped and have the skin cut off with a nail clipper and then healed up. Wow. But I don't remember which thumb it is because it healed up perfectly. So next right. time we hang out, I'll show you both Scarred, of my thumbs. The, all the scars are internal. They're all internal, yeah. goddamn. Nope. You poor son of a bitch. Those Darkman films, bro. Can't do it. Just can't do it. <laughs> now we know what Jeff watched. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, the bubble days. Yep. <laughs> my thumb was a bubble. <laughs> Jeff, I burned my finger hicks. Yeah. Oh, that hurts my soul more than my finger now. I was never the same after that. Yeah, I healed up perfectly, but goddamn it, I just couldn't get out of my brain. The emotional <laughs> scarring, bro. It's Every like time someone. Game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even. I, I can't even make. I can't even cook anything on the stove anymore. I'm just so yeah. traumatized. When, I, when I hear that clicking story. of it lighting the gas, I start crying. It's like the movie Backdraft. <laughs> oh God, Dude, Jeff. Jeff, I have a question about your thumb yes, getting burnt. Uh, yeah. When you when you did that, did you go say, 
Did your mom come running in and look at him and go, how to get burned? How to get burned? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kendra. Thank no, she, you, had she was carrying a bag and I asked her if she had a shark or something in it. So, yeah. What? The Wicker Man. <laughs> we should watch The Wicker Man soon. Just to the, you know what? When, when we get together, we'll watch it. Nothing for the channel. Yeah. Just us and The Wicker Man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. So. Okay. Now, uh, folks, we have more topics to talk about, but we're going to move on to some super chats before we get into uh, our next segment. But first, uh, we're moving closer and closer to the goal of the comic. We have 388 backers, which is awesome. So like I said, we're trying to move 12 more books. And I thought, I really, really want to do something cool for it. So I thought, why not try this? Because I actually just want to get these made for myself. Uh, but here we go. Uh, if everybody, if we can get to 400 backers by the end of tonight's show, uh, there's going to be a bonus Cecil the Hut magnet. So I'm going to get this art. Oh my god! Into a die cut magnet. That's the full shape. Awesome. It's not just going to be a square. It's going to be a die cut Cecil the Hut magnet, and that'll be for everybody, including moving forward. So I'm going to write that into the tiers uh, moving forward. That'll be our first uh, secret stretch goal during this campaign. Uh, you yeah. might end up awesome. free magnets of everybody. Who knows? Yeah, but let's just keep those rolling. Yeah, and, and, and also we only have 665 thumbs up and 884 people uh, watching. Make sure you thumbs up so we can you guys can get another um, Friday morning Good Morning Pop Culture. Yeah, we're close. I At mean, least just we... get one more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, back to the chat, though. Our friend TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. He says, that's why the first Mortal Kombat movie was so great. It was 90s Enter the Dragon, but with cheesy fan service and fatalities. Hashtag $500 sunglasses, asshole. That's my well, favorite one in the movie. Well, well, no, no. My, my favorite one, I think, is when Scorpion explodes and it has the picture of, like... Um, Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage, like, Johnny Cage's biggest fan or some shit like that. I thought that was fucking hilarious. That fight scene is dope as shit, too. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and 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 I mean, like, like they 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 you know they got they they got the idea. I mean, once again, like this is a ninety, this is a nineties comic movie, nice comic fuck the nineties video game movie, and like they got it, they nailed it down. It's hard to believe that they fucking did that, but they did, and oh, yeah, um, they did. and it's been good ever since. And now they want to do this dumb bullshit by making it more than it is. It's like it's a fucking fighting movie. This is a goddamn like this is just a fighting movie. Don't make it this moral high ground bullshit that you talk about in an article just to, just to make yourself sound smug. Like, oh, just make it good. That's all I ask. Yeah, I want to. That's it. it. Just fucking just do that. <laughs> so, um, Felicity Pubel, thank you very much. She says uh, they did that crap just so someone could write an article about it and then get that person get clicks. Those types of articles are well. This is a Mortal Kombat article. Yeah, that's what Screen Rant is. It's um. The, yeah. It's like oatmeal. It has no flavor. Some people would argue oatmeal is good, but some people would also argue Screen Rant is good. So, <laughs> yeah. Once again, I'm gonna mention this about Screen Rant. Two hours after uh, Chasing Bo Bozeman died, they they made an article saying who's going to be the next Black Panther. So that is true. I'm never, I'm, I'm, never I'm, not, I'm gonna mention it every time we mention Screen Rant, and I'm never gonna forget it. So, <clears throat> nope, never forget that. Yep, that was bullshit on another level because. When Chadwick Boseman died, we had learned about all these great things he had done and didn't we didn't even know he was sick. He was doing all this shit up until the end, you know, and everyone had nothing but respect for him. And then that shit came out and everyone just collectively. I'm glad you're not going to forget that one. Let's no, no. And, and, and nor, nor, nor am I going to forget the whole thing about Nellie Portman wearing those fucking uh, director's names like sewn in gold in her fucking scarf at the, at the Oscars when her, her production company has never hired a female director ever except for her. Hmm. Hmm. 
Two things I'm not going to forget because they're Funny fucking how hilarious. how that works out. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> these, these people want a virtual signal the goddamn time. It's like, no, the internet is forever. Go fuck yourself. Now, guys, I try not to speak for everybody, but I think I can say yes preemptively to Doug Keller Super Chat. He says, big trouble in Little China commentary in April? Let's make it a thing. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Fucking, fucking Kurt Russell, uh, John Carpenter. Come on now. Kurt can Russell, anything, and I'm in. That's that that that's for damn sure. That's for damn. Could sure. you guys add that to our list? I know uh, Kendo's like our WCBS statistician. He's just our guy. You know, it's like we got a list. Kendo, boom. So Kendo, please add that to the list. I'd love to make this happen. I need a good goofy action comedy. And that's and that's it. That's, that's it. Right. That's there. it. That, that, that's, that's, that's one of them. Uh, one of our favorite listeners, Kendo's neglected Papa John's, says, nice. "Who is the bare naked lady's favorite Star Wars character?" It's Bran. (laughs) (laughs) I remember. I remember a period of time where you couldn't walk three feet without hearing that on somebody's goddamn fucking radio or car or whatever. Like, oh man, that fucking chicken to China, the China thing was just. It's and 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 and, you. I think. I think it was in. It was also in all the advertisements for American Pie as well. Like I think. I think that's. And I think that's when the song died. Is like when it was in that movie. It's like this is the last time it's gonna happen. Weren't those guys on the Drew Carey show? Um, um, no, wait. No. Oh, Presidents of the United States of America. <laughs> There's another 90s band that never made it out of the decade. Oh, God. I think they did the Cleveland Rocks theme. No, I meant like the, the band, the Bare Naked Ladies, just like appeared as themselves. Like They may have. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah, they may have. I mean, again, I mean, they, 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 did, they did the Big, big Bang Theory uh, intro song. That was their big claim to fame for yeah, 12 goddamn seasons. Yeah. yeah, good for them. But there you go, another uh, time castle, the '90s, the Drew Carey show. Oh, jeez, yeah. that was a good that show. Was, that was a good show. Yeah, it was a good show. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I liked it. Dude, Drew Carey was on top of the world in the late '90s, and the funny part is, he actually never lost his status. He probably makes boatloads of money doing the prices right. Good for him. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Good for yeah, Drew the Carey. only thing he lost was all that damn weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even look like the same dude. No, totally different guy. You know who I like a Bartlett pear to like a banana. Yeah. (laughs) His hair is the same color. True story. (laughs) Now, you know who I wish would have a great career that was on the Drew Carey show is Diedrich Bader. Like that guy, he hasn't been in enough stuff. I love his voice. Rex Quando. No, but the the shit that he's done has been amazing. Yep. Go to your sensei. Love him. Yeah. And uh, the fucking neighbor in uh, Office Space. Yep. Hey, Peter, on Channel 7. They're doing the breast exams. No man. Oh, shit, no. no man. <laughs> shit no. No. Um, actually, he's the he's the voice of Batman in the Harley Quinn show. Oh, good, he's back because he was Batman in the Brave and the Bold. But but he, he does he, he he does like he does like a very funny spin of Batman in that show, which I once again that show is fucking hilarious. Go watch it. Um, it's it's very much an adult cartoon, and it's it's worth it. It really is. I'll give it a shot. Uh, by the way, the Cecil the Hut sticker is definitely working. We only need eight more backers, so we're jumping up. So we're wait, wait, no, Cecil the Hut sticker or magnet? What did you say? Sorry, magnet. My bad. I misspoke. We're only eight backers away from the Cecil the Hut magnet. The image is correct on screen. It is a magnet. So if I misspoke, I misspoke, but it's one hundred percent a magnet. Just make it sure, man. Thought, make it sure. Oh, thank you for correcting me because I made the mistake. It is a magnet. Uh, it'll be a die cut magnet. It'll be a turd shaped Cecil. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Church, Cecil you Magnet know, looks like a ball sack. It just keeps getting better. And better. How could you yeah. not want this? 
It's a fleshy patch of meat. Oh, okay. anyway. I want it. I want it on yeah. my fridge. Yeah. Uh, holding up all the important only... things on my fridge. Well, it's the only way I'm gonna ever. We're ever gonna get one of these. So, folks, we really need I to get, get more back. It's going on my locker at work. <laughs> oh God, yes. It's gonna take it's my name enough, off. It's gonna be on there. Gonna, they'll know who it belongs to. It's gonna be one of one of Kendo's pieces of flair. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Make the minimum sixteen pieces of flair. <laughs> uh, Adrian Vergara, thank you very much. Uh, I love this message. He says, "I'd rather be awake for a colonoscopy than sit through thirteen minutes of that fucking trailer." Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, uh, that's that almost feels like a push, but I can see where you take that uh, opinion. Damn, man. Uh, Dr. Blue Box 11. I love that name. <laughs> Buffalo Jeff reads, go the fuck to sleep. Yes. <laughs> and then, can you add that? Could you, could you seriously make a list right now? Good yeah. night, moon and go the fuck to sleep. Buffalo Jeff. Uh, that'll be on Patreon. What I say two weeks. Uh, let me buy a copy of good night moon right now. So I don't forget. Yeah, um, yeah, we, we 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 will have the the Buffalo Jeff Buffalo Jeff, I guess, audio club. That's what yeah. we call yes. it. Yes, it's like the our DJ own version of Audible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is point. not Audible. God damn it, Jeff. <laughs> okay, audio Buffalo Jeff. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll make it a Patreon park. It'll be uh, it'll be yeah, fun shit. You guys, you guys can like, I don't know. <laughs> Listen to it Good while you sleep night, or try to sleep or whatever. And then, Jesse, listen to no sleeping going on um, during that shit. I promise we, you that. We have a new tier coming to Patreon. Oh. It's the Buffalo Jeff Audio Club, the BJAC. Yes. Oh my God. I'm reading Good Night Moon. That's my first book. Yes. I just Some bought a series. Somebody just sent a super chat yes! that said that. Oh my no. God. That will be the best thing ever. I go, the, go the fuck to sleep. It might be too good to keep on Patreon only. That'll be, the, that'll, that be the teaser. that'll be the teaser. And then every other one will go we'll on Patreon. All right, okay. Dr. Blue Buff. So I've added that. Buffalo Jeff, go to fuck sleep, good night, moon, and under commentaries. I've got Big Trouble, Little China, Mortal Combat. And we still want to do TMNT with Black Garrett. Yes. Okay. And then I know you had mentioned something about doing the original Godzilla versus Kong, correct? Yes. For we want to have that done uh before the new one comes out. When the Buffalo okay. Jeff album drops, yeah. uh, every time somebody buys a copy, you should send a copy to Dion. Yeah, a digital copy. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, can we put those audio clips somewhere else, Jeff, if possible? What the Buffalo Jeff ones? Yeah. They make you too uncomfortable. No, 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 no. I'm no. I'm, I'm thinking of monetary reasons, obviously. Um, Talk to me. Yeah, we can make stuff happen. Can we, can we put them? Can we put them on Spotify? <laughs> yes. Oh my God, yes. Dude, we should look into. Shit, the- I thought you were gonna say OnlyFans. No, we can do that too. On there. Joe Rogan, who? Buffalo <laughs> Jeff is sweeping the nation. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll make you we'll, we'll make you a logo and everything, and like it'll yeah. be just like who? an inside joke, just to fuck with one of us on the show that's being like a million dollar idea. <laughs> because because here's the funny thing: if 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 you if you make the, if you I think if you put that on if you put that on Spotify, let's say, uh, people will send it to their friends. And it'll be like little books and everything they read, and you could even put like a, a thing, a thing at the bottom in the description, and be like, if you what, if you want me to read something, you know, Nick, so, help me write a note for yourself. Help me make this happen in the next month. I want to be on Spotify. Hey man, hey man, well, listen, you go, you go for the you go for the logo and shit like that. We'll we'll, we'll make it happen, Captain. I'm I'm not I'm down for making some money off this. Let's do it. 
I think I think I think what should happen though is we should we should give our pat- patrons first uh, first dibs because you know they they they're, they're nice enough to pay us for it. Oh yeah, and then and we put up you know we after after a certain amount of time we may we, we put it up on Spotify kind of thing. Oh yeah, uh, at least a month or two we'll give you. Yeah, guys. man, we'll figure we'll figure some out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out uh, a way to make we'll sweeten the pot. If anything, what we could do is put the first couple on Patreon preemptively and then do Spotify to build it up. Therefore the patrons are months ahead or weeks ahead or however it works. So we'll talk. Yeah. We'll we'll figure that out. Yeah man. Uh, we'll get we'll, we'll get him we'll get you to read the Dr. Seuss books that they say we can't read no more too. <laughs> that's our next that's our next topic. Thank you. <laughs> oh. uh, almost did it seamlessly like I knew what I was doing. There you go. There you go. I'm like a fucking started. professional. Well, guys, guess what? Good news. We're one backer closer, so only seven hey. more to go for your die-cut Cecil the Hut magnet. Put it on your fridge. Put it on your locker. Put it on your car. You will be the talking point of your office. Everyone's going to wonder, what you is this? You might end up in the HR office. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Cecil, you know what you say? You look Karen in HR in the eyes and say, bitch, Cecil is love. Cecil is life. And then, you know. Wait a second. Ladies, don't you know about dick and comics? <laughs> well we just got another one folks we're only six away now so there we go boom we're seven now six so uh back to the show diego flores says jesus today's meat got extreme also jeff talk about a society of only men would be like 40k orcs if you ask me to remind you all right diego flores i'm going to address that one in just a second uh people are saying today's meat got extreme if you guys want to let me know i haven't talked to tom we had one of the best high councils ever on tuesday night and I was like, I talked to him the next morning and I've just been kind of tired. So I don't know what's up. Uh, Tom always knows if he needs me, he can always help or always can message me. But I don't think anything happened to him. So just let me know uh, with the update. Now, um, Diego, give me a moment. I did take a picture of your message and I will uh, address it to the chat. But so guys, uh, talking about a society uh, where men are the only things around, it would be like the orcs from 40K. Uh, where did I put that one at? Sounds like uh, what do you guys say to that? I mean, I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I mean, this bunch of bullshit, crazy shit going down. <laughs> Let's fucking fight all the time, the entire time. That's what yeah, we do. Be <laughs> fighting and drinking. That's all. That's all that would happen. Oh, it would be. I. Okay, shit. I guess I. Well, hold on. I read it, uh, Diego Flores. If you want anything specific, I will. Here's how I'll ask the guys that right now. I will re-ask them that. Oh, here we go. Right here. Got it. I'll return to the idea of how men follow the biggest. If there are only men, we would be like 40k orcs. We would build the biggest things because cool and believe it will work and follow the biggest and the baddest. Jeff should mention this on WCBS today. So there you go, Diego Flores. So yes, uh, what he was saying is we'd be like the orcs in terms of we would just build cool big shit because. So it's like, hey, we're going to rebuild the Trojan horse. Why? Why not? Because You know, like those real men of genius commercials? I feel like our society (laughs) would just be, we would be very lonely, but it would just be real men of genius all the time. Constantly trying to Never one-up each other with building bigger dumb shit. Yep. That'd be awesome. It would we wouldn't be doing it to impress, you know, anyone. It's just like, hey, our egos need to be stroked. Right. <laughs> I feel like there'd be a lot less drama. Duh. I went to not by choice, but I was sent to an all-boys private school. And when you go to like high school, public school or college when it's co-ed, it's a much different thing. It's so much better when it's co-ed. Just putting that out there. Always. 
Uh, TLJ Screwjob, I like this. He says, how great A New Hope is. Any other movie, be like parent, learn one job. It's just a line of dialogue. But at the tone or the scene of the context, it's quotable forever. So anything TLJ Screwjob from that movie, Dion's heard me say it for years. And Dion, I'll never forget. Remember Brittany from college? Yes. Remember when she brought her baby over to show us how excited she was and how proud she was to be a mother? Yes, absolutely. Do you remember what we were more focused on? Star Wars was on. That's what we were watching. We were watching fucking Star Wars. We didn't give a shit about her kid. We didn't give a shit about her family. We were like, Star Wars is on TV. It was the Blu-ray. We were excited whenever it was new. 2012. Early 2012. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, uh, my point is, during that conversation many years ago that I still remember, I said, Dion, every scene is iconic, dude. Dumb scenes, like filler shots are iconic. Just the two dudes, the two stormtroopers that are standing there saying, what do you guys think of that new PG-16? Maybe it's another drill yeah. and that stuff. Yeah, I saw that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's not hot gassing. Pay it no mind. Close the blast door. Close the blast door. It closes. Open the blast door. Open the blast door. Like, that's fucking hilarious. Now, Qui-Gon has an excellent question. What wrestling finisher would be executed on JJ or Ryan Johnson? Fucking brain buster. <laughs> you gotta have a brain to bust, bro. <clears throat> hey, I mean, it might not hurt him because there's nothing up there, but damn it, it'll be satisfying to watch. Maybe. Actually, it will be satisfying to watch. Just I don't know. I'd, 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 I'd put him. I'd, I'd put him in some in some. What was it like? What in, in NXT type of shit? Maybe. <laughs> or extreme wrestling that hardcore stuff with barbed wire and things like that. Yeah, put him through one of those things. Remember that fucker I used to watch on the internet? Um, this is Superman. Do, 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 do. Whoop, whoop, and he would jump through the table. Yep. I want to yep. see that guy involved with all of this shit, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I want him to jump on Ryan Johnson through a table. But, oh, dude, jackknife powerbomb off of a fucking semi-truck onto cement. Yes. Ryan Johnson. Mm. Uh, <laughs> J.J. Abrams, I want him to get hit by every spear ever in a row. <laughs> And you know what? Okay. Actually, I want these two guys to have all these finishing moves completed by Roman Reigns, the biggest bitch world champion ever, <laughs> oh the biggest god. bitch Star Wars directors ever. Oh my god! Well, Jeff, I saw a good one here in the chat. Somebody suggested an Owen Hart tombstone. So, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 now you can take it two ways, Kendo, because if you give him a specific move, they'll also end up with an Owen Hart style tombstone. Damn, man. <laughs> that's a spicy meatball, that's, man. That's just damn. That's damn. An uncalled for. That's just uncalled for. <laughs> this is the Hard in the job. Paint podcast. <laughs> when have we ever pulled yeah. punches? We have a fucking magnet of a guy that looks like a testicle. That's you actually- just made an Owen Hart double entendre, goddammit. And I'm proud of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we went from accidentally breaking next to, you know, in the grave. Yeah, yeah from <laughs> accidental tombstones to accidental tombstones. Like, God yeah. damn. Yeah. How perfect yeah. was that? Yeah. Too perfect. You know, we, sh- we should never. All right, I'm, ha- I'm having a moment from Jeff's from a little while ago. I- I'm laughing at that. And I don't know if that's wrong or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, folks, we're two more closer to Cecil the Hutt magnet. Uh, we only need to get one. Four more now, uh, yeah. Yes, four more. We're at, we're at three ninety six backers right now. Yeah, so four more, and we're already at sixty one percent of the goal. So uh, we're gonna throw in all kinds of fun stuff um, all the time. I'm having a great time with this one. Now, hey, maybe uh, maybe we'll th- maybe we'll throw in a thermos and a, and a balloon for the kids. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> or a Dude. special edition Dark Fate poster featuring Dion Green front and center. <laughs> I can't promise this for the campaign, but I should just make those for our future website. <laughs> it's hard to argue. It's like old center. school. One, one of them fucking old 80s fucking thermos cups things with just a... I mean, we just send it to people. You know, it's awesome. Dion, I know we've given you a million pounds worth of shit for Dark Fate, <laughs> but hear me out. You're going to play the Terminigro character. Right. You realize that you're going to be drawn like Arnold and put in all the, the little images. The first wave is going to be like the poster based off the first movie with the eye. That's going to be you looking cool. So for all the shit you're dealing yeah. with right now, you'll it's get your You're also... It's you're the also, least I get after and, all this shit. And then you're also the part At a certain point, you're gonna fly in half of the butterfly knife. Yep. <laughs> and, and also, Dion, you're also the star of my black ass. So I mean, there's something That's true. Well. Again, you ever thrown rebar like a javelin? That can be done for my pain <laughs> and suffering of being associated with that barn burner film. I was told not to watch it. I was like, cool, I won't. Next thing I know, I wake up a week later. It's my favorite fucking movie. Then I got to no. watch the shit and get blackout drunk. And I had to sit there and watch this short-haired, no-chest-having, kind of blonde chick cutting a fly in half with a fucking butter knife. I'm like, this is a movie? Jeff, what? legit question here. Yes. The next chance we get. What are the chances we could film Dion throwing rebar off the back of a truck? <laughs> um, You know. Where my feeder? Out here, easy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we can make that happen. Uh, by the way, we're one backer closer to Cecil the Hut, the Magnet. So thank you, folks. We're down to the final three. Uh, let's read a couple more super chats and then talk about Dr. Seuss. Because if there's anything offensive in this world that needs to be taken away, it's Dr. Seuss books. Clearly. Right. Oh, God. Matthew Anderson, first off, thank you for backing the project. Thank you for reaching out and thank you for the super chat. He says, they can't even do hand-drawn animation in this one. Why do every why does every traditionally animated property need to become CGI by default now? One word, sir, money. Money is the driving factor for this garbage. That's why your shows look cheap, because they don't have faith in them. That's probably why they let them put these stupid things in the shows or the Cal Art style. You know, I really think the Cal Art style is out of necessity at this point. I know they'll say it's an artistic choice, but it's cheap. And all of this comes from the fact that we don't really appreciate the arts anymore. We're always trying to get it faster and cheaper, but sometimes, like a Miyazaki film, I don't know what the production time on one of those is, or even a Disney classic, which, while I can't support Disney uh, anymore after some of the shit they've pulled, their classic films are still works of art. I'm not going to shit on Aladdin, The Lion King, because what happened with Gina Carano, I'm not going to go buy those movies because of that shit. But I'm also going to acknowledge that those are uh, wonderful pieces of art on film. And it's it's interesting how when you look at a TV show from today, it has better production than movies from decades ago because of technology and the, the, the cost of stuff has gone down. Therefore, the production has increased. But in terms of animation or actual art forms that require uh, artisans or craftsmen or hours of work like that, you know, people that really need to perfect their craft, uh, they don't put the money behind that one. They look at, they want to go the cheap route. I think they've conditioned a generation for CGI cartoons. For as groundbreaking as Toy Story was, it introduced the Pixar brand to the world. And while I think a majority of those films are great, I do think it took away from traditional animation being relevant today. And it sucks because I feel it offers so much. You could have a shit, a film, not shit, excuse me. You could have a film that looks like Paranorman. You could have a film that looks like 
that movie Soul. You have a film that looks like uh, Grave of the Fireflies. You have all these different looks in animation, but I think you should just put the money behind it and never take the cheap route because animation is timeless. When you make a great animated film, you watch your kids watch it and it keeps on going. That's what Disney built their entire brand on. Now they cut corners and pull the cheap shit and people just go, no, we're good. Well, then, then I think there's so much more content for everybody to consume that they're fighting against that. And uh, with the VOD stuff that they've come late to the game to, they're really trying to, you know, establish themselves, which they have. I think. I think they're. I think because because of, of the uh, the numbers they have and everything, they're they're one of the top ones now because of just you know, fucking being Disney. Now let's take. <laughs> All right. Um... TLJ Scourgeau will read yours. He says, Muggsy will never date Magdana again. Did you guys see the picture of Sean Bean from the Golden Globes and how shitty he looks? I did, man. He yeah. Looked- oh, that was Penn. Sean Bean? I thought, yeah, I was going to say that. It was Sean Penn. No, Don't you look, put that on Sean Bean. Let me correct myself. It's a Cecil the Hutt magnet, and it's Sean Penn, not Sean Bean. Okay? Now we're on the same page. There we go. Sean Penn looks terrible. He does. Did you see how Jamie Lee Curtis looked at the Golden Globes, though? No, no. Uh, she still looks awesome. Is what I'm getting at. It's okay. Like, I, right about to say, I was like, "What do you?" Say? I was like, "I follow her on Instagram." I was like, "Does she look? Does she?" Look of course, you follow her on Instagram. Did, no, that's here, not the point, Nick. That's not the point. I'm just saying she looks no, good on Instagram. No, like, have I mean, I've been lied to. <laughs> no, I just, I just love how her, how her Instagram, our Instagrams are basically just the same. It's just like women we want to yeah. fuck. That's all it is. <laughs> ah, you get me, brother. You get me. Yeah, because yeah. that, that's all we send each other. That's all it is. Look, whatever chat that I get involved with on Instagram, I'm very happy to get messages. It's fun. I don't really post, repost much because I don't <laughs> use Instagram much, but I'm there. But yeah, she looks way better. And she's what? How many years older than Sean Penn? So cocaine is a hell of a drug. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And Madonna but, yeah. Uh, this well, is what well, happened. Well, well, Madonna wants her fried fish, you know, so. Mm. <laughs> Madonna is mm. fried fish. Oh, oh, come on now. Don't put that on fried fish. It's Lent after all. <laughs> I'm Catholic. Believe me, I spent many a Lent on a Friday. I love my grandma. These were the funniest stories. Oh, you can't eat meat on Fridays. I'm like, why? Because it says so in the Bible. Okay. So Fridays would roll around and she'd take us to get like our fried fish meals. And they're fun. I have nothing but great memories. But then she reached a certain age where she's like, I'm like, grandma, aren't you going to eat only fish on Friday? She goes, I'm old. Fuck it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I had the opposite problem. Uh, my grandmother always wanted either Captain D's or Long John Silver's on Fridays during Lent. We're not Catholic, and I'm like, fuck. That means I got to sit in this goddamn drive-thru for an hour. Better than a Chick-fil-A drive-thru, dude. Oh, God. Dude, they, they at least get you through really quick. No, they, they do, man. They do. They got those They got those people, they got those people out there with little fucking pin pads and everything, and they're just like running your ass through you know, their pleasure and everything. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, let's go to a Chick-fil-A on a f- deal with that and go to any type of fucking drive through fish place on a Friday. Well, this time <laughs> of year. Yeah. Uh, Liquor Jim, thank you very much. Uh, he says, if Buster Rhymes isn't on the hit single from the soundtrack, then Space Jam 2 is already a hard pass for me. Oh, shit. <laughs> Truer words have <laughs> never been spoken. That's, uh, yeah, that, that's fucking true right there, man. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure he's on the Halloween Halloween Resurrection soundtrack, so you're you're fine. Hey, <laughs> if, you, if you need a terrible album from the year 2002, you could do worse. Break your neck. <laughs> I actually like that song quite a bit. I know. 
Dude, the music video is a time capsule because it parodies the old Mountain Dew commercial where the guy headbutts the ram. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> but like, if you showed that to somebody today, they would just look at it and go, okay, he headbutts a ram. Why? But back then, you understood what it meant, and it was cool. That was the last um, time Buster Rhymes was actually kind of cool, if he was ever cool. Was he, Dion? Yeah, he, he he just barely made the mark. I mean, he was annoying as fuck in the shaft. Uh, film. Oh, God, yeah, he was. He, Holy shit, he was man. super annoying as shit, but then... Oh, yeah. Um, that, I mean, he... Yeah. <laughs> that's, it. That's, all. that's all I got. That's all, dude. That's all I needed to hear. Is he annoying? Yeah. Is he cool? Fine. Well, I mean, at least at least at least he hasn't gone fucking crazy or spent all of his money on God knows what and gone broke or something. So you know of that's it true. Is funny <laughs> that he went from being super skinny to super jacked to now just being super fat. And I'm like, damn, dude, your life has been a fucking roller coaster. <laughs> now. This year's been a roller coaster in terms of stupidity. Every week we learn about another story that challenges us as uh, for its depths of stupidity. So, for example, last week, Dion, when you weren't here, you know the iconic character, Mr. Potato Head? Yep, yep. They tried to pull some bullshit and change it to Potato Head, to ungender Mr. Potato Head. Now, people fought back so quickly that they're like, no, 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 no. It's just the brand is called Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head still Mr. Potato Head. And then they released images from the box art. I don't know if I believe that shit. But this is one of those situations that's pretty damn stupid. And you know, it's at a higher level of stupidity because now Dr. Seuss books won't be published for racist images. What do you guys think of this? Um, I... It's a stretch, dude. It is a huge stretch. It's just this like, like, I don't understand. Like a lot of them, they're animals. So I think this is just, you know, reactively and retroactively trying to punish Dr. Seuss, you know, because he wasn't the nicest dude in the world. But it's like, I don't get, I don't get, like, what are they, what, 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 what group are you worried about being, being um, hurt by this shit? Uh, Thing one and thing two. I mean, Mm -hmm. serious, I guess so. Like, what are they supposed to be? I guess, you know, are they... I, I, it's just such a far reach, dude. Such a reach. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's super dumb. Like, yeah, it's like every week they go after something different. And I think I I, I heard somewhere that it was because of some wording they were using, and it was like the way they were describing some characters. But it's just like these are these are old books, and you caught them right fucking now, like just today. Is that is that when it happened? You caught them today, and then you're like, no, we're gonna cancel them today, right now at three o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We're gonna cancel them. It's like what? Right, like who was saying, who was complaining about this? Like what, yeah. what representative or whatever was saying, yeah, you know, this group of people have reached out to me and said this, that, and other about Dr. Seuss. And then even like, again, I, as a kid, my understanding that he was drawing them as animals was to avoid that. Like this, he was doing that specifically to avoid that. So I, yeah, that, that one's, it's, it's, that one's hard to follow. It is really hard to follow. $20 says the people that were offended were white. Well, I mean, you know, maybe they, just, they really wanted... always says you're right. Yeah, I, yeah for sure. Seems they, maybe they just, lately. they just wanted furries to be included, I guess. I don't, you know, that's the only thing I can fucking think of. 40, like, for, the furry community well, about this? 40, 40 bucks says they're all women. 
Well, well be dude, I mean, it's usually like five women and some guy that can't fuck him if he even tried. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he tries to join find him? It to be He's like, I'm going to be offended too because I might have sex with him. And they're like, no, we, we're not into you. We're going to go bang the actual masculine guy and then complain <laughs> about it. Well, look, let's let's read about what's actually going on so people know the situation. So six Dr. Seuss, Seuss books will no longer be published over offensive images. Now here we find out who, why, why now? The company that oversees the children's author's estate said that the titles contained depictions of groups that were hurtful and wrong. Now, Dion, you made a point that I wanted to address really quick. You talked about Dr. Seuss not being a nice guy, and this is a way to punish him. He's been dead for decades. You can't punish the dude. You can't take right. away his legacy. <laughs> you can't take away all the good memories of how the Grinch stole Christmas or Doctor, the cat in the hat or the Lorax or all these iconic things. So whatever you're doing with these six books to try to send a message or to try to, oh, mea culpa, Dr. Seuss is forever. Dr. Seuss is iconic. Yeah, and you know what? I Dr. Seuss books. Actually, I can tell you this. People do not like this cancel culture or these identity politics uh, driven campaigns. There's an article talking about how Dr. Seuss books are going through the roof over on Amazon. Now, yeah. this could be happens every time. Happens every time. Happened last week with, with Mr. Potato Head. People bought that shit up. It was all over eBay. It's like a. It's look. It's a backdoor marketing plan. Now, if that's the case, it's brilliant. But I really don't think it is. I think these people are stupid because Dr. Seuss books. If these were big Dr. Seuss books. They wouldn't cut themselves off. They're just virtue signaling. They're trying to protect themselves from any future problems. Did they? Did they yeah. even say what specific images are the ones that are supposed to be so offensive? Well, hold on. Let me get a little deeper into the article, and we'll start talking about that. So, now this is from the New York Times. Now, it says, in a statement on Tuesday, Dr. Seuss Enterprise said that it had decided last year to end publication and licensing of the books by Theodore Seuss Geisel. Uh, the titles include the first book writing under the pen name Dr. Seuss. And I think I saw it on Mulberry Street. And if I ran the zoo. If I ran the zoo's being taken away? Oh, no. I love that. Um, anyway, I remember that book from a kid. Uh, these books portray people in ways that are hurtful and wrong, Dr. Seuss Enterprise said in a statement. The business said the decision came after working with panel of experts, including educators, and reviewing its catalog of titles. Mr. Geisel, whose whimsical stories have entertained millions of children and adults worldwide, died in 1991. The other books that will no longer be published are Mick Elliott's Miguelitz Pool, On Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Eggs Super, and The Cat's Quizzler. Mr. Geisel's stories are loved by fans and for their rhymes and fantastical characters, but also for their positive values, like taking responsibility for the planet. But in recent years, critics have said some of his work was racist and presented harmful depictions of certain groups. And I think I saw it on Mulberry Street to describe as a... Uh, characters of Chinaman for having lines in his eyes and wearing a pointed hat and carries chopsticks and a bowl of rice. Editors published in the 1970s changed the reference from Chinaman to a Chinese man. So the book's already been changed. Uh, and remember, the the Big Lebowski, that wasn't the preferred nomenclature back then either. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Asian American. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's Even good if they pee on your rug. Yeah. <laughs> it's the principle of the matter, dude. That's right. The Chinaman's not the issue here, dude. <laughs> Whoa. So, again, like I keep using the Young Rip example because we had him on the High Council last year. This is a, it's tr this is a problem that's not a problem. Society is so uh, accomplished, we'll say. There are no issues to deal with. So what are they doing? They're making problems for themselves. Oh, we sat down with educators and this and that. Look, we all grew up with Dr. Seuss books. We all grew up uh, reading these, seeing these images. Uh, I was never bothered. It didn't ruin my life view, my worldview. It didn't make me treat people of color, aka my fucking self, any differently. <laughs> like, stop 
trying to play father knows best. You people are so dejected or out removed from reality. This isn't a real problem. I can list you third a thousand other problems in the world right now before you can get the Dr. Seuss books being racist. Come listen, on. And, 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 and just to be clear, we're not saying like not to listen to educators, right? That's a huge fucking thing. Well, of like, course. Why, you guys, you know, educate, get together and deal with like standardized testing. Like that's a fucking problem. Oh God, yes. Yep. Not not fucking Doctor Seuss, especially if it's a part in a book that was already changed to deal with that. You know, like d- deal with that. Deal with how some schools don't teach fucking sex education. Like deal with that shit. Trying to fix fucking Doctor Seuss is so far and few in between of what the fucking deal is, what the real issue is. It, it's it's beyond annoying and insulting. Like like you know the thing that we all for decades now have used for children and to educate them and for storytelling. Th- that's the problem, not the shit that's actually causing issues. You know we're we're gonna worry about Dr. Seuss, not the fact that some kids are becoming adults and can barely fucking read. We're not gonna worry about that. We're gonna worry about Dr. Seuss. Like fuck you. As a former educator and somebody that's been on the inside of that, I am okay with you saying no, do not listen to educators because most of them don't know what they're fucking talking about, have no experience outside of being inside of a little classroom, which is like their little sanitized bubble of the world. And uh, if you've ever been to a teacher's meeting, and I have, they're really dumb and they have to have the same thing explained multiple times. So it's okay to say don't listen to the teachers because outside of what the school board and the state tells them to teach, they don't know how to teach it. Listen, I get it, man. My mom was a teacher for fucking decades, right? And the the this sure as shit ain't the problem. (laughs) This this stuff isn't the problem. Like y'all need then is way different than that. Well, I I understand it. I understand it, but you know, y'all need to get together and decide work work on education. Don't worry about which Dr. Seuss book isn't fucking um pc really pc exactly that's fuck that's crazy yeah get yeah get 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 your kids to read at the level that they're, they're at yeah and uh that <laughs> takes effort <laughs> yep. of course it does because right. you know, yeah right. can't, you can't the get the kids to you know read and know how to do math at grade level when you're too busy trying to make school fun school's supposed to be fun no it's not no it's not hey real quick guys we did it we passed so uh, let me share it real quick. Everyone's getting the Cecil the Hut magnet. I'll make that update on the Indiegogo campaign tonight. But uh, yeah, let's just uh, show that real quick. Boom. Uh, let's refresh to show that it worked. So here we are. 400. So Huzzah. yeah, Cecil the Hut die cut magnet for everybody. You don't have to change your tiers or anything like that. If you've already backed it, congratulations. This is a stretch goal, a surprise one. Be on the lookout for these all the time. It just means more shit for you guys. So Cecil the Hut, there you go. You do a Cecil the Hut shirt like Pizza Hut. <laughs> I would oh wear that. <laughs> There's another stretch goal. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. That'd have to be a big stretch goal, but we can make it happen. So with the Dr. Seuss stuff, folks, you guys can look up the images yourself. I'm not going to sit and pinpoint all of this stuff because YouTube's ridiculous. They will say whatever. But I'm looking them up, and you know what I'll say? It's like old comic books. Things were a product of their time. Instead of trying to wipe them out of existence, let's take a moment to realize how much better the world is. 
This is the world your children live in, folks. Instead of worrying about, oh, the archaic ways of the past are harmful. They're going to hurt this and that and little Timmy. No, little Timmy doesn't live in 1956 America. Little Timmy lives in 2021 America, full of new problems and fixed. You know, the old problems have been resolved and to some degree, but it's a different world. Let's take a different approach. Let's not try to wipe out history. Let's just realize that we're a much better off society and that people that come to this country or the people are, that are not white are better off than in 1956 or when doctors 1937 excuse me when dr seuss first published his book do we really worry about shit from 1937 just because he's look he's an iconic publisher an iconic writer an iconic artist he's forever he's a everybody everybody that's an artist is a product of their time i sit and praise the twilight zone but you know what it's a product of its time better or worse i still say it's a great show so i look at everything like this we shouldn't go back and self-censor. We shouldn't put out disclaimers. We shouldn't do anything. We should just teach people, teach children, teach ourselves how to assess the situation and realize the world's just better off. Don't go to Twitter because they're going to tell you everything's doom and gloom. But shit's also not McCarthyism, America, and all this terrible stuff from decades ago. So let's stop trying to change the past. Let's just embrace the future. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Things are, th yeah, things are things are way better now than you know than when I was a kid. Way fucking better. <laughs> the fact that I can, the fact that I can order beer and pizza that gets delivered to my house at, at any almost any time of the day. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I can, oh. I, 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 I can, I can, I can plan a whole trip from my phone. Come on. We can't embrace the future if it doesn't reflect what we want to change the past to reflect about what we want the future. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> we have an idea of what we want our little utopia. Like, and we have to change the past to make it look like that, so that way we can have a future that looks that way. Jeez, <laughs> I have to cancel things to change it. Well, fine, you 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 start working. I'll 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 catch up later. <laughs> I'm fine with the stuff that happened in the past because I wasn't alive for most of it. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, that's true. And I mean, I mean, look 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 what happened. With Gone to the Wind. They had to put a fucking disclaimer on it and do all this bullshit to it. It's like. This is an iconic movie made in 1939. The number one grossing movie of all time. Yeah, and it's inflation. And we have to put a thing in front of it that says you might be upset watching this. It's such it's such bullshit. And also, this is this is another reason why you need to buy your physical media because it can't be altered <laughs> once you buy it. This this film depicts an this film was created when none of you were alive, and it depicts an era an era when none of the people that made the film were alive. Be upset. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. You it's, know kind what like, it's kind of like the whole Grease thing. The Grease was made in the 70s yeah. by the 50s. Why are you upset? If I was Warner Brothers, I would say, folks, if you find Gone with the Wind offensive, please write a letter to one Mr. Clark Gable, care of Heavenly Pines, you know, graveyard. I just tell people. <laughs> Plot 131. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If upset, go dig up the Warner Brothers and yell at them. No <laughs> right. complaint to Victor Fleming. Bitch about how they treated Judy Garland, too. That's actually a legit complaint. Long story short, though, find the people that did it and complain to them. You want to bitch about Dr. Seuss's racist books? Go back to 1991 or go fuck yourself and figure out how to tell him himself so he can do something about it. All right, he wouldn't. Because you know what? In 30, Since he's died, the world's changed way more than we'd like to realize in the opposite way, too. So, yeah, it's very important. There's nothing wrong with wanting to understand context but you don't learn from the past by pretending the shit didn't happen right yeah right, just yeah. like when 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 disney released a lot of 
uh, old animations in like 2012 or something, 2013. You know, like like the, like everyone said, like yes, this was made by people. Some of those motherfuckers are racist, but again, the the, the level of animation is important to know, right? For, for not only just us culturally, but also to know that yo, some people didn't have the right of you know viewpoint on life when they happen to be do something great. It doesn't mean that you're excusing what they did, but it's important to if you if if your kids' education is super important, context that's just as important to them. Like you have a conversation with them because that shit takes effort and time. Like, hey, listen. Gone with the wind, you know, slavery is wrong. And they'll say, cool, slavery is wrong. Now we can watch the fucking movie. But also, I think right. I think that I think you're hitting on another problem as well. It's like I don't think parents have the time or want to have the time with their kids to teach them these things. They want them to learn it on their phone and watch it and hope and they're hoping school does it or some TV program does it or some or sorry, YouTube or Netflix program does does it for them without them having to do it. They don't want to have the hard conversations. <laughs> right, right. It's 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 get, allowing people to cut corners. With their kids, and don't get me wrong, I understand that shit's hard. It's hard, you know. But that's your job. You're the fucking parent, you know. Don't yeah. get me wrong, you know. It, it, you know that the fucking crows and Dumbo are so bad and cringy as fuck. But you know, that, it's not only is it important one to leave it in the film, right? But it's important too to be like, yo, listen, that is a caricature. That's a very bad caricature. But also. Watch the fucking movie. Like you had, yeah. you have to take the time to explain these. Things. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I, I, yeah and, and 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 I agree with you. I think I, th- I think you, you need those. You need those bad things and those dumb people and those idiots right. out there. You need that stuff so you can recognize what is bad and what isn't. Because if you sanitize everything, then you're not sure, and then you and then you don't know, and then you start making wrong decisions. You're and gonna like, make the same mistakes again. Yeah, yeah, make the same mistakes yeah. again. So yeah, that's that's a problem. You need these. You need these clear signs of being like, this is bad. This is good. Don't do this as a part of the past. This is right. why these things are different now. Right. Yeah. Sometimes being made uncomfortable is the best tool to teach someone with. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. You know, everyone watches those crows and it's like, God damn, dude. Like, that's fucked up. You know, but you leave it in the movie so people don't make a movie in the future with random black caricatures of people <laughs> as animals. You know, you take that shit out. Some kid now is going to go up to be an animator or whatever and it'll make the same fucking mistake. It's like, fuck, well, you know. That's kind of fucked up, right? You, <laughs> My parents never, never showed me this movie. I was saying it yeah. as a kid. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't see it version of Dumbo, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's why I made these characters like this. I thought they were funny. Yeah, so <laughs> then, yeah. you'll get that shit again. That's why. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, if anything, yeah. it's insulting to us, the general public, is not being smart enough to, to find, figure that stuff out for ourselves. It's like, we have to take it out because you might be too stupid to realize that and have that conversation. Oh, well, thank you. Well, yeah, that that and the other side of that is that Hollywood thinks that their moral high ground is higher than everybody else's. That they, that they want to tell us what is good and what is bad. And when 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 somebody when 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 people like that or a group of people like that do that, that's a problem because when they think their moral high ground is higher than everybody else's, clearly it's not because it's fucking Hollywood. And we not know. at all. Um, that's a goddamn problem. Right. Yeah, like, it, folks. Like, yo, if Hollywood. you have to look to Hollywood to give you moral guidance. There's something wrong in your life that you need to address. You already fucked up. You already yeah, fucked right. up. Right. Come when to us. We'll figure out to stop sexually assaulting people. Then, then we can fucking have conversations about you know what to not have in fucking movies. But until then, it's like yo, you know, fucking. It's up to you to have these conversations with your kids, and it's very important because context is super fucking important. Yeah. Also, also Hollywood, quit quit singing. It's it's gonna be okay. And making black and white videos about how you're sorry. Those don't do shit. Nope. No. Right. Yeah, that group of motherfuckers don't get to fucking 
concern themselves with, oh man, we got to erase this shit from books, right? Like, you know, you don't get to, <laughs> the fact that you think that, I'm sorry, it's just enough, just go fuck yourself. Get out of here. Yeah. Go sit down. You're soon. done fucking yourself, Dion. Go fuck go yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, we haven't talked about that in a while. <laughs> Good time, man. Good times. There's something to be said about having a friendship for, God, 11 years, no, 12 years now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Never thought you'd end up growing up. You're like, oh, yeah, I've, I've had that friend for 10 years, 12 years, 15 years. Like, damn, that's that's becoming our lives. Yeah, it's like my, for 12 years. I remember your life before D2. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not many people do. Yeah. <laughs> Me included. <laughs> <laughs> Such a cute kid, though. He is. He is. Every time he pisses his pants, I'm like, it's a good thing you're cute. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, you hopefully don't tell him, that, tell him that when he's 14. Shit. <laughs> Every time there girls I knew that I went to Spain with that were into peeing their pants together. I'm what? sorry, what? Yeah, I'll tell that story real quick. It was weird. I went to Spain in 2005, and it was with all these like Catholic school kids. I was getting ready to transfer. So what had happened in my life was I went to the top school in the state, and I fucking hated it. And I wanted to transfer to another great school, Elder High School. Loved it. Awesome time. But I couldn't right away, so I had to go to public school for one year. And I was getting ready to transfer that summer. But the lady at the public school was like, hey, all these kids from the school you're about to go on, go to are going on a trip to Spain. So I was like, all right. My mom made me go. So I saved all my checks, went blah, blah, blah. But you get over there, and there's no parental supervision. Shit happens. And I don't know why, but these girls were into that, and they would tell us about it. And I, it was the weirdest shit I've ever experienced. There were these two girls. They were probably, what, 18? They were a little older than I was. That was like their thing. They would talk about it and laugh like it was normal. They were already into it, water sports. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you did you reply to them? If peeing your pants is cool. Then consider me Miles Davis. I did, and then they <laughs> never spoke to me again. Yeah. <laughs> Which may or have been a good up a bullet dodged. It was. They walked was. up to you with their pants peed. You're like, you. <laughs> <laughs> did I tell? Have we had a show since I uh, showed that movie to Jesse for the first time? I think we talked about it briefly last week. Oh, all I'll say is I introduced it to her. She loved it. I never realized how great that movie was. It was always one movie. of my favorites. God damn, it's great. Dude, mm-hmm. dude, between Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, I don't know if there's anybody that's got I mean, there are, but for at least Adam Sandler, I can't think of any two good uh better two uh, movie duos like back to back like that. They're still his two best films. Oh, easily. Yeah, and 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 I, I I don't know I don't know what knee pads and what what blowjob he he had to give at Netflix to get the movies he's got now, but he's got them. So, dude, I bet you it's the other way around. <laughs> really? No, oh really? my god! Sony, you think you think, that, you think you think well, I don't know. Do you think that they're that they're desperate for content? They're going to Adam Sandler and his he crew. Brings, obviously, dude, I don't I like mean, to say it, but he brings in the money. It ain't my brand, and he's that's safe. Stuff. Does he though? Because you know, weren't <laughs> Pixels, Jack and Jill, and what was the other one that was supposed to be a big? I can't remember. Weren't those all losses? No, I mean like you. I think you mean like safe in terms of no controversy, or safe yeah. in terms of okay. That's what I thought yeah. you meant. That's what I was going oh. with. Yeah, of course, because it's Adam Sandler. His comedy is the most offensive thing about him. Yeah, <laughs> I was say he's very safe. You you don't have to worry about when this movie comes out. We might get fucking letters from parents. 
but no. Yeah, yeah. If anything, yeah, you're going to get letters. People going, how the fuck is this guy still allowed to have free reign on movies? Did yeah, you even I, watch it? God, I, I, I made the mistake of watching Hubie Halloween like two weeks ago. Fuck. There was one as well with, with Anne Hathaway where she was like locked in to in England somewhere and where they were going to try to like heist this goddamn diamond or something from the place she worked at. Bullshit fucking movie. Horrible goddamn movie. Fuck. Because <laughs> the, the, the way the way the way they the way the trailers went, it's like, oh, there's this heist happening during during the pandemic. Oh, we're gonna steal this diamond. Nobody's gonna know about it. And you watch and you're just like, I want to shoot both of you right now in the face. I don't care about <laughs> the movie. Adam Sandler movie? No, no, this is another movie I, I watched as well. This oh, is another okay. movie I watched during like you someone just hurt you deep down. Yeah, somebody hurt me yeah. deeply. <laughs> and you're looking at on Adam Sandler. Dude, he's got enough problems. He makes enough bad movies. Leave him alone. He's apparently he's running, rolling in dough. So uh, th- 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 that must be the Hollywood way. It's like make a bunch of bad movies. We'll pay you for them. Which is funny because if you look at it, the movies he makes for Netflix are not good. But then he goes and makes a movie for somebody else, the Uncut Gems movie, and it's not that bad. Hmm. The the murder mystery one with Jennifer Aniston was actually kind of good. I, I actually did enjoy. I'm not gonna lie, that one I did enjoy. Um, but that was like it was nothing exciting about it. It was it was it was it was entertaining. It was pretty good. You know, but yeah, I, I I saw the trailer for the Halloween one. I was like, dude, that looks fucking terrible. <laughs> um, let's see what the audience is saying. So Primer says the royal penis is clean, Your Highness. Yeah. <laughs> so Dion, when I was, I, I think that's, I think that is that is is that chicken and beer? That might be chicken and beer. No, it, word of mouth, word of mouth. God damn it! I was going to exactly say, always get him confused, <laughs> dude. That was one of the funniest openings to an album ever. Yeah, I was a he kid, had, dude. Like he, I, I, I love his openings and love his skits and all those, all those albums he did like during that time. They were, they were fun, man. The random white people disturbing the peace album is still comical. <laughs> <laughs> Ludacris's greatest hits done by random white people. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> oh, we can laugh at ourselves, folks. It's okay. I remember What's Your Fantasy came out like when I was just entering high school and I was like, damn, man. Yeah, he... I, I got nothing but respect for that, dude. He may not be my favorite of all time, but he's been pretty consistent and he's not the worst actor. He's better than Eminem. As a, well, uh, he did... Re- remember, he did replace Ja Rule in Fast and Furious. That's fine. Listen. Yeah. The, the listen, he I will die on the hill that he is arguably the most underrated rapper of the early 2000s. But him as an actor, god fucking damn. And then obviously going to Universal and seeing the Fast and the Furious ride with him oh, in it. It's no, 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 Mm-hmm. You wrote it where you're in the fucking tube. You're in the thing. Yes. Oh, I, we wrote it. I, I listen. I love that ride. Uh, so how bad it is. When I it's went two years awesome. ago, we fucking went on the Fast and the Furious. It looked, I fucking love that ride. 
because like the way things are animated on both sides of you, it looks like you're in a GTA game. Like you're it in like does. Actually, yep. and, like that you're supposed to be going to some fucking party or whatever, but yeah. one of you is the witness and Owen Shaw, and it's just like fucking loot. Like I still cannot get over the fact that for some reason at his point in his career now, he's like the technology dude. There isn't a goddamn nope. soul on earth <laughs> that 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 believes Ludacris knows how to turn on a computer, let alone how to program fucking one. That and then the fact that they just ran with that makes it even funnier. But then you get on the ride, and he's like, you know, they have like the actors that are supposedly named Jamie and fucking whatever. And he's like, yeah, Jamie, uh, we're going to get you guys going to the party. Hold on a minute. I was like, holy shit, this is great. <laughs> if by great, you mean terrible? I was on board. I wrote, oh, dude, yeah. I wrote that a couple of years ago, and I was like, this is fucking retarded. I love this. It's so bad. I love it. It's so cringy, man. Oh, my God. Fucking, you're not you're not one of our friends. You're our family. Yeah. The yeah family they, party. They, 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 they say that shit. But they just repurposed the fucking earthquake ride. They painted yeah. it down. They put, down, put up screens and shit around you, and they just repurposed it. Oh, my God. Hey, it's so funny. Dion, yes. If you want to come out to the Universal Studios out here in Hollywood, what happens is you take this thing called the uh, the Backlot Tour, and you sit on this tram, and you'll drive through the Fast and the Furious ride. But after the Fast and the Furious ride, guess where they take you? Where? They take you to the underground ride from Beverly Hills Cop 3. You get Dude. to go see that. It's still around. It's just, yeah, that underground... Um, remember when Axel's running away from the guys with the water, and it comes down he the stairs went, and all that shit? He went over there. Yeah, he went over there. <laughs> I swear on my life, when I was there, I went, he went over there. And nobody heard or knew anything about it. But oh, boo. Had that. <laughs> That's 100% but, what I'm doing when I come out there. We're definitely oh, God. I say, hey, as, as, long, as long as I get to see uh, the, the Back to the Future Hell Valley, I'll be happy. It burned down, dude. It's not there. God damn it. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> and the lightning strike the clock tower. Is that what happened? Yeah, lightning struck it at 10.04 p.m. in zero seconds. Damn. On November 12, 1955. I hate it when that happens. I do, too. Oh, Thankfully. God uh, damn it. You can harness it. Hmm. So, back to the audience, though. Obi-Wan27883, thank you very much. He says, Jeff, you yelled at Darth Tiki for that that hate crime, but then you put that on screen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't think, but, you know, I click the mouse i don't know how to say that either way it's i'm guilty fuck it anyway doug keller thank you very much again doug he says beverly hills cop 4 starring donald glover as axel foley jr and leslie jones as inspector todd region pg-13 wow <laughs> them how, are fighting how, words how to break jeff's heart in a single sentence yeah we almost had brandon t jackson as axel jr yeah jeez <laughs> uh cmc advances i sure did click on this because of the black superman well, hopefully you are entertained by our take on Black Superman. Uh, it's probably going to be more entertaining than the actual Black Superman film. You know, legally, we could make a film called Black Superman. I think there are. Isn't there already a black exploitation film that's called Black Superman? Maybe, but I mean, there's no. It's called no, 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 no. It's called Black Shampoo. There's a difference. Oh, I, but I'm, was, I'm almost positive there's a Black Superman movie. It's, it's like a do or whatever. I'm almost. Positive of that. Shit. I remember seeing that shit as a kid and remember being so entertained. <laughs> it probably is. So TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. He says, Who's worse, the big dog, Kathleen Kennedy, or Roman Reigns? Uh, Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, yes. Well, <laughs> is yeah. it two of those three person? What did you say? Is it two of those two of those three things the same person? The big yeah, dog is Roman Reigns. Reigns. Yeah. 
Let's just Michael uh, Cowell. The big dog is here. Big the big dog. dog. You say big dog one more time, motherfucker. You can almost hear him coming in his pants. <laughs> uh, but now Kathleen is way worse. Yes, definitely. She's she's killing things that I love. Now, um, our friend Albatross, who used to be Albatross Flight, says, do you think the high school channel won't disable comments because that might seem as admission of weakness? I think you meant to say the High Republic channel. Yes, I do think that if they take down the comments, it'll act, it'll show them as backing down because these aren't hateful comments. People are quoting Gina Carano respectfully. By any terms of service, what does that, how does that not, how is that considered spam? First off, she was a former Lucasfilm employee. Star Wars channel features content that feature her. So you're talking about stuff on the channel. You're being respectful. You're not threatening. I think, uh, you know what? They would. It would be an admission of weakness because what do you do? You can't really fight fire with fire on this one because you look like an asshole. You already look like an asshole. So you gotta, you gotta keep, you gotta placate the people that are still here. Uh, Charlie Spur, thank you very much, sir. He says, I can go into a Barnes & Noble right now, which used to be filled with Star Wars Lego sets and models, and find nothing. It's not selling anymore. They damaged the brand. Imagine that in the mid-2000s. Charlie, I do remember that in the 2000s. Dion and I used to go up to the Meridian Mall, and we'd look at the bookstore sometimes. Mm-hmm. Star Wars. This was in 2009, so there wasn't a movie. The Clone Wars was on, and that was it. We also mm-hmm. didn't think... And folks, for those who don't remember just a couple years ago... We weren't really like waiting for the next Star Wars movie to come out. Revenge of the Sith was a success. People seemed to like it. I didn't really meet many people that hated it. Do you remember Dion back in the day? The general consensus among our friends was it's the fourth, it's the third best Star Wars movie. Everyone would go Empire, the original, Episode Three, then Return of the Jedi. That was kind of like the yeah. the late two thousands acceptable Star Wars ranking system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Clone Wars brought a lot of the love for for uh, Revenge of the Sith. You know, to, to, to the highest it's been, for sure. Uh, TLJ job. thank you very much. He says, uh, George Lucas had the Midas touch. Kathleen Kennedy has the Amber Turd touch. <laughs> that she the does. Brown touch. I mean, the brown the, touch. Hey, triggered, triggered. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Shane Everett, thank you very much. Shane says, I subscribed to World Class Bullshitters a few months ago and can't get enough of your gang and can't get enough of you, Jeff. You're awesome. Well, Shane, thank you very much for those nice words. I love your Venom icon. Well, we'll make sure to join the uh, the, the Buffalo Jeff Club. Yeah, join yeah. the Buffalo Jeff Club. We should. I am. I really. Well, like tomorrow, I'm gonna look up how to how to get on Spotify, and I'll send you all the fucking details. I swear to God. Deal. And you know what? I'll even create like a little Buffalo Jeff like sticker that you get at the tier. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Shane, uh, thank you for those kind words. Uh, folks, there will be a video on Saturday. So if you're looking for more WCBS content, this entire campaign, we will feature all the same amount of content we've always produced because we want to be able to get to entertain everybody. Also, for those uh, who are into the project, we have a tier that's everything but the book. And uh, you can get the shirt and the poster and the cards and everything of a fandom menace. And uh, that's a cool tier, too. So if you're not into comics, but you want to, you know, support Anna, get the artwork, all that cool stuff, help us out, too. That's a that's a tier. Now, Stephen Kraft says, have you guys seen Yellow Flash's video where Bob Chapek praises Kathleen Kennedy multiple times, including calling her a treasure? I think she's staying. Uh, Stephen, I personally have not seen that video, but it seems like corporate talk. And I think she'll be around because she's. For the fans, she's doing the wrong things, but for whatever the ideology is, 
you know, come on. That being said, they do say stuff about people all the time. I use the example, but it's true. From Spider-Man 3, Mary Jane gets fired from the play. What do they do? Say she's fired. No, we'll just tell everyone you fell ill. So it's already like a built-in thing to make excuses. Um, uh, but uh, TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. He says, Nick wants to write my black ass script before the end of the year, but apparently he's already not kid viewable movie scenes. <laughs> That's already <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> Listen, listen. I, 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 I make things that people actually want to see, unlike fucking Disney. <laughs> TLJ Screwjob has a really bizarre question. He says, "Do you think Han made Leia call him the N word?" Nerf herder. Yeah. Nerf herder. Yeah. He doesn't like to be called scruffy. So. Right. Right. <laughs> he can arrange you to you know, get a kiss with a Wookiee. Joseph Pianowitz says, so Dion went from cheesy nips to buttery nipples. I don't get transformation. That's, that's, that's one of his favorite drinks. Calm down. Mm. <laughs> Dion's a sex on the beach kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dion, do you remember when we were with Loudy and he had his first mojito? Oh, <laughs> yes. You, 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 yes. No, you saw that from earlier today, too. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Wait, hold on. Wasn't that wait, wasn't that the Ritz Carlton? Yes, it, yes was. it was. Okay, we all right. Yep. <laughs> that is still the classiest shit we've ever done as a group. <laughs> fucking fucking eighty 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 dollars for goddamn drinks. Yes. Yeah, each each. <laughs> oh my god! But you know what? It was worth it. It made it. We made a memory. It's fine. Yeah, it, was, it was a cute bartender, and we all oh. kept laughing. Just loudly, just could not get over the fact that it was the first time he ever had a mojito. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah it was. It was. It was mojito, Moscow mule, um, uh, caparina, and then fucking Miami Vice is what we had. Oh yeah. Uh, next time we're down in Miami, uh, we'll do that. Fucking, I'm down, man. Yeah, so I'm taking you guys to my cigar bar that I go down. To yeah, yeah, with buyers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we also have our friend TLJ Screwjob who says Kathleen Kennedy deserves no simpy. She should be like Kevin Nash slash Diesel and be in a wheelchair in Minecraft. Family. Yeah, God but damn. he got out of the wheelchair. It was it was a ploy. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Spur sends in two super chats. Thank you very much. Uh, he says, Dragon Ball Evolution. That would be in terms of his uh, movie he would like to destroy. I tried to watch that film one time. Never again. Justin Chatwin, you're an okay actor, but you're not Goku. That's one of those I, movies where I'm like, oh, you shouldn't have cast him. Oh, that kid? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I refuse to watch that fucking movie. <laughs> Shit, right? It looked terrible. I love James Marsters, but no. Fuck no. So uh, let's see. While we're reading a couple of these super chats, let's put uh, let's put the campaign back up. Uh, we're almost to twenty five k, so I'd be surprised if we hit that number, and then we would call this a huge success for the first two days. Call it a day, Jesse. You think we can cross that number? Which number? It's twenty five k by the end. Yeah, it's not that much. Do it. So uh, back to the show, though. Uh, we also have uh, Charlie Spurs says Alita live action movie. You didn't like that, Charlie, because those oh, were. Damn. That's came back to back. So mm. uh, a lot of people like that. I believe a listener sent us 12 copies. <laughs> I like that. Yep. Yeah. I've got yep. one of them. It, 4K. It was a nice, it was a nice gift. And he even said, just send, give the rest to listeners and people to spread yep. the word about this movie. Yep. Uh, 860 Saiyan God, he's a Dragon Ball fan, says, post on WCB Instagram image of new Lola. Did you guys post it on the new WCBS Instagram, Lola Bunny? 
Um, I can if you want. If you want me to. Uh, she looks weird. Uh, yeah, they've yeah they've they've given they've they've made her like not sexy, which is weird to say about like you know a bunny human bunny human esque character that they've you know made. Yeah, remember it's Jesse, odd. we don't kink shame on this channel unless that's your unless that's your kink. Nick can dance around it all he wants, but we know what he's really thinking. Brown bunny, sorry, brown bunny. That's, that's, that's you, Kenna. That's gimmick infringement. Mm-hmm. Fine, I'll, I'll give you. I'll, I'll Venmo you a nickel later. Okay. Thank you. So I'm not. I'm not going to go to bat to complain about a bunny or anything like this. But I will say this seems like a very intentional choice for reasons. Now, the argument, the only argument I think that's really out there is if this is a sequel, why would the character change so much? Because uh, she's empo- she's empowered and she's woke now, and she I don't right. Know. She's discovered the power of her femininity, and it's all for her and not for bugs. I guess I don't know. I, guess. I don't. I don't know. know what those people, how those people think. That's the problem. What's the point of your feminine power if you ain't exploiting it? There you go. Said from a woman. Damn straight. I don't know. Ask the chick with the blue hair. <laughs> the social justice judge. <laughs> oh my God. Well, obviously, uh, I don't dress up to look good for you. It is my choice. And if you don't think I'm attractive when I'm wearing potato sacks, as well as when I'm wearing nothing, then you're a misogynist and I hate you. All right, one more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, our friend TLJ Screwjob says, watch Black Clark be adopted like Sue and Fan Forstick. I will shit my pants. <laughs> I mean, Nick became a Kent. Anything's possible. That's true. It is 2021, boys and girls. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, man. Um... Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm. I'm on the fence about that. We'll see what happens. Leo Breaker forty nine. Thank you very much. He says they call him an Uncle Tom slash traitor to our people. These chumps have done that. Demul- they, these chumps have done that multiple times already. Don't treat Superman like that. You know, he's an icon. He stands for something. Show a little respect because when you show respect to the character, you're showing respect to the audience, the fans, the people that are there to you know go get that ticket and watch that movie. Uh, TLJ Screwjob says adopted by Jor-El and Lara I mean oh okay I thought you meant by the Kents that's the part that would piss me off like like he lands in Kansas and all this stuff I'm gonna see Dion you know it's messed up what in the 30s when Superman was created it was it was easier to conceal an alien baby than having a black baby in Kansas isn't that <laughs> yeah I mean that's, I mean, I mean, that's I Kansas thinking. for you yeah. yeah, it's fucking Kansas in the 30s. What did you expect? Yeah. See, folks, when you go back to try to change these characters that are popular, you have to understand their roots when they were created are intrinsic to the their validity today. They grow and alter and change. Yes, Superman is not the same Superman from 1938, but he, you know, he's also is that character, if that makes sense. You know, he evolved with the time. He didn't just change color to because it was cool and trendy. Mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. yeah, because there's not a whole lot of people that look like a black Superman in Kansas. I know I've been there. I hate Kansas. There's <laughs> a let's just say it's got a it's a very vanilla state. <laughs> now, uh, sorry, Hageshi Ikari sends a super chat in, and I'm going to ask you guys to talk about this one for a moment because I'm going to step away. He says Warner will lose all that China money if they make Superman black. Thoughts? I mean, if they're okay with that, they're okay with that. 
Yeah, yeah they're, they're going to really lessen their budget and, and not not calculate China and the money they're making. So they're going to have to figure something out, like make you know make the budget as small as they can, try to make as much money as they can, or whatever. Um, if they if if they do go the Clark Kent the Black Clark Kent route, so it's going to be um, interesting to see how they do that if if they even do that. But every, every, I think people are going to be watching this one really closely, so it's it's going to be interesting. Or they make two versions of the movie, or they just do the one original version of the movie. Or oh, I mean, what? So they make the Black Clark Kent and they sell it here. But then when it goes to China, they're like, oh, there's a new Superman movie. They just re-release Man of Steel. <laughs> that would actually be pretty good. They just they just they'll they'll they, just re, they just recolor him slightly more tan. Yeah, somebody <laughs> yeah. just goes in and CGI's him and makes him look like Dean Kane. It's like they'll never <laughs> notice. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Well, well, I mean, the funny thing is, if, if, I mean, what is it? They, they've done the deep fakes before, and they look really good. There's one of like Tom Cruise floating around right now, and it's fucking yep. ridiculous. Just saw that. How crazy realistic that one. Yeah, and that's some. That's somebody with just like a a a thousand dollar computer and time. And they couldn't take off a mustache in the fucking yeah flagship movie. Yeah, correct. Yeah, with, with all with, with all their infinite technology and money, they couldn't fucking take a mustache off. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's it's dumb. It's dumb. Fucking Zack Snyder. Yeah, asshole. I know how you feel about him, Dion. Believe me. Uh, by the way, we have 619 people watching, which means 619 time, guys. Uh, Kendo, Dion, what the hell do you think about Big Show and AEW and all of these crazy booking decisions for that company? Are they WCW 2.0? Yes. Uh, it, <laughs> God, going and getting fucking Big Show. Oh man, that's that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah. That's a t- like, well, what is he? What's he gonna be doing? Is he fucking? Well, wrestling? they they say he's supposed to be announced, but they're also like teasing that he they're gonna make some big announcement for a wrestler this weekend at the pay per view. And I'm like, if it's him saying that he's entering the fucking ladder match, then yes, it is a hundred percent. I mean, they're already trending towards that WCW 2.0 model, like, pretty fucking hard. But I know, like, all the scuttlebutt on the internet, like, oh, they're going to announce CM Punk. It's going to be CM Punk. It's going to be CM Punk. It's like, no, it isn't. That dude has a shitload of money, and he don't have to do nothing. He's not interested in doing anything. The last time he tried to do something, he got paid a lot of money to go get his ass whooped twice. Okay, so him deciding to go to you know play in AEW I don't think you guys are going to be able to afford to do that so I I don't know what's it's I started watching uh Dynamite from last night before the show I got through the Shaq match it was not the fucking horror show that I expected it to be but then they went ahead and did something stupid with it afterwards Shaq goes through some tables he there's a table spot he gets a table spot and it did not look awful because Cody Rhodes was involved and he knows what he's doing. But then they load him into the goddamn ambulance and they're like, oh, we got to take Shaq to the ambulance. He's fucking dead. And then they cut back to the arena or whatever. And then they cut back to fucking Tony Schiavone's back at the ambulance. And he's like, got the weirdest expression on his face. And he's like, yeah, folks, we're back here. We're just going to go ahead and open the ambulance here to see what's going on. It's like, we kind of have an idea of what should be going on inside of an ambulance that's supposed to be leaving an emergency, but it's been parked for five minutes. And he opens it up, and Jack is teleported. He's no longer there. He's vanished. <laughs> so either Shaq was teleported out of the ambulance, or he was kidnapped, which would continue a theme, because for some reason on AEW the last several weeks, there's been at least one abduction on the show each week. And it's just like, I what? The, 
Vince Russo, is that you? Right <laughs> in this shit, bro. Probably. It's weird because you know apparently a lot of the major networks don't want him around anything. So that's what fucked over TNA was. Um, I think it was uh, Spike had said, "Do not have Vince Russo work with this fucking show," and Dixie did it anyway, and that was what led to them having to go to fucking pop because they yeah. were like, "We told you not fucking to fucking stooge himself off too." <laughs> he yep. fucking yep. sent them the email saying, "Hey, I know you guys don't. Essentially, I know you guys don't want me. I've been actually been like her consultant." And they're like, "You motherfucker." <laughs> yep, because he couldn't fucking help himself. So I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah, I you know, doing the whole. Kidnapped out of the ambulance thing is just not a great move. And again, I don't, you know, Shaq's trying to go into the the next big thing that's going to make him some money. Uh, but I, I, you know, if if, if Big Show was just going to be a character manager, announcer, whatever, that's fine. But yeah, I'm worried they're going to have him try and fucking wrestle, and that's just yeah, that's just not good. Someone made the joke that it's going to be Ryback is going to be the surprise entrant, which I think would be fucking hilarious. It would be more than hilarious, and I could honestly see it happening. But yeah, uh, like even during the match, like they were like, because he was Shaq was teamed up with uh, Jade Cargill or Jane Cargill, as she's known on one of my favorite podcasts. Um, and they were like, oh, she's such a beast. She's like six foot three, but like she's shorter than Cody Rhodes. And I'm like, I know for a fact that Cody Rhodes is only like six feet tall because I've been close enough to Cody Rhodes that me and him are about the same height. There's no way this lady's six three. So there's some Vince booking going on there with the commentary team. <laughs> Like you can't just go adding extra inches on these people when you know we they're so accessible to the fans that we know exactly how tall they probably are. It's like when they talk Sean about Michael. Jericho being six feet. It's like, oh, he's not. I'm taller yeah. than Jericho, and I'm only six feet tall. I've met Chris Jericho. He isn't that big. I would have been taller than Chris Jericho in grade school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's seriously, that's perspective, folks. Uh little Jeff was a giant. And by the way, uh, we've almost hit that goal. We only need uh I guess one more, really, just 84 bucks, and we've reached our 25k goal. By the way, folks, I have updated the Indiegogo for everyone that's backed it. You're gonna get your Cecil the Hut magnet. Uh, we made that announcement early in the show. So that's for everybody moving forward and since the beginning. No matter the tier, you're gonna get it. So, you know, the more we do, I will do more magnets and more fun stuff like that. But um Let's get back to our super chats. Um, TLJ Screwjob says, never forget that Ta-Nehisi Coates felt nothing during 9-11. Yeah, that is one I'm, again, I'm going to make a video on this, but I want to make sure I get exact quotes. But based on the stuff I've found from, you know, early um, research, that kind of uh, person writing a Superman movie is like the antithesis of what Superman stands for. So ideologically, what are we going to get on screen from Superman? Why him? See why the uh, the reticence, the hesitation, excuse me, the hesitation to blindly accept this news that this is good. It's not about being a bunch of angry, pissed off nerds. It's about knowing the people who make your films, and we know that every piece of art, except ours, is politically motivated, politically politically charged is the right word I want to say. So that's why we say the things we do about the Superman film, not because we're uninformed. No, because we're informed on this person's previous work. Try to read his Black Panther work. Try. Just don't pay for it. Oh God! It, it, it's that bad. Yeah, it's that kind of stuff. If you know what I mean. Like, it's okay, just, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, all right, I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, like it's the antithesis of what the character's about. It's the antithesis of what all these superheroes are about. You know, they re they do represent people from different walks of life, different parts of the world, but they are always written as these real heroes. 
I, I don't look to this stuff and feel enlightened or emboldened or empowered. I was reading this X-Men comic yesterday. Uh, Magneto had the X-Men trapped under a glacier in a dormant volcano. And Storm was the hero of the episode. Excuse me, the issue where she used her... Uh, her will. She was the strongest, most uh, she's the most strong-willed person on the team, and helped him escape and all this shit. Storm's a great character, but then the way she's written in some of these Black Panther books, which are not related to Ta-Nehisi Coates. All I'm trying to get at is the way we treat iconic characters because of the politics of today. We kind of take their fun, iconic nature away from them and make them represent not what they've ever represented in the past, just because they look a certain way, and it's kind of fucked up. Uh, Charlie Spurs says Lois Lane is going to be a black BLM journalist who investigates the police. Mm. I'm rolling my eyes. That's not Lois Lane. I mean, I've n- I, I've heard good things about the show, but I haven't watched it. So, well, I think Charlie's talking about the J.J. Abrams film. Oh, okay, <laughs> that entirely no, that 100 makes sense. Now, Leo Breaker 49 has a super chat for you, Dion. It's a very nice one, though. He says, unfortunately, Dion, you know, a lot of our people are dumb enough to buy into this crap because ooh, he's black now. Got to go support the culture. No, they're not. They don't give a shit. They they, they didn't read Superman before, and they're not going to read it all of a sudden. I mean, you know, same with Black Panther. You know, yeah, it was talked about, but how many of those people didn't watch Endgame? You know, it's just, you know, while there definitely are those people, for sure, I 100% agree with you, you know, and clearly that's who they're going for with this, If they, especially if they make um, Clark Kent black. But it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You know the, the the hipster ones who are wearing dashikis and and you know all of a sudden they're comic book fans. They they might go see it. Maybe no one else. Do you, is. Think, do you think there's a correlation with new dashiki purchases and comic book readership? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> DJ Abrams will probably think so. What's his nuts, Will? Maybe. I mean, hey, he's got to be authentic, right? That's what we care about: how authentic the filmmakers are, not how good their film is. Exactly. I mean, Richard Donner. <laughs> Literally went to a foreign planet, right, to film the first Superman movie. So, of course, J.J. Abrams is going to take it to that next <laughs> oh, level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, the power of E, thank you very much for both of your super chats. He says, I feel like it's more racist to change an already established character's race when they could make a new character. I feel it's harder. I feel it's like a hand-me-down. They could even use old stories like John Henry. Kind of what Steel was. And people liked Steel, not the movie, but the character. Um, yeah. that's, that's, I think the, I think the, the, the name for that is tokenization. Um, yeah. and that's what it is. It's just Hollywood be Hollywood using an IP being lazy and just flip just literally flipping a switch and making it something different or making the opposite or whatever. And they've, we've seen that for a while. We've seen it with, um, uh, oceans eight. We've seen it with, uh, ghostbusters. We've seen it with, with, uh, with Superman right now. Like it's just something they do because the, you know, we like these things like, Oh, they like them. They also like these IPs and things, but we're just going to make them slightly different and we'll still make money off it. Right. <laughs> we've proven them wrong every time so far. Yeah. Uh, also the power of E sorry, the powers of, sorry, the powers that E that's his name. Excuse me. He also says, I love the channel, by the way. Hopefully you love the channel as much as I love to screw up your name. I apologize. But uh, thank you for all the kind words and the support. But to go back to your point, yes, just make the characters that are the color, the established colors, make them their skin colors. They're already popular. And like I say, every character is someone's favorite character. 
And you notice what happens when you try to change Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Even the crazy people come out to support her. So see, there's a line. <laughs> you see how much of a hypocrite everybody is when you went to their favorite character. Sadly, my favorite characters are like James Bond. Well, he's a target. Han Solo, he's dead. Luke Skywalker, he's been bastardized. Uh, Superman, what the hell? Batman, Robert Pattinson, Spider-Man, a kid. The only characters that I love that are still sacred are Axel Foley and Marty McFly. Even John McClane got shit on a couple times, so oh, yeah. that's either here or there. <laughs> and, and there's nothing that's telling everybody, hey, you can't just go create a new character in that you know manner right. of vein. Well, you, you can no, go but, and create your own new iconic character that maybe in 80 years people will be talking about. It's not saying, hey, you just got to take some establish and go ahead and just fucking th- slap a new paint job on them from Earl Shive and everything will be okay. But again, they want the they want the recognition now. Yeah, that's that's the problem. They want it now. You know, Abdul Abibab Gabar and JJ Abrams. They want the recognition now. They don't want to wait until they don't want to wait until you know they're dead and gone before they get recognition for a Black Superman. They want it out that awards season, and that's that's where it becomes disingenuous. They don't they, they don't you know they're they're not going to go for the long game. You know they don't want to be retroactively given credit. They want to be given credit when they're alive and can cash in on that shit. Plain and simple. What, what, what was that guy's name again? I don't think I caught it. Uh, uh, uh Marie, Marie Abdul Jabbar Razavi Mbadi. Yeah. Gotcha. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I love you. <laughs> Oh, oh uh, our friend ninja lawyer steve remember folks for all your ninja lawyering needs call steve he says if i were to make a big budget version of the crappy superhero movie me and my buddies made in high school i'd probably be pressured to diversify it actually a woman can play the evil hippie <laughs> Dude, ninja lawyer steve uh was he was the guy that was talking about the dinosaurs and all the crossover stuff and he shot me a message so ninja lawyer steve clearly i know you're listening buddy uh i hope you got my email and uh, let's talk about uh, working out a time to get you on a stream or a show. Uh, Jesse and I and Dion, Jesse Dion and I were streaming with him over on her Jurassic Park stream about what, two weeks ago? Yeah, I was just thinking we'll have to schedule our next one for sometime this month. Yeah. We'll try to maybe do them once a month. Those are fun. The movies. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Uh, so Ninja Lawyer Steve will definitely be uh, streaming with you there if you're free. Straight, get that mic, buddy. Yeah, get the mic, bro. We definitely uh, want to stream with you. We want to hear you. No, even though the delays, I always said to Jesse, Ninja Lawyer Steve always had cool stuff to say. Oh, yeah. We were all like, it didn't matter. It was quiet or delayed. Everyone just quieted down so we could hear him. And the dude's got patience, too. He would hold up a dinosaur bone when he wanted to talk. <laughs> and, like, he never got pissed when people forgot. So no. thank you, Ninja Lawyer Steve. You're a cool dude. We love you. Uh, Nin- oh, sorry, Samurai Vader says, Hey, hey, Dion penis time. Woo-hoo. Negative. <laughs> Negative. Denied. Denied. <laughs> Exit yeah. <laughs> yeah, screw job. Thank you very much. He says, Why is Elm Street so much scarier than the 13th films? Psychological aspect? 13th is still scary, but Elm Street a lot more. Nick, why don't you take away on this one first? Um, because because he, he invades your dreams, the place you thought you're safe in. Like, you know, just your own mind, just your own mind. He gets he, he doesn't get inside your house, he gets inside your head and fucks you there. Um, and that's the problem. I mean, with 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 um with Jason, he's just—he's basically like a—he's like a zombie poltergeist. He can't be killed, and he—you know—he's never going to die. He's going to keep coming after you, like you know, fucking Running Man, um, like 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 a really evil T one thousand, well, like a dead evil T one thousand. Let me say that. Um, 
and um and Freddy Krueger didn't like had no fucks. He killed kids. He straight up killed kids. He didn't do anything else. He just killed them. Freddy Krueger was a bastard. Yeah, and uh, and uh, and the way the story goes is that like you know they they didn't cross a T or dot a lowercase J, and then he got he got he got out scot free. And then the parents found him in his little boiler room, and they burned him alive. And then by doing so, they created Freddy Krueger Dream Master. Uh, Dion, I know we subjected Hillary to the psychological horrors of A Nightmare on Elm Street 2010. Uh, CLJ Screwjob's question, though, honestly, uh, why do you, th- if you think so, why do you think the Nightmare films are scarier than Friday the 13th? Pretty exactly what Nick said. I mean, it's, it's it's a lot different. You know, it's the last frontier. Is your is your mind? Is your dreams? And for a guy to be able to kill you when you're awake and you're asleep, more so when you're asleep, there's there's that's more psychologically terrifying as opposed to Jason. You gotta you gotta be at Camp Crystal Lake, and even then, all you gotta do is leave. You know, outside of <laughs> outside of Freddy versus Jason. You know, as long as you ain't there or you accidentally send him to New York. You're fine. You, know, <laughs> you, mean, Freddy, you, mean, you mean Canada? You mean Canada? Canada, Canada. My bad, my bad. Toronto, Toronto. Uh, <laughs> but you know, with 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 Freddie, man, you know, he gets he gets your scent. You could you could fly to fucking you know Abdul Abdul Dream Jabjabar, and you fall asleep, he's coming for your ass. <laughs> Kendo, would you like to weigh in, please? Uh, I mean, neither one of them are scary because I am not a teenager having sex, so I'm fine. Oh, oh well. okay. fair enough. <laughs> Virgin blonde lives again. <laughs> Good old Chrissy, sissy and messy. <laughs> scheme. Now, uh, TLJ Screwjob, I'll go with a nightmare on Elm Street as well, because it plays to the psychological, the fears of each victim. So uh, Taryn, I think, I think the actress's name is Taryn or the character's name is Taryn, but the girl from a nightmare on Elm Street part three, who's the recovering drug addict. And, you know, Freddie knows that her relapse is her biggest fear. So what does he do when he invades her dreams? He goes, want to get high? He goes, let's get high. And then he turns his fingers into hypodermic needles and her arms with the track marks become the little mouths, you know, thirsty, sucking up. And it's like it hits you on that level. It's like, damn, that woman is an addict and he is fucking with you on your deepest chorus level. Jason's just coming up and hacking you. He's like a fucking shark. He's a he's a force of nature. He has no character. He has comedic timing, but that's it. Freddy Krueger knows you, has a personality. He will always be the scariest of the slasher villains because he's not a dude in a mask. He's everything you're afraid of, and he can't get away from him. He's inside your head. And and, and he's probably got the most coherent timeline ever, as opposed to Mike Myers, which we don't know where the fuck he's coming from. Uh, Ian Aldridge, thank you very much. He says, just back to the comic. Did you run out of ink drawing EVS on the cover? He's missing 200 pounds. Swear <laughs> to God damn, dude. Woo! Ouch. Damn, Ian. Yeah. And that's coming from a friend. (laughs) Uh, Servant of God 777 says, so I'm listed as backer 426, so I guess you're there, boys. Well, Servant of God 777, thank you very much for that, for the super chat and all the support, man. We, uh, We hear from you all the time. Now, Doug Keller says, Jeff, I found a date for a potential Dirty Harry 1971 watch party. Doug, shoot me messages. I will be very active on Patreon over the weekend, and I will send those messages to Kendo, and we will work together uh, to schedule something with your dates. So uh, let me know, and we'll make it happen. Yeah, Jeff Jeff's got to read his, his you know, his, his Buffalo Jeff um, <laughs> audiobooks. Oh, yeah. Don't do uh, it. 
Dion's buttholes puckered up as soon as he heard Jeff move on. He's like, don't do it. That hasn't been too long. God damn it. fucking late and I'm tired. Don't do it. I'm just talking into my mic closer, Dion. I'm not, you know, getting creepy at all. I don't trust you. You you shouldn't trust me, Dion. I'm your best friend. Well, I can be right behind you right now. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah, look, I'm too drunk and too tired to deal with it. For the rest of this show, Dion, I'm making you a guaranteed jabroni. Buffalo Jeff has ha- Jeff Buffalo Jeff has left the building. Super chats be damned, folks. Dion has reached his quota. We're gonna we're gonna save Buffalo Jeff for another night. We're celebrating the comic. It's been a huge success so far. Everybody's getting a Cecil the Hut magnet. I've been dropping the link in the chat. Gonna drop that again. Want to thank all the mods. Uh, like I said, can we hit twenty five k by the end of the night? Uh, it's eighty four dollars away. I think that's possible. So uh, when we hit that goal, uh, we'll be able to celebrate. Uh, how do you want to celebrate tonight, Jesse? Uh, let's go to outer space. Let's go to outer space. <laughs> See also watch Servant Uh Give, 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 uh, give, uh, give Musk a call. I think, I think he can get you, get you there real fast. Hey, Elon, <laughs> can you buy ten thousand copies of my book and give it to outer space? No <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Uh, so, Barney the nuclear source reeks. Great super chat. Great message. We live in a world where Doctor Seuss is canceled and where Cardi B is idolized like a goddess. <laughs> she rob people on drugs and shit yes and it was a prostitute like ophelia i mean i don't know i don't know who's idolizing her like a guy i think that's a bit of a fucking stretch too much plastic right. for that i mean society's pretty dumb though yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's the, that that's hundred percent true. Yeah, the people. I mean, there are people who do. You know, who who love that that fucking song. <laughs> yeah, wings and pizza. Wings and pizza. <laughs> TLJ Screwjob. <laughs> thank you very much. He says he sends in two. He says Ryan Johnson and JJ should have been above the ring, not Queen. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me reread that. I I misquoted that because I have a piece of dirt on my screen. It says Ryan Johnson and JJ should have been above the ring, not Owen. Damn. Yeah, that's spicy, and that was a legit. I legit had a piece of dirt on my screen and had to flick it off. <laughs> I, feel like I liked it anyway. the first time you read it. Yeah, I, that's being TLJ screwjob. He also says Dion with a shotgun on the motorcycle, Terminigro. Yeah, I, dude. I got to save that for the sequel. You got to do Terminator 1 with the fucking tech noir jacket and all that cool stuff. I'm in it. I'm in it. But you can keep your eyebrows. Cool. (laughs) Now, Miguel Olmo, thank you very much for the super chat. I've actually wanted to pick one of these up. He says, if you guys are looking for some good action figures, you should try NECA's Defenders of the Earth. It has the Phantom. Have a good night, gentlemen. Rock on. Ooh, the the Phantom? Damn. That's why I want to get it. The Phantom is one of my favorite. um, are Are the Back to the Future ones worth it? Yeah. You want to hear a funny yeah. story, Nick, real quick? Sure. I love Back to the Future, but it actually disappointed me the other day. So last year, I pre-ordered my dream toy, this Inspector Gadget, and I got a shipping notification, and I got a box from Big Bad Toy Store, and I was like, yes, Inspector Gadget's here, and I'm dancing around, I'm like, here it is, cutting the knife, blah, 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 here we go, and it was Doc Brown, and I've never been more disappointed to see Doc Brown in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so I put him on the shelf, and didn't care. I was like, here you go, Doc. 
Yeah, because um, at, at Target they got uh, they got um, Marty in the hazmat suit and Marty in the in 2015. So that's why I was like, ah, I probably need to get these. Yeah, I have. Kendo's got them right. Yeah. yeah Did you get Biff? That, yeah, I got Biff. Biff's the best. He looks Dude, wonderful. The Ooh La La magazine's what sold me on that one. <laughs> Ooh La La. Ooh La La. Yeah. Like I have to have this now. I have to. There's, there's no do you, way around. Do you do you remember when when Netflix like cut that cut that version out and everybody fucking yelled at uh, those two guys on Twitter as they should have. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like well, they're like we'll fucking fix this and they did like less than twenty four hours it was fucking fixed. The Bobs get shit done. They love that. I love, dude. I love that shit. Everyone's like, "Yo, this is there's something wrong here." They're like, "What happened? We're gonna get to the bottom of this. Don't worry, it's fixed." It's like, oh shit, somebody got fired. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Dash Rendar, thank you very much for your super chat. He says Tracy Morgan is the Riddler. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> okay, sure. I'm okay with that. Sure, let's do it. I want to see a film where Tracy Morgan plays all four of the Ninja Turtles and Shredder and Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that's going to be the world's first trillion dollar movie. I mean, I think I can support that. It can't be worse than what they've been giving us. Oh, God. I tried to watch the Michael Bay Turtles uh, yesterday. Nope. No. They're I... my four turtles. I named them after famous artists. Thanks. You guys, <laughs> you guys, you guys were there when I was after I sat down to try to rewatch it because we talked about doing it for the Patreon, and I have got like five pages of notes about that book about that movie, and I was drunk and I was just cutting promos to you guys all night about that fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I fucking detest that movie. Oh God! Um, damn, damn you, Megan Fox! Damn you! Yeah, for many yeah. reasons. For Max Smiley says, "I'm pretty sure they're doing Seuss like this because they want kids to read my anti-racist baby tier books instead." Oh my God! <laughs> what is it? Isn't there one called like Woke Baby? Something like that. Yeah. I. Jeez. <sighs> yeah, there's a book called Woke Baby. Uh, there's also a book called Anti-Racist Baby. Um, yeah, South Park did it better with the PC babies. Well, guys, don't worry. There's also feminist baby and the uh, night dead went. To... <laughs> okay, when you wait, like, hold, when on, you... hold on, hold on, no, no, wait. What was the door title of that last one? I was trying to tell you when you type in woke baby on Google. Let me share this for a minute because this is pretty funny. This is what you get. You get all those titles, but you also get first the night dead went to jail audiobook. Oh God! That's gotta be a joke. Oh my no! It's right there. I see it. Holy (laughs) shit! That's like a legit. That can't be legit. Kids book. I have to read that book. I I I don't care. I'm going to the bookstore this (laughs) weekend. I I, I need a book about the dad went to jail. Can I get it on Audible? Can I get it on Audible right fucking now? I'm gonna see if it's on Audible and I'll buy. Dude, I should read that as Buffalo Jeff. Yes. Folks, if you want me to read that as Buffalo Jeff, hit one in the chat. I will. That'll one, be in our first. I'm just. I can't do that. But one, 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 one. I'll buy. I'll buy four children's books to start out Buffalo Jeff. And if there's yes. enough interest, we'll keep it going. Okay. Good night, Moon. Uh, go the fuck to sleep. Woke. Ba- no. Uh, the night Dad went to jail, and then I'll pick the fourth one. Fuck. I want that book just for my own personal collection. Now at this point, you can have it when I'm done. Sweet. I'm just- channel expense and you can you can reap the rewards autograph it for me of course <laughs> the only you're the only autograph i'm gonna give out this i'm just joking uh sign more stuff you know we should sign wcbs fortune cookies 
Dion, that's the worst branding idea in history. Let's make it. Are we, we going to write the fortunes ourselves? We'll turn it around. We'll turn it around. Yes, we're going. Oh, no, 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 no. Here's 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 how that works. Every 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 time somebody gets an order, we just that's a little thank you gift as a WCBS fortune cookie, and it says some random shit in there. It's like yeah. it's, 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 it's always it's always some diehard quote for some reason. Uh, by the way, guys, uh, we've reached another step closer to the goal. So now we're only 42 bucks away. Nice. Uh, but I want to do diehard quote, diehard quoted fortune cookies just for fun. I'm sure there's a place that makes custom custom ones. I'm sure there is. They do. Somebody's going to do that. <laughs> I should just make a million fortune cookies and say, go the fuck to sleep and just give them out to people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, whatever, Jack, whatever, whatever you're thinking right now, don't do it. That should be our fortune cookie. Yeah. Go ahead. Say no. Uh, Jack the Outcast, thank you very much. He says, these people are ruled with their own fear and hatred and paranoia. They are the new rate. They are the new religious right of the 1980s. Instead of Dungeons and Dragons and heavy metal, it's Dr. Seuss. And that's an embarrassment because you look at heavy metal. Bruce Dickinson. I saw a tweet or a, a meme the other day. It's like Bruce Dickinson, heavy metal singer, accomplished pilot, fencer, businessman, this, that, and the other. I think he was even some kind of fucking scholar or something. And so you like, yeah, or something like that. But I was saying, like, but it was a picture of him in a suit in front of a private plane. And I'm like, all right. So you, sh- you can see that, like, the heavy metal singers really are accomplished great guys. And it's just a form of art. It's not satanic. They're yeah, normal like, people. Still puts on a really good show. Yeah, man, that's all in that, that, that That's money. Yeah, but dude, he was fucking running around all over the stage a couple years ago. Great. But all I'm saying is now we're like trying to get rid of Dr. Seuss for like it's Dr. Seuss. There's nothing scary about it. We're looking for problems. That's all it is, Jack. That's all it is. Um, TLJ Screwjob, I made it. I'm a man of my word, so I'm not going to say it in Buffalo Jeff voice, but I'm going to say this to Dion closely. Why weren't you here last week, Dion? <laughs> I was on vacation. Vacation. <laughs> Detective Rose like, musical. Boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Barty the Nucleosaurus Reek says Iron Man 3 is the movie I wish to destroy. Yeah, okay. I get it. Yeah, that's fine. Now, Leo Breaker had given us a little clarification. He says, my first chat was referring to Young Rippa. Uh, sorry, Leo Breaker. Sometimes, uh, you know, we get on a tangent. We go to read these are a little out of context, but uh, we always will read everyone. And thank you for the uh, clarification. Now, our buddy Adam Wofford is here. And Adam says, where do you go? I would destroy Highlander Endgame and Highlander the Source, Highlander 2. Those three completely destroyed the series. The third is okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that's accurate. Uh, Qui-Gon says, sorry if I missed your reply, but could you name your WWE finishers to be executed on JJ and Ruin? Mine would be the crossface and the ankle lock on the, at the same